introduce us? Well, yes. I am Mr. Mahogany. Follow me on Twitch. And this is Faye Warlock, my right-hand necromancer. You feel me? And this is Alcoholic Answers, where we are alcoholic that will answer li- literally any question. You don't even have to ask us. We'll probably answer it for you. We will make up. We will make up questions that no one asked. Just answer them for you. All right. Well, so what are you drinking? Me? Well, I'm currently w- drinking a whiskey and ginger ale, mostly because I tried it with Mountain Dew as a substitute. That was absolutely awful. That was honestly, it was honestly depressing to drink. Okay. Well, I'm drinking a Stella Artois. It's my favorite beer um, for the winter time. It's very, you know. You have a winter beer? Yeah, I don't, like, you know, because summertime thinking Corotas in like I like Corona, like Finley R or something like that. And I don't really like dark beers because I'm a pussy, but like, um, so if I want to drink something, hmm? have you ever tried an IPA? I have. What? Okay. There's different flavors of IPAs. There are some IPAs I just don't like. I personally like the citrusy ones. Whereas like my favorite beer is a Stone Tangerine Express IPA. And it's just because I could taste like orange peel in it. I could taste. Yeah, it's because because do you want to put your tongue on an orange peel, bro? If you want to get drunk on an orange peel, just drink some vodka and put your tongue on a fucking orange. No, that's awful. Plus, plus vodka. <laughs> that reminds me. I saw this TikTok where people are taking liquor, specifically vodka, and they're pouring it through a Brita filter, and it apparently changes like the taste of alcohol. Like, it just removes it, and that's a new way to get like shit faced. Wait, wait, does it wait? It still gets some drugs out, like filtering out the alcohol. Yeah, I think it filters out the taste, but it, you're still getting like buzzed. Amy, personally, I'm a gay guy. I prefer just add like alcohol in my asshole, straight buzz that way. It don't take much. That does sound interesting. I mean, I, I've I've seen dudes take alcohol in the ass before, and really, were you helping them? No, no, I wasn't. I was actually avoiding my ass being consumed by alcohol. Mm. Consumed by alcohol. Yeah. All right. I. Everyone has that fear. And one day, they might get caught in the prison right next to the moonshine guy. He'll start shoving a bottle of moonshine up your ass. Uh, two guys, one prison, moonshine bottle. I mean, honestly, like, my biggest thing with prison is, like, I don't quite mind. If, if dude was shoving, like, moonshine in my ass, at least I know it probably won't hurt. Versus, Until like, the glass breaks, yeah. I mean, is this like a mason jar moonshine? I assume it's a mason what, jar. What, what resources <laughs> are we dealing with here? Like, so my mind goes to mason jar moonshine. Like he's taking, like, he's found a mason jar. He's shoving it up your ass, and he's just literally bottoms like, up, bitch. I thought you meant like he was like dipping his. I mean, I don't think a mason jar could fit in my ass. I mean, um, you meant, he was like um, dipping his no, fingers no, no, in sir. it. No, no, you yeah. can't say that. Your ass is it's stretchy enough. All right, it it's not like a monolithic. It's not a wall. All right, it's not like a, a like a physical. It is a physical object, but it's not like a it's not like metal. Right, it's more like a rubber band. It'll stretch, bro. If you if you put enough energy into it and give it enough time, it'll stretch. You can fit an entire arm up there. Ask me how much space is in there that you can fit an entire arm, and apparently you can go shoulder deep into an asshole. I'm surprised. Yeah, apparently, which I I don't really want to know Rings who found arm. that out. Dude, I saw someone shove a, a snake up their ass. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching these days? But you know, was what? the snake alive? I think it was alive. Yes. Well, I hope they I hope they don't plan on getting it back. Because that motherfucker's gone. He's about to have the time of his life. Mid-sick, about, about to fall in. Like, imagine, yeah. like, shoving a snake in your ass, that motherfucker, and you're like, alright, guys, it's just a prank. Watch this. I mean, we've all seen Two Girls, One Cup, and that shit was cringe. Well, Two Girls, One Cup was intentional fucking heresy. That shit was... 
beyond unreasonable that whoever created that was like the guy who like created outlast like just un unnecessary suffering i mean do you think they I, I, I don't know like i saw that as a kid and i was just like like, like here's six-year-old me watching that shit and i'm just like oh hell yeah titties and then and then one girl takes a dump and i was like oh okay six-year-old me still thinking girls don't poop you feel me so i'm just like okay Okay, that's a it's a hard pill to swallow. Girls poop. Okay, got it. And then you know they poop into a cup, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. When's the first time you ever watched porn? First time I ever watched porn. Okay, I'm mm -hmm. not gonna count two girls in one cup. That shit wasn't porn. <laughs> uh, probably like immediately after two girls in one cup. So at the age of six. See, I, I think I watched porn at a really young age too. I think my brother, um, he found like porno videos my mom was dating this guy this one time and he had porno videos and he my brother found it he started playing it and then um so we ended up watching it with him i was just like why the fuck am i watching this but i was oddly turned on but i didn't understand it at the time like why and mom busted she's like what the fuck are you watching and she's like where'd you get this i was like well we found it here like, we literally found it here she's like no you brought that from school or something i was like who brings porn like, to school like hmm. mom we're like five. Who's bringing what five year olds bringing, you know, Playboy? Well, my to brother school? was notoriously a bad person. All right, Mr. Mahogany, he was notoriously bad. He got in trouble a lot. You know, had to. They they effectively deported his ass because he was such a problematic kid. Um, <laughs> I'm not lying. They sent him back to like the. Like, my mom is from. Our family's from like a, a Haiti. And so uh, they have family back there. She's like, not, she's not even first generation. So she was born in Haiti and she came over here and learned English and all that cool shit. And so I'm technically a first generation kid. And to my brother, when they were like, oh, he's too problematic, he's such a bad kid, they literally took him out of, like, second grade, because that's how bad he was. Second grade, they took his ass, sent him to Haiti for a year, and thought but when he came back, he'd be better. I'm like, you sent him to a third world country and think he'd be better. I don't understand like, how that would work, but okay. I was wondering, I was about to ask, I'm like, I'm like, you go send this motherfucker to Haiti and think he'll come back a better person? Bro, he's gonna go live, he's gonna go live, fight for his life, he's about to go live like an animal, what do y'all mean? He's about to, he's about to come back feral. You can't you can't go out there and think shit's sweet. That's very much the issue, and so yeah, I think um, that's what happened. That's basically he came back, and he's now a year behind, and so he's older, but he's like because he went to a, he went literally went to school in like a poorer country where education system was ass, and he had to learn it in a different language, which also strained on the mind. But like came back, not that much different, a little more problematic, but. Um, yeah, so that's that's my childhood, you know. The, there was always a risk that hey, if you act up too much, I'll send your ass in other country where like you barely get food. Um, Damn, you know, I should just just deported this motherfucker. Like that's crazy, bro. You know how yes. white people are always like, get the niggas out of here, get the niggas out of here. I'm like, they literally go back like, to your mom, own just, country. Just like go mom. back to your own country, boy. Keep acting like, like that. Send you back home, like basically. <laughs> like yo, they actually put this motherfucker on a boat. It sent his ass. In like, Creole, yeah, there's, like there's like a there's like a sense like a Wapcom George. Like, you'll know George, but no one knows who this guy George is. It's just like a, a it's one of those like insults they give you like this guy, some random guys to come beat your ass and he's gonna like like skin you alive. I'm like that's kind of the the fear they put in us when we were young. Oh, that's like the the Haitian boogeyman then. Yeah, I was like I was like some guys. The like, cool of you ever remember Boondocks and where um that guy was so afraid to get like fucking the ass when he went to prison. That's kind of the fear they were trying to instill in us. Like some guys would come up and just like put his finger in your butthole and just you know do bad things to you. Don't act up. Bro, I'm not gonna count, bro. That's why I thought the boogeyman was gonna do. Like like all I know is that like my parents told me about the boogeyman. 
they didn't really explain that he was just a monster who's gonna like eat children. Personally, that would have been better than what I thought. I thought he was gonna come through and like shove his like weird spiky demon fist in my ass. So here's me like you know hiding in my bed, and one one like so one night when I was sleeping or supposed to be asleep, my dad decides yeah you know since he been fucking up today I'm gonna go give him a good scare you know scare him straight. I'm gonna go hide under his bed and within like as soon as he's asleep I'm gonna reach out and grab his foot. Yeah he got hit with a fucking bat. Because I thought the boogeyman was coming up to fucking take my ass. Like, I'm not going to cap, bro. I wasn't with that shit. Oh I'm like, oh, no, you, you got to take that shit. You were sleeping with a bat? I was awake with a bat. <laughs> you weren't even asleep. I Hell no. I was, like, when I was young, I was traumatized by, like, horror movies. They made me watch Michael Myers or Halloween or something when I was young. And that shit had me turned. And whenever I saw a green car for some reason, because I think he drove, like, a Mustang or something, I would freak out. And so I would never fall asleep. I would always be awake, afraid. Like, I can't fall asleep. He's gonna come for a reason to kill me. I didn't but, know Michael yeah, Myers drove a car. I don't know. It was some weird shit. It was either Michael Myers. It has been Michael Myers. There's no way it was I Jason. Could, I could have sworn he just, like, walked everywhere somehow. And somehow still beat people who were at a full sprint. True. All I know is horror movies now don't scare me because I'm an adult. And as a kid, they did because, like, I didn't want to die. And now as an adult, I'm like, I've almost died a few times. And I'm just like, that sounds really nice. You know, Michael Myers would be doing me a favor. I wouldn't have to pay taxes, bills. No one has to call me up. Baby, my own problems are gone. Like, please send me to, like, on to heaven or hell, whichever way I'm going. Like, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah, it was just like that one guy who made a post on Twitter and was like, you know, if you don't uh, have kids, you're ending a something million year long lineage. I'm like... Well, goddamn, good. About time somebody ended this fucking suffering. Shit sucks. Yeah, I think I've read somewhere that, like, um, that people are rather, like, you have generational trauma in the sense that it's genetic. Like, if you've had a mental disorder and you have a lot of stress and, like, a lot of, like, uh, mental issues, um, that can be passed on to your kids epigenetically, meaning that your kids will be predisposed to have also those issues. So if, like, I'm coming from a family that was one, uh, came from a third world country, and the history of that third world country is like very sad and depressing, given how often they've been invaded, how much money they owe to the French, and so on and so forth. And I'm like, all that stress and problems, and like they have, and then they pass it on to their kids, and like them kids have the problems. I'm like, black people as a generation, not only we have to deal with, with slavery back then and racism now, but we have to deal with the fact that all that trauma has been passed down to us and makes us predisposed to have issues. I'm like, the fact we don't go buck wild and, like, insane surprises me. Because, like, all of us are just, like, have enough problems to go crazy. Which really makes me think, why is it that black people are never school sh- well, we do shoot up school sometimes, but it's never, like, a school Rarely. shooter, like, yeah, like, like, like very- you don't know, You don't look at a black guy and think, oh, he's gonna be the one to show up at school. Like, like I mean, you just, you've seen drive-bys at schools, but it's usually at the end of school when everyone's leaving. It's at the end of school, and usually, like, there's usually, like, 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 one or two victims. Always, yes, one and it's almost always in the target. inner city, and no one cares, and so it never gets, like, any television, like, stuff at all. Like, unless you're, in, like, in the area that happened, it almost never makes national news. But then- some kid rolls up to a preschool or some high school or middle school and he's a little angry and he bought a gun three days ago and you know or like everyone's just like how could this happen i'm like and they're like I oh my god everything. why would he do this i'm like well maybe if y'all didn't make fun of his bowl cut every day for the last three years <laughs> you know i mean like i don't parents, know bro. give him a bowl cut come on i was like next thing like yeah honestly like the society as a whole has failed this kid honestly like, like i don't know it's kind of like watching the, it's like you, have you ever seen the joker movie um which one like the Joker movie, like the one I'm thinking like about. The Joker movie, like the one that's about like the origin entire... of the Joker. Yeah, I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen all of it. Well, just 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 to give like a summary of it, right? 
think of the Joker before he became the Joker as the quiet kid, right? As a kid who just mm -hmm. he just wanted to be accepted. All he wanted to do was be a comedian. That's all he wanted to do. Personally, I found his jokes person, funny, yeah. but you know, I mean, I, I I don't I don't really discriminate on humor, man. But you know, yeah, uh, make dead baby jokes all the time, like the FBI a lot of the time. Ass. Yeah, I'm on so many blacklists right now, but um. Wasn't the blacklist, not the white list. You know what? That's racist. I'm not. Never mind. Go ahead. It's racially, it's a racially motivated list, actually. But I'm watching this movie. Literally less than two minutes in, he's getting stumped out in the alley by a bunch of kids. I'm like, I'm because I blinked. I, I I swear to God, like I'm watching the movie. It starts. I blink, and this motherfuckers get beat to beat. They're just beating the shit out of this man in the alley. Me, like you went to the restroom. You're like, oh, it just started. Nothing funny is about to happen. He comes back. He's getting no. I didn't even go to the bathroom. I was there the whole time. <laughs> That's the equivalent of what you're saying. It's like if you went out to the bathroom in the beginning half when not shit happens yet, and it's like you know, you're like, All right, I don't want to miss anything. Just let me know what happens. Comes back and he's shaking and rot. You're like, what the fuck happened? Like he did nothing wrong. He didn't do shit. He, he was literally just doing his job. He was His job was like he held a sign, you know, that directed people into the business and shit. Yeah, no, they took the sign from a beat it up, broke it over his head, and beat his ass in the alley. I was like, yo. Okay. And then, you know, moving on, apparently, uh, something about Batman's parents. Apparently, I, I don't know, according to the movie, I, I don't know if I'm probably remembering this incorrectly, but at least I, what I remember is uh, he's like a bastard child of one of the one of the Bat peoples. I'm not sure what their name is. Wayne's. There we go. There we go. Yeah, the Waynes. The Wayne family people. But, long story short, all he wanted to do was be accepted and be a comedian. He didn't want to, you know, burn down the world. The world treated, gave him violence and he ate the whole damn plate. And honestly, the world deserved what he gave them. In the movie, we get to see little fucking, fucking Bruce, little orphan ass, walking in the alley with his parents. And his mom and dad get that blinky on him. And the only thing I said was, damn, you know what? If they kept that thing on them, this wouldn't happen. This wouldn't happen. I, I do feel that. I'm watching a TV show. Um, I think it's called The Burden of Truth. It's like some Canadian drama. Where this, the, the main character is out in a field somewhere. And I'm like, you're in the boonies. And all these kid people don't like you. Why aren't you strapped to the nines? Like, just have a gun. Like, it's the American way. Just, you know, you can't count on the cops to protect you. Protect yourself. You can't. But yeah, I do feel like um I was watching what's it called uh, Harley Quinn the TV show on HBO Max love that shit. Um, and so in that show, Joker gets like a redemption arc. He goes like batshit crazy when he finds out Bruce is just some entitled rich kid, and he's just like oh, and he comes dude. back. I mean yeah, he's basically white privilege just boosts power. Um, yeah, he's very really powerful. powerful. He's able to take on Superman. Able to, uh, he's, yeah, he's only powerful because he's he's a rich orphan who I fucking know, gets like, high on how powerful batshit cocaine. And you know, fights defies death fuckers, regularly. Death like, can't beyond his death. Powerful white privilege is. Yeah, yeah. His his literal existence is white privilege because, bro, look at him, bro. In, in what universe, by what right should a motherfucker like him be able to even compete with Superman? He does. He's like, I got, I got eighty thousand dollar rock right there for like the exactly. Guy I was like, what the fuck? He's like, he's like, you know what? I got something. I'm gonna fly to the fucking mood and grab a pink piece of kryptonite you know who else you know who can't do that regular motherfuckers like us we're too poor to go do that we can't go we can't go buy crypto we can't fly ourselves to the moon and buy kryptonite we're yeah. we're fucked we if superman pulls up on me that that's a gg right there i can say goodbye to my car my house my girl Your my life? dog my haircut <laughs> my bank account <laughs> why is he trying you know what 
beyond the point. Um, but I, my point being is that like um, knowing that Joker has historically been the bad guy that we all love because he's so fucking just unhinged. Um, he had a redemption arc in HBO Max where uh, he ended up running for mayor and winning. First, he fell in love with like this beautiful Hispanic chick who had two kids. He ends up raising these kids. He becomes like, like an amazing stepfather. Um, and he ends up running for mayor and he goes back to crime. But this time, instead of stealing for himself to burn the money, he went into a bank, stole the money from the bank, then to give to the people at the bank. He's like, vote for me, as he robs a bank and gives the money to everyone. He's like, I'm voting for socialism, free healthcare, free education, all this good shit. I was just like, he's literally throwing stacks at people. I'm just like, why would you not vote for him? There's no reason to vote for anyone else. Like this man is just, yeah, I mean, he's Bernie Sanders on crack. But yeah, I, I think just the fact that he got a redemption arc and just the fact that, um, because you, you all know he spends a lot of time in the Asylum Asylum or Arkham, what's it called? Arkham like Asylum. That. There you go. Arkham Asylum is close. Um, pretty much just like all these bad guys generally have like some mental disorder or something. So they need like some level of help. Yes, I know. I always say that, bro. Batman gets high off bat shit, uses his, his dead parents money to go practice karate on mentally disabled people. Yes, and just the fact that they send them into this, like, insane asylum, thinking that it'll cure them, they probably have this asylum, just as bad as before, and it really, I think it's like a commentary on how terrible our mental health care system is, but beyond that, I think it is powerful that someone like Joker, who so seems unredeemable, was got a redemption arc, and I think I love that, just because it's a little bit of hope. Give him a that, chance. Watch the Joker movie, and you will never say this man is unredeemable again. Everything uh, that he's given the world is what they asked for. They asked, asked for, for a show, and like, he delivered. so serious? Like, I like how, like, all the, uh, asylums are like, yeah, bro, we're gonna give him these meds and this, this, and that, and this is gonna help him. Batman. Hands. You know what? They need a good ass whooping. That's what that's they need. The, that's the black way. That's the black, like, 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 Batman, like, other than, like, how he fights... Batman is like what most people would imagine white privileges when they think about it, when that's really not the case. But that, that that's what they would think about. But no, like the way he operates, yeah, it's just like a black mom. It's like, you know what they need? They don't need help. They need an ass whooping. That is so true. It's like you could do anything wrong, ass whooping. Like you could just be like, it's like, well, uh, you see, bats? The police, they killed both my parents in front of me because they skipped line in Walmart. I don't care, Joker. Come here. Justice for Gotham. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Alright. Okay, alright. Starts, oh. starts breaking his fucking shins. Like, like Batman will be the type of motherfucker to put somebody head first through a Walmart shopping cart and be like, now talk. I'm like, yo, what do you mean talk? You just gave this man braces made out of a Walmart shopping cart, bro. That is, that is him. He like, he ain't gonna yeah. say shit. <laughs> no, bro, like, Batman be out of pocket, bro. Like, he be out here just doing crazy shit and be like, I did it. Let me know when he talks. Well, you know, Batman, the doctor said they've never seen somebody beaten so bad that every bone in their body has been liquidated. So, they don't know if he'll ever speak again. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, well, it had to be done. For justice, it's like no, Batman. This isn't justice. <laughs> I, 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 no, I can I can tell you right now. He's a this, isn't, this isn't justice, bro. Like like we're like the only reason you're not in jail is because you know the chief, and if you didn't know him, he's the a cop to be on your ass. 
He's literally a drunk ass dumbass who can barely like, do his own job. Well, He's yeah, his ass. that's, like, that's why on, the Lord. chief doesn't. That's why the chief doesn't get Batman arrested. Why? Because without Batman, the chief would lose his fucking job. Yeah, he doesn't have the money. Like you know, I remember how we were talking about police and how they go out of their way to catch people doing bad shit, and they're supposed mm -hmm. to help you because they have quotas they need to meet. Jim Gordon, especially, he's like, you know what? I can't even go after the real bad people because they're just beyond my ability to capture them. So I'm gonna need your money, Bruce. You know, give me some donations and shit, and yeah. I will never, you know. Yeah, give us money so we can afford the light bill to put the the bat signal in the sky. That's literally all I need. That's literally gonna do shit themselves. It's like, yeah, I mean, we can't afford this bat signal, bro. Bruh, like, what crime did they actually stop? I'm like, what kind of crime? Like, if you live in, a, if you live in like Gotham, bro, living in Gotham gotta be terrifying, bro. Cause like the cops can't do shit, bro. I know. Remember we were talking about being isekai and like which roles we just definitely aren't going in. I'm like, I don't. Wanna I'm go not to going to. I'm not going to Gotham, bro. I mean, actually, I don't. Know. I feel like as long as I'm like, if I'm just dealing with Batman, that'll be fine. Cause all I gotta do is just commit crimes during the day. But you have and, Joker. And then, you got like uh, Bane. Um, who else? Mm. You got you got Penguin. The Riddler, the Riddler would piss me <laughs> off, bro. <laughs> Fuck him. He's not even. Really you cool. ask me some stupid ass question. He's like, "What goes up a mountain on four legs comes down on three, and then gets home on two. Yo, what the fuck? I just—he's <laughs> he's the fucking speaks. He's like, what? Are you? I'm like, he's like, he's like, tell me no, now, or I'll kill your dog. Face. And I'm just like, bro, come on, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Yeah, the entire Batman universe is wild. Or it's DC fucked. universe. I mean, that like, dealing with mean. Batman would be easy. I just gotta, like, you know, commit crimes during the day and I'm good. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he does come out during the day. Like, you know, sometimes. Really? Like, only if, like, 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 I mean, like, only if I'm, like, you know, blowing up the fucking city. I'm just robbing a convenience store, though. So, I mean, yeah, he ain't gonna come out. <laughs> you'll get away with it. But, but you know what kills me, though? He'll come after you at night. After he you finish robbing, he'll know exactly where you are. He's like, oh, he thought you'd get away with that, huh? You thought you'd get away with that. Not gonna lie, Bats, I kinda did. <laughs> I'm not gonna cap with you, bro. I honestly did. I think this the is best actually way, really unfortunate. Best way to get away with it is just do it during the day and then leave the, the city limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave, yeah, he won't leave Gotham. Like, I'll, it's, like, it's like there's some like, barrier curse keeping him there. He won't leave. Like, if you oh, can get out of the city, away. you are now exonerated. You, you've, you've now been fucking... Ab your shit's been abolished. No. Mm-hmm. No, Lex Luthor. Oh, kills me. I like. Are you almost done with your whatever? What were you drinking again? My uh, whiskey ginger. Where'd you get the ginger from? The store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it like ginger beer? Ginger actual? Ginger actual. Oh, so you actually like bowl the f out of that shit and like you know? Yeah, I have a um, I, I have a bowl I use to crush up like raw ingredients for seasonings and stuff. And he's like, you're like extra. I'll leave you out there just doing extra shit. Yeah, I don't. I like to do extra sh extra shit, bro. Mm -hmm. I I enjoy my drinks. Mhm, mm mhm, mm mhm. Mm I believe you. Yeah, you sound like the type of person. To I like just... to enjoy my alcohols. Yeah, you sound like the type of person to swallow entire beer, just like not swallow, literally just down everything. How often do you actually go and get more like refreshments? Like, like, how often do I buy more alcoholic beverages? Yes, yeah. Usually every Friday. How much are you spending on this liquor? 
Well, because I, re I replenish so often, I'm generally spending somewhere around like, I don't know, like 30 bucks a week. Like I'm not having to, I'm not having to drop a whole lot. Like then occasionally it'll spike because I have to buy a new bottle of whiskey and that's like my most expensive purchase. But the whiskey will last a while because, you know, it's whiskey. I'm not, you no know, swirling a fucking bottle. I'm not a, not an animal. I mean, uh, you're like, I, I swore, a lot I of things. half a bottle, you know, like yeah, maybe a quarter I'll, of a bottle, but like a full bottle. I mean, like if, if the bottle's halfway done, I'll swirl the rest of that, but I mean, I'm not going to swirl a whole fucking bottle of whiskey. I mean, what the fuck? By myself, you know, I need someone to swirl it with, you know? Yeah, I, I need at least someone here to give me, give me, you know, moral support. I'm not saying I'm sharing it with them, but, you know, at least be here and tell me you can do it or shit like that. You're a terrible, you're a terrible person. Oh, I'm surprised your like liver hasn't given out yet. Hard work and liver in the universe, bro. Mm. Well, fuck, your, how me. is your uh Twitch streaming going? You know, Mr. Mahogany, how are you getting out there? It's surprisingly sure? going well. Surprisingly. Really? All the Overwatch you've been playing, you feel like you've actually made it? You know. Well, yeah. Considering I I didn't I, I didn't know shit about Overwatch. I got, I never even. I don't know if Overwatch has lore or some equivalent to it, but yeah, I don't know shit about Overwatch. I didn't play Overwatch 1. I didn't even know the name of characters. All I knew was like the copious amounts of porn people watched about Overwatch. Overwatch. Like, I honestly didn't think Overwatch was a game. I honestly thought it was just like a porn co or something like that. Because okay. that's all I ever saw. Like, just no matter porn. what. Well, it's usually it was usually D.Va for some reason. It was usually like... Like Diva and uh, actually yeah no nah, not nah, just Diva all the time like I had no idea who this chick was it was always like on like my four you pages well not like you know straight up porn but you know it was like on my four you pages and other whatnots and I'm just like I don't know who this is so I'll just like skip over it and I'm like I don't I don't know who these who these people are or what they want so you're telling me that you won't you won't bust a nut to someone you don't know I could <laughs> I mean I generally won't but I mean I could I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. <laughs> I, I generally at least like to know the name of the, of the nutbuster. You're like, you know, I'm not a terrible person. I'll, I'll... Bro, I'll you literally said your quote your was, I love these hoes. And you're just like, I used to know her name at least. Well, I need to know what at least I'm going to call her. I don't even know what the fuck. I don't know what to call this bitch. What what, what, what do I call her? Blue suit brunette? Or whatever color her shit is? Like, no, I don't, okay. I don't know her. I don't know shit about Overwatch. I didn't think Overwatch was an actual game. I thought it was like a comic book or some shit. And people just, I don't know, liked it. Like, I always thought Overwatch and Valorant were the same thing. Or like, people would just call it different shit. They're like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm absolutely wrong. I'm playing the game, and everyone's like, yeah, this is what this guy does. It's literally the same game. This is what this person does. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Yeah, I don't know what any of this is. Like, I'm playing Overwatch, and I'm looking at all this crazy shit happening around me, and I have no idea how to process what's happening, because I don't know. Like, is that a shield? Is that an attack? Is that absorbing damage? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I'm lost. Do I attack? Do I not? There are people I was who, like, absorb damage, or, like, absorb projectiles into, like, their shields. I was just feeding them health, because I will just unload a fucking LMG into them, thinking that that's helping. And then I'm wondering why this guy has like e like immortal health, is constantly bodying me. Well, that's not the only game you play though. So, well, yeah. No. Would you ever stream like Would you ever stream Siege or not? You're just like can't do it. Not by myself. I would stream Siege. Yeah, I would. I just haven't played it in a while. 
Which I which Apex. I which I need to because actually, I actually haven't played Apex in a while either. I didn't even know they had a new season out. Yeah, I, again, given that I've given up gaming for some time, <clears throat> I noticed. I, I don't know why, but I'm still keeping up with all the new events. I'm just like, why? I don't want to know. Like new season drops, they're like, oh yeah, let's do some cool <clears throat> shit. New well, season. I didn't notice it until like I saw it updating. You know, like my shit will it'll try <clears throat> to occasionally do his job and automatically update. And, Your uh, poor, poor <clears throat> Xbox Series X. Yes, my poor, obsolete ass Xbox Series X mm-hmm. will try mm-hmm. to do his job occasionally, like it's supposed to, whenever it feels like it. But yeah, I noticed. I'm like, I'm like, who is this chick? Catalyst. I was like, bet. So what does she do? Basically, I'm looking at it. I'm just like, it. It looks like someone took the concept of like, if they could weaponize Venom's nut, that's what she does. Like, I, I went to Firing Rage, and I tried to oh use her um, ultimate ability, which is like a giant wall. First of all, it's all kinds of fucked up, right? Because I throw it in a straight line ahead of me, right? And the thing is, if I'm throwing, if I'm growing a giant nut wall in front of me that's going to protect me from my ops, I don't think I want to be, like, you know, to the side of them. I, I kind of want to be, like, if they're fa- like facing them, and, you know, spread it across, you know? I don't feel like, I, to, I don't want to have to reposition myself to have to, like, run horizontal to them, and then do it, and then try to run back around the fucking wall to hide from them. The okay, whole so you're saying is, is when you throw up the wall, it's literally, um... In a straight line in front of you. Yeah, instead of, you know, like, instead of being, like, perpendicular to you. Yeah, it, 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 it goes, yeah, straight ahead, yeah, it's not perpendicular, yeah, there we go. But yeah, yeah, th- that shit annoyed me. I was like, "That's that's dumb." Like, I-, I feel like it's a good idea, but it's just it's just that one part right there. I was like, "Damn, you know what, Apex? You almost had me. You almost had me back for a moment." Damn, that's crazy. Y'all really fumbled mm-hmm. this one. I'm mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yes, tried. Uh, Valkyrie Slopey just nonstop, just does everything for everyone. Well, I think oh, I'm not girl. sure. Oh, I'm not sure. I didn't, I, I didn't play a match. I, I can't. I, I can't play Apex right now. Like, I haven't played it since I don't know. Last time me and you played together, which is a fucking while ago. Like, I, I, like I said, I just found out there was a new season. Like, I, I didn't. I only found out because it was updating. All I did was look at the new legend, and then I quit it again. So, what are you I'm playing like, right now? So, obviously Overwatch, because you know it was free. Um, doesn't like you're playing Siege. Um, what else are you playing? Well, I'm about to get back into Siege because I forgot I have the battle pass for it, and I have like Dang, the yearly one, so I'm gonna get all of them anyone. I'm just like, fuck. Okay, I need to. I'm I'm not gonna waste my money like this. So right now, done. I'm still currently grinding out Sekiro to get to 99 power. I I'm playing Overwatch, mm-hmm. and I I just started playing Modern Warfare 2, which is Why actually is it called a lot. Modern Warfare 2. Is it just like a remake or no? Uh, no, 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 no. It's it's a, a apparently at least like. It'll go by the campaign-wise, where, like, apparently it's, like, a continuation of, like, the last Modern Warfare's games campaign, or something like that. I don't know, some, some, some shit like that. But, anyway, the game's a lot, personally, a lot better. So, they took out slide cans, they took out all that crazy shit that PC players will do that console players can't compete with, and then PC players will just complain and be like, well, you guys have aim assist. Shut the fuck up, motherfucker. <laughs> say that shit to me. Don't you ever in your life say that shit to me again, bro. I will st- Bruh. <sighs> Alright, legal reasons. I can't, I have to stop saying. But, <clears throat> Anyway, yes, it's a great game. I actually like it because you can one, you can finally they finally allow console players to increase their uh, field of vision, so now I can actually see everything and I don't feel like I'm moving slow as balls compared to everyone else. 
Because, you know, for me, for some reason, it's always like, if I feel like I'm moving slow, I will play a lot slower. It's I don't know what it is. It's like a mental block. Like, if I feel like I'm moving slow, I'll play slow. It's like playing Gibby. It's like you're not moving slower, but, like, you feel like you're yeah. moving slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just like if I play Gibby, yeah. I'm not moving slower. I feel like I'm moving slower because his hands are just kind of like, it's like he's taking, like, Bro, also his hitbox is huge swing. as fuck. So even if your arm around the corner and you're just like, the people still shooting at you, like, bro, the after image of you is still there. I'm like, I'm around the fucking corner. The door is closed. I'm like, down the behind closed. the door. We're shooting your essence. I was like, yo, what? <laughs> like, God damn, I hate this game. Bullshit, bro. <laughs> I have a literal sh but think But when I fight a Gibby, that motherfucker Double shield out. Arm shield up. Man that motherfucker's been mortal. I'm like, bro. I still think it's bullshit that you destroying his arm shield doesn't count toward damage towards him. I feel like, like it definitely should. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like it should count for damage for me. Because I could do a lot. Because I remember, like, there's one match where it's like, in the end, I think I only had, like, 300 damage. But meanwhile, I spent majority of the match in a sniper fight with a fucking Gibby. And I broke his arm shield, like, 47 times. So, I'm personally, like, yeah, the I But none of that damage work? counted. The way I think it should work is, you know how in Siege, where they turned armor into actual health? I think they need to do something like that, where they hit his armor accounts towards his actual shields, like like. Well, that makes more sense because right now so giving way, him fifteen percent, you know, damage reduction on long with the fact that he has all this shielded equipment, it, it's kind of fucked. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, I think Gibby is bigger than um, Caustic in the sense, right? Probably. Mm. No, they have about the same hitbox, honestly. Oh, he looks bigger than him. I'm not gonna lie. Well, it's <laughs> just because it's, it's Gibby. Also, depends on the skin you're using on Gibby. But yeah. Mm. Like, Gibby has skins where he's just, you know, tiny. Mm. Disgusting looking. Just, just Gibby. All the I time. I hate Gibby so much. And then, like, his weird freaking dance thing he'll do, where it's like. He, he Did you get the heirloom out. for Loba? Weren't you, like, so, like, excited for that? <clears throat> I was, but now I have it. And the honeymoon phase was over after two matches because I got, you know, fucked by some Valkyrie who flew up to us. wasn't even a roof because the thing I, I don't like about Valkyries is the fact that they can fly up to places that literally, unless you're a Valkyrie or a Pathfinder, and like, I, I mean, I, and by Pathfinder, I mean like a spot-on Pathfinder. Like, you can't get up there. Like, like it's, it's not possible to climb up there as a regular person unless you're a Valkyrie. And, and they'll just abuse that shit because, hey, you know, I'm terrible at this game, but I could fly up here. Watch this, guys. Yeah, no, that happened to me, and I was just like, yeah, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm out. I can't. Like, at least Siege cares about... Like, the, the community may be toxic as fuck in Siege. It's probably just as toxic in Apex, but, you know, we just don't talk to each other, plus you can't team kill. That's true. But, I mean... I, I per at least the siege devs care about balance in their game. They they care about hey, there should be no operator that's so OP that they can do everything by themselves. Finca. That, that, that should Finca's be becoming thing. that person. Finca is becoming that person. Well, Finca's they just did becoming... every. Well, they did everything we wanted her to be. Like, remember when? Well, she Finca's first... just become what she wanted to be. I mean, she's not. not it's not like she heals people for a insane amount of health. I know, not like she's I know, healing I'm sixty sure, health. She's doing like thirty health at a time. But like, we we, we wanted her to be this person. Recharge. We wanted her to be there. Like, it makes no sense that she can't pick herself back up. We got that. Yeah. We were yeah. just like, which that's good. That makes sense. Cause seriously, if Doc can pick himself back up, and plus now with Rook armor, the Rook's buff. So like with Rook armor now, uh, whenever you're downed, <clears throat> you can um, withstand because you can pull the bullets out of the vest and get back up. 
Like, if there's defenders that can do that, why can't there be, you know, not a single attacker whose job is to heal that's able to do that, you know? I mean, that makes sense. I don't know. In Siege, at least the the operators are balanced, you know? It, it might not always be a perfect game, but no game ever is always perfect. See, Apex is definitely not perfect. They just don't care because Valkyrie's their, their cash cow. Bro, she is so problematic. Because everyone loves Valkyrie because, you know, she simplifies the game so much. That, you know, they don't have to fix anything, you know, they, they, they make a lot of money because they do all these events instead of, you know, actually fixing the game. They'll be like, ah, we'll raise this gun's damage by one. Patch notes. There we go. Good job, team. This is why we get paid the big bucks. <laughs> Take a gun everyone likes and put it into the replicator. I was like, God damn it. Why is the flatline of the replicator? They're like, hey, guys, you know, you know what people really want? What? Let's put the let's put the devotion and the P-22 in a replicator. So you can make them actually have to spend points to get it. Yeah, because, you know, people no, are really, you know, people, bro, bro, when the devotion was in the replicator, I swear to God, I forgot that gun existed. I didn't hear that gun not, uh, not a once. You know what? Not a one time. You know what kills me about the entire thing from um, Apex is when they brought back the Spitfire, which was a great gun. Always was a good gun. And they made it such a thing for like whatever season came out that it was like the only ammo you could find for that entire season was heavy and ammo. And the only gun. It was that either you running a Spitfire or you running a, um, what was it, a Hemlock? Yeah. Or a Wingman, because back then it also took, still took Heavy. Um, and yeah, so, well, you were reduced to having to use Heavy Ammo, because that's all yeah, the game provided. Yeah, because all everyone was carrying. That's all <clears> the <throat> game provided if you were searching for stuff. So if you wanted to run a Light Weapon or an Energy Weapon, it was impossible. The game pigeonholed you into playing a certain way, and, and that was for an entire season. And they're just like, all right, we're gonna take the Spitfire, turn to light weapon, just to balance it out, cause too much heavy ammo everywhere. I'm like, well, this was your fault. You did this on purpose. You literally made the season designed to be for only Spitfires. The literally the um, what was it? The reactive skin for that season that you could was get Spitfires? from the battle pass was a Spitfire, and it was just like we brought it back, we made it better than before, we kind of dumped it down, so it's not too OP. But then everyone's running double Spitfires, all yeah, versus heavy ammo. I'm just like. Yeah, what I'm saying is like I don't mind. It's like my thing is I didn't mind the Spitfire. The Spitfire is a Spitfire. It was always a good gun. It was always an OP but gun. It's, it made, but the thing it was is, easy. it shouldn't be. My, my problem was that it shouldn't be so readily available that everyone can have one. That's not how the the loot in the game should work. Everyone shouldn't be able to run a a certain gun. Everyone shouldn't be able to have it. That's not how it works. Unless they know they pull it off a body, that's fine. But the thing is, not it shouldn't be like I pull up to a squad, the entire squad. I'm, I'm fighting six Spitfires out of three people. That shouldn't happen. That that was ridiculous. It was. It was insane. And I'm just like, all right. Like the amount of times I would drop, I would find a Spitfire, then immediately find a purple mag next to it. I'm just like, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'll make it so you easy to run a Spitfire. Long, and then reinforce if you want to do anything long range, like because there weren't that many snipers at all. You'd have to run a 3030, which only is good with medium range, not even long range, despite being a heavy weapon. And you're like, all right, I'd rather G7 scout at this range anyway, because it's easier to like connect my shots. And like, when it was good, the gun was good, but when it was bad, oh my god, it was ass. Yeah, which is weird, because like 3030, right? I have a big relationship with it, because there's sometimes when I'll absolutely shred somebody with it. But there's other times, well, it's usually because they're a lot closer, they're within like, you know, assault rifle range. Mm -hmm. And that's, that, that's cool and all, but it's like, it's just that when it first came out, right, I was mm -hmm. really excited for it, right? I was like, holy shit, a heavy G7, because I love the G7. I'm like, gun. bet, a heavy G7. I'll love this. I don't care. If it shoots slower, that's fine, but it'll probably do more damage, right? Doesn't oh, wait, matter. the damage has to charge up? Oh, wait, mm -hmm. it, it has worse range than a fucking P2020? That's crazy. 
Yeah, but... 20 makes me sleep on that shit. That stuff is so good. Especially when you have no other gun. I mean, obviously, I don't want to... P23, R3, one or Flatline, I'm going to lose. But if it has, like, hammer points or some cool shit on it or whatever, might win. Gold, P2020. But just oh, yeah. having it I mean, at I've, all... I've had times I've taken a P2020 to endgame. Yes, because they're so... Like, they're so accurate. Like, when you take a shot, you know you're taking a good shot. It's like P2020 versus... um. Wingman, Wingman's obviously more powerful when you land your shots, but I feel like it's so much easier to land your P2020 shots. And just, like, successively. Like, you know when you're with a Wingman, and you're just, like, the recoil of it throws you off from your shot? And you can literally be, like, a, a, what's it called? A pixel off, and you're just, like, no dice. No dice. Whiff, whiff, waffle, waffle, just honor, just honor. And you're, like, P2020. Boom, boom, honor, 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 headshot, 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 down. Which is, is the difference between the two this guns. Is, and it's just bam, 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 thirsted. He's like, oh, yep, well, he's gone. Yeah, but, like, it's so rare to have, like, a P-22 with hammer points, depending on the season, how they would decide to fill up the game. I feel like they're so inconsistent. Imagine if they gave every gun everything they've had. Every gun, every gun gets anvil, not every gun, but, like, guns that can get anvil rounds get anvil rounds. Guns that can get, like, um, pop-ups get those hop-ups, and they're, they're not withholding everything. Everyone has everything available, and they've made a season where it's just, like, Boom. All the hop-ups are out. All the cards are on the table. You you Whichever build you, you build your loadout. The only person you could blame is yourself at the end. I mean, obviously you build they're your loadout. some shit behind like some paywalls well, yeah. or like you know like um what's it called? Or you like, know that some time loot we, rates or something. I say, yeah, or, or the time me and you were looking for a fucking vault, and I'm playing Loba. We are literally Lobaing the entire goddamn map, and they do not want to give us that. You vault. know it's in the spawn. It's not in the crate or anything. <laughs> they just would not give you a vault. And no like, one's I running know one. it's here. Like, nobody's running a vault. And I'm just like, guys. Guys, come on. Come on, guys. You're, you're being ridiculous. And they're just like, no. No, we won't give it to you. I'm like, give it to me, please. X, don't like, give it to you. What? The friggin' devs over here. It's like, oh, God. Sir. Sir, they're getting close to the vault. I was like, well, keep hiding it. I can't. They're using Loba. They're searching large areas. I can't delete them fast enough. We're just like, clothing. give us vaults. Hey, you know what's funny? We never found a vault that match. I think you did at the very end. The very last oh, yeah, circle. that's right. That's right. The very last circle, I did find a vault. A singular vault. We both didn't get vaults out of that. We had one vault to share among us. Like, like it's almost like we could... Like, like, if you could look at someone... I feel like what would be a really cool mechanic in like a Battle Royale game or something like that is to be able to look at someone. I remember it was a, it was a game back on PlayStation 2. I forgot what it was. You could look at your teammate, and you could call out to your teammate, and they'd be both hold X. You can literally just swap guns, like like you just throw each other's guns in the air and swap gu swap weapons like that. Bro, people on Apex are too selfish. There's no way they're gonna swap guns. You have to be in a full party where people would actually want to share with you. So basically, me, because every time I offer you my gun or sights, you're like, "No, nah, man, I don't want it. No, nah, bro, you need it." Oh, bro, take the three times motherfucking sight because it's. Why are you like that? Why are you like that? If I have something I'm trying to give because, you... Because I don't want to put you out on account of helping me just because you're offering. I'm like, he's offering, but he probably... Need, I mean, he found that site. You probably need that more than I do. This is bullshit. I, I, I've learned that in, in our gaming history that you are the... Uh, what's it called? The ace. My ass is here to be support. And so even if I have the better gun, I'm like, I'm just intel guy. I'm Armin and you're fucking... Well, I want to say Mikasa because if I say Aaron, you get mad as fuck. I'm but, not Aaron. I actually get shit done. <laughs> so um. Anyway, but yeah, so I am Armin and you're Mikasa. I'm just like, I have to like rough. 
I found this super OP sword. He's like, no, bro, if you can keep it, I'm fine. You with this broken ass sword barely killing Titans. I'm like, bro, take the fucking sword. I'm clearly not going to do as much damage with it as you can. Damn, can't. that's right. I need to get back on Attack on Titan, the, the video game, because I, I, I was balling on there. I have a bunch of stuff I need to get done. I have it. Again, I'm not playing games right now, but like, yeah, that and Code Vein. Um, what else? I was playing um, Red Dead 2. Oh, I'm trying to, to get back on that too because I, I restarted it. When are we talking about um Fallout? Not Fallout. Uh, what's it called? Something Six. Rainbow Six Siege Six. No, no, no. The Rainbow other game. Rainbow Six. Rainbow Siege Six. Okay, stop, stop. Your ADHD. Six. Dyslexia. S the Sixth Siege. No, it was like um, not Fallout. It's something, something Six. Halo? No, it'll come to me. It's something with the new guy, Guerrero Esposito. Let me look it up. Don't mind the clickly clacks of my keyboard guy, Carnal. He's such a good actor. He's the guy from, um, he's, um, what's his name? Mr. Fring from, um, Breaking Bad. Yeah, oh, good stuff. Um, yeah, Los Pollos yes. Locos. Los Pollos los Hermanos. Los Pollos yeah. Hermanos? Yeah. Yes, Los Pollos uh, Hermanos. Gus. Not Gus. Yeah, it was Gus, yeah. Gus Fring? Yes. Look like that Conor Esposito. And he plays in this game that we're we're talking about. Oh, Far Cry 6. There we go. Told you it's something something 6. And you're like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Rainbow Six. No. I'm like, Rainbow Six Siege 6. I'm like, that's that's not correct. Hold on. No. Let me try again. Then my brain just, just, just stopped. Uh, like, it's, it's only one game. There can only be one game. Like, no, it's, it's. There are no Far other Cry sixes. Six. Far Cry 6. I think I started playing it and it was kind of interesting being a revolutionary, but I'm just like, all right, well. I like okay. it. I mean, I guess also I played Far Cry 5 and that was the first Far Cry I ever played. And I really like that. I thought that was. But it's really basically cool. Just Cause Four or Just Cause Three, but now it's a Far Cry. Well, no, no, it's a lot different than Just Cause. Just Cause is just mindless destruction. Well, that's kind of what Far Cry is. Sometimes. Not really. It's, mm. it's kind no, of like you rolled around in a tank. In a tank. Just destroying. Yeah, that was shit. honestly a bad idea. I mean, you Only were rolling you around in a tank destroying shit. I was out here getting murdered. I'm just like, for the love of God, go faster. I'm it's trying. A tank. It only goes so I'm fast. like, bruh, I'm sitting up top of the fucking gun. Because for some reason, I can't just say fuck the gun and get inside the goddamn tank. <laughs> I'm just like, alright, cool. I guess I'm just going to get this helicopter and shit. I'm fighting for my fucking life with this little minigun. I'm like, God, help me. God's like, I'll see you soon, my child. He's like, no, no. He was like, Amaiwa, Mu, Shinderu. You're already dead. Like, like if if Gus was like an incarnation of a person, he's the incarnation of fucking Truck Coon. Like, mm. like, like he is Truck Coon. Like he doesn't miss. You mean the actor or the uh, Gus Frank, the actual Gus. character? Well, well, the, the actor? actor, the the actor and the people he he plays. Which like, yeah. he's the type of actor where it's like everyone he plays is generally kind of like the same person, but it's not boring because it's so. I love watching him. I just love. I just I love do feel acting. Like, no. Given that I was just watching, um, not only Breaking Bad, but I've also been watching Better Call Saul, and I'm kind of in, in in it right now. And I think the person he plays as Gus is really different than the person he plays in Far Cry Six. Far Cry Six, he's more unhinged and clearly unhinged, and like just power hungry and just willing to do whatever he takes. Well, and, and I mean, he doesn't turn into the Far Cry Six guy until you know break the Breaking Bad part. The Breaking Bad part is when you see the power hungry, unhinged version of him. Where it's like he's not. Like, 
he's never like you know uh, blatantly unhinged where everyone's just like it's kind of like he gives off that aura like like a mr sato vibe where it's like it's, it's like the mr sato vibe where it's like but mr sato like he's blatantly unhinged it's like the vibe of mr sato but he kind of keeps it in to the point where like people are afraid of him on account that they don't know when he's about to snap they feel like he's because because thing is like the way his characters work it's like they've it's like it's like they already snapped they, they've already snapped a while ago the snap has already happened now you're just waiting to see what happens next yes the way so if you don't for those of you don't know mr sato is from ajin which was netflix anime really good stuff but the way i described it is like mr sato is kind of crazy you want to watch him at distance because you don't want to get sucked up in it but it's really fun to watch him like do his dumb shit yeah, because if you get sucked up in it, your your life is surely gonna end, and you won't be able to enjoy it. But he is, I get what you're saying. But I do feel like, um, I guess with the way I see him, from what I've seen so far, he's more like a reserved kind of crazy. Like he's kind of like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whereas like yeah. he's he's full on unhinged, but he's reserved. He keeps it very, very hidden. Where like the only people that know he's unhinged are the people that are probably about to die in the next couple minutes. Yeah, super professional though. He's a really great actor. You know, he's like super old. I was like, where have you been all my life, him? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, hustling. I'm like, I'm like, hustling. Bro, where have you been? Money. I do feel like, you know, watching people like him, like, just like seeing, like, because whenever I see him, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be awesome. Because he's 64 right now. And I he's just know that. 64? He is 64. And if you think about, like, how he's been super popular in the last 10 years, that means, like, he, when he was 54, he was balling. Right? Because that's what he's known for. Like, his, like, aims, like, you know. And so if you think about how long that took, he's obviously been acting for longer, but for you to become like that, you know, persona, that person who has that, like that style, because he was in almost like the boys, he was literally in the boys as well, like the, uh, I think, have you seen it? Season two through three? I haven't seen it. I've only seen season one of the boys. So in season two, he comes out, he's one of the, um, I guess not the CEOs, but like, other, I don't understand business, my mind can't process, but he was kind of like one of the few people who ran it like he obviously responded to a board he's part of the board but he was technically acting ceo so cfo of the um the corporation vault until he literally he's literally facing off with homelander who is basically superman but like unhinged and he has the power to kill him and he has the power to destroy him this man his character in the boys is so just like composed so controlled he's like you don't have the balls to kill me. And if you did, you know you'd lose anyways. That's why you're not going to do it because you fucking need me. And he doesn't say it that way because obviously he has a lot more poise and, like, you know, well, yeah. bravado. He but says it in a very intelligent way, most likely. Intelligent, but also, like, in a way that demeans you because he's so intelligent. He knows he's better than you. And if you did kill him, he knows that you would immediately fail. That's why you won't kill him. He knows he's he knows his worth so much, his value so much, that he doesn't, he, he's not even, like, disillusioned about, like, what's going to happen next. He knows exactly how it's going to go down. And I think that's so powerful. Like every character he plays has this weird silent power where even though he may not be physically powerful or have the guns in the room, he's the smartest man in the room generally. And that's why he never loses. Yeah. And his he resource did... management is unmatched where it's like, yes, everything he yeah. does is just unmatched because he's so confident in himself. Where it's, it's kind of like, let's say that there's a king that has all his resources, but if that king is an idiot, those resources mean nothing. Dude, he was also in the Mandalorian. He played practically the same person, not yes. necessarily. You saw well, him in the Mandalorian. Well, well, like I said, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw him in the Mandalorian. We pulled up. I was like, "Yo, what?" Mm -hmm, That's actually what mm -hmm. got me to actually watch the Mandalorian. They're just like, because he dies, but like, I'm sorry, to ruin it for y'all. But like, if you haven't seen it already, it was like within the first season or something. Come on, y'all. Um, but yeah, see, badass, motherfucker, badass. I just, he's just so good. 
I'm just I'm just surprised that we're like we like it took us so long to find this specimen, this, this creature, this gem. actor, this gem of a person who can just you know display power in such a like a salient way, and just like where have you been? Why who's been sleeping on you? Like yeah, I, I kind of, yeah we have, but like I think it's very nice to know that like hey. I may not be good now, or maybe I could be good, you know, and I may not necessarily be balling down and hustling the way I should be, but like, I know that when my time comes, bro, am I going to blow up? Because this man literally just in the span of 10 years, um, I want to say 10 years, maybe a little more than that, 2022, like a little more than 10 years, he's gone, like he's become such a craze, like he's just, obviously he's not like, you know. He has become him. Yes, yes, I would say that. I, obviously he's not like another a-lister that like he's not a kim kardashian level everyone knows him now but like just just in the circles he moves and the way he just does his work and like who he like just so good just amazing Carlos esposito just beautiful like i i i love watching this dude that dude is just whenever he incredible. plays something he just does it so fucking well oh my god like it's just like like how do you do that he just like the man is officially goaded. Like, there's nothing he can't do. I just, yeah, I don't. I obviously I want to see him play inter more interesting roles because obviously he's playing that dark, brooding kind of like intelligent like role. Yeah, but he's so fucking good at it. Not saying he's not. I he, you know, if he hasn't won an Oscar, I'm saying there's something wrong. If he hasn't, well, he hasn't done any movies as far as I know. But well, no, Will Smith. Well, 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 he hasn't slapped a comedian, so he of course he hasn't won an Oscar. Okay, we're going back to Will Smith. All right, but I'm just saying, if he hasn't won an Emmy yet, there's something wrong with the way we give out awards. <laughs> Well, yeah, there is something wrong. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I still find it funny that he slapped this dude to protect his wife's honor that she divorces him because he slapped the dude. Did she divorce him? I'm not. I'm not getting this. She in did. Ever... She did. Did happen. I'm not. I'm not hopping into this. I don't want to. Hop... <laughs> <laughs> hop I'm like, like, like that's some shit. I'm not hopping Hi, into bro. this. Like, she is. Uh... I'm like, bro, that's some bullshit. <laughs> I was, I was so mad for him. I was like, I'm not even mad for him. Like, on one hand, I'm laughing at him because, like, I feel like he deserves this. But on the other hand, I'm just like, damn, bro, that's tough. Yes, it is tough. I generally feel like, um, I think when we were talking about this before, obviously off, um, recording, I think that, like, if you're in a relationship that isn't necessarily working for you, and like I, we were, I literally was just saying before we started recording, how sometimes it's very like you want to hold on to something because you you built up this story in your head that like it's going to be good for you if you just keep trying, get good at it. Like if you keep if you stick with it, eventually it'll become good. And sometimes that isn't true at all. You're holding on to something that's very bad for you, and you're just it, you're not going to get better at it. It's not going to be better. It's something that you have to let go and move on from. And sometimes it's really hard to understand, like, is this the thing that, like, if I stick with it, I'll become good, like learning a guitar or learning a new skill? Or is this the thing where, if, like, if I stick with it, it won't ever become good for me? Like, becoming a heroin addict, you know? Becoming a heroin addict. Um, I think it's just, like, recognizing what is good for you and what can be good for you and what is bad for you and what will be truly bad for you. And yeah. sometimes it's hard to know which one's which. Which, like, in those relationships right there, it's, it's most, most time in those relationships is where it's, like... It's not necessarily that they love the person, they love the idea of the person. It's more like a sense of infatuation rather than love because they love the idea of what it could be or or what they've made up in their head that it's going to be. Or what not it was at one point in time. Yeah, like, yeah, you know? but not necessarily what it actually is right now. And that's not necessarily, you know, to say 
you shouldn't, you know, believe in a relationship. It's not saying you shouldn't try, but it's like know when, know the difference between knowing a relationship needs effort and time versus you believing in something that's not there. I think I, I personally like a, feel that because I recently, um, I haven't told you this, so this is the first time you hear this. I recently rehomed my cat, and so I did it what? because yes, I I don't know you don't know so. I recently rehomed my cat only because I talked to a licensed clinical social worker, someone whose job it is to know, like, you know, understand and give you healthy advice, make you a better person. And her advice was, given that I wasn't necessarily being the best person for my cat and our relationship wasn't necessarily in the best place, she suggested I send her somewhere for a little time until I get, like, back on my meds and help with my anxiety and kind of calm down. And knowing that I had no one really to give her to, even for a short amount of time, I, and I really felt like my relationship has been with her has been very, hasn't really been good. You know, I try to be, you know, yeah. I just know sense. that like, if you're not, if your relationship isn't being good and you're, it hasn't been good for a while and historic, you don't have necessarily have a pathway or a road to get better with it. Sometimes it's better just to let it go. So I, I did the adult thing I think, um, and rehomed her, and I think the person that became her new owner is super cool um her, i don't know if I say her name but the point is the person is like a vet tech and i think that's really cool because that means that like this person's already in like kind of working with animals and stuff and is like a licensed professional and so obviously they're in the best position to get the best care to like my cat or was my cat and so it was really hard to like really get to a point where you can be like all right i haven't been doing well in a long time and i think this isn't going to be good for either of us and being able to just step away from it and kind of out of love and um kind of growth give that and give that let go let it go sometimes you just need to let it go move on in a healthy fashion not like just like i think that's right. why I was, that's why i feel like whether it's will smith or whoever sometimes knowing that like this thing isn't good for you or whatever you're going through isn't good for you and being able to recognize it and move away from it and move towards better things is hard but it's worth it because eventually you'll start to grow and become better it is where it's like, I mean, just just like I said, like 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 you were able to tell the difference between like, is it a lost cause? No, it's not. That's that's not a lost cause, but it something has to change. Something has to get better, and clearly, what's what's happening right now isn't working, and that's what that's what I was trying to say when I said like, you know, the difference between you know, loving someone and then being in love with the idea of someone. Like like know when something's not working. Yeah. Like, like that, that doesn't mean it's a lost cause. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. It doesn't mean, like, quickly give up on a relationship. But just know when you've tried everything and it's just not happening anymore. True. Tough. Tough shit. Heavy. Makes me want to cry sometimes, you know. I'm not going to cry. I mean, I would have, but, you know, I moved on. I'm drinking. I don't worry. My emotions are being handled with liquor. Ugh. Oh, that's the best medicine right there, brother. Um, yes. Because if it was in my for... opinion. It definitely helps. I think, obviously, drink in moderation. Whatever oh, yes, that means absolutely. to you. Drink in moderation. Don't Are you just drink saying until that? you can't see every night. Mm. I mean, drink enough. Like, if you fall asleep, sometimes, you know, I drink to fall asleep because my brain be racing at a thousand miles per hour. But, That's true. You know, yeah. Moderation. You know? Yeah, moderation. Do that because that sounds correct. You know, if you if you slap the bag, you know you know what I'm talking about. When you slap the bag, right? Yes. Really? I have a general idea. 
What what flapped in the bag then? The the fucking wine bag thing. Oh right, yeah, you know. So yeah, if you're slapped in the bag and you're just getting like shit faced because you can, you're just like, oh, you're dealing with people. Ah, mm. You know, maybe slow down. I for me, I don't like drinking to the point where I have to vomit because I think that's just stupid. Because I'm done with that shit. Also, it depends on what you drink too. Like I don't drink what makes me vomit anymore. Like vodka always made me vomit. I can't drink vodka no, I anymore. It's I just don't. I just don't drink vodka. I replace vodka very quickly with tequila. I don't know. I don't really drink a lot of tequila. I think, um, have I ever vomited? I had too many martinis. Vomited on that. I was mixing it with beer too, so mm, oh, that's not the smartest thing. That does I had beer bad. first, and then I had martinis. I was just Year before you know, liquor, never sicker. Liquor before beer, and you're in the. Oh my god. In the clear. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Did you finally say it correctly? I did. You, you, it's not like you're saying a curse. You're like, oh, this is the, the foolproof way to stay healthy all the time. You're like, I'm a professional alcoholic. You're like, I feel like you're about to give a Skillshare on like how to drink liquor properly. I'm like, oh, y'all been doing it wrong. All right, this is how you drink. Everyone, watch you make millions off the Skillshare. Write a book about how to drink alcohol properly and not get wasted. It's like, this is how you drink alcohol and you don't get drunk. You drink more alcohol, so you can't tell that you're drunk. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk, y'all. But yeah, I think for me, the drunkest I've ever been, which I've told you, is that time where I was um, on vacation for, I think, Christmas back in 2019. Um, holiday break for, you know, believers. Um, and I think, yeah, I was visiting. It was in North Carolina. I was hanging out with some friends. And then I got, literally two hours before we went out, I ended up downing this big-ass bottle of um, Pinot Grigio. Not the normal bottle. The big, you know, barefoot one, emptied the entire bottle by myself. And my mom was like, You should probably stop drinking. I was like, Fuck you, mom. We'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> and, it, and it's because she told me to stop. I was going to stop, but she was like, You probably should stop. You sound like you're slurring your speech. I was like, Fuck you, mom. We'll drink all of it. You should probably stop. Fuck you. Don't tell me what to do. I was like, no, and then, uh, If she didn't tell me what to do, do I don't want to blame her. But if she didn't tell me what to do, I would have stopped. But it's because she told me to stop. I was just like, I don't want to stop now. She thinks I'm a pussy. I was like, so I ended up doing it. Everyone was just like, damn, he really drank all of that. I was like, yeah, I can drink it. I'm like a bitch. And then me, when we finally get to where we're going, vomiting everywhere. I was like, I really should have drunk this entire bottle by myself. What kills me is I'm with four other people. No one wants to drink with me. I'm drinking this bottle by myself. I was like, y'all, y'all probably all Paul. Like if your group doesn't want to drink with you, whatever you, like, you bought, they're part of the problem. If they're not sharing they their liquor with you, they're also yeah. part of the problem. If they're not drinking with me, then they're drinking against me. Yes, and so I, I now look back on that. I was like, I was drinking with the wrong people. And I know that now. If they're not willing to share the liquor what you have with you, they're not your friends. They're really not. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll share liquor with all of our friends, except vodka. That, that's just, like, a religious belief thing for me. Like, I, I will religiously not drink vodka. I'm happy for you. It's like me not eating a Chick-fil-A, which everyone now hearing that was like, you won't eat a Chick-fil-A? Blasphemy. That is blasphemy. Okay, um, you know why. I just, got it. It's the one thing I don't eat that I've consistently not eaten. You heard of vegans and vegetarians? I'm out here, just no Chick-fil-A. That's my, my go-to. I told you about the vegan chick that tried to give me shit at Walmart, right? No. Well, I was out there, I was about to go grab like a New York, well, I did grab the New York strip steak. I was grabbing a New, York, a New York strip steak and a lady was just sitting, I know this lady was staring at me this whole time, but it was, I found it really weird. And I was like, the hell do you want? Can I help you? And then eventually she says something. She's like, 
so you're really gonna eat that steak you're, you're really gonna buy that steak and i was like what yeah she's like you know an animal had to die to, to, for you to have that steak and shit right and she's like i was like i'm aware and she's like so you just don't care about animals i'm like lady i'm pretty sure the cow is still dead like i don't i don't know what the fuck you want me to like unless oh, you know some shit that no. i know <laughs> i mean that motherfucker is still dead like i don't think me buying this steak is gonna save him it's still dead like, I'm, I'm just saying, bro. I'm like, I'm really certain he is still clapped. Like, I don't, I don't think there's gonna be a difference. Um, sir, you're going to hell. I want you to know all the arguments you could have had. I was like, bitch, mind your own business or some other shit. Get out of your carriage. You're like, bitch, the, it's still dead. It is still fucking dead. And, and we'll I, nothing if I eat it. And then I asked, I'm like, unless you know some some necromancy shit about not buying this beef that I don't know. Uh, he's still clapped. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want me to do, lady. FYI, if you're going to try necromancy, I'm just going to say, if the, if the body has been separated already, half of it's a lost cause. Don't even do it. Yeah, honestly, it's like necromancy, right? You could bring someone back to life. But if you bring back, like, someone, if you bring someone back to life and their body's in half, right? Do, do you really mm -hmm. want to bring them back to life? They're just about to die again, you know? I'm just saying, back. if I find a, a nigga with a big-ass dick, and I can just, like, take his pelvis and bring that part back to life, I'd be happy. The nigga doesn't have to say shit, just as, like, my go-to pelvis. Keep it in my sex box. Wouldn't it just, like, I mean, but still, wouldn't the bottom half of the pelvis also just bleed out? Because it's just the pelvis? You know wouldn't, what? wouldn't you have to, like, perform you, necromancy for, like, every, I don't know, ten seconds you want with it? <laughs> Why you gotta be out here ruining the dream? Like, you gotta use necromancy, you gotta use blood bendings. I mean, not like he has any blood pressure, you feel me? So, I mean. Bro, so I'm sorry, I said Sakura. Katara, out here with, like, Aang probably didn't even wanna have sex. She's like, oh, that bitch is up tonight. Bro, Katara, I'm not, okay, hear me out, alright? So, she's a waterbender, right? Mm hmm. And she's also a bloodbender, right? Well, she doesn't do it, supposedly. I, she I can, though. <laughs> Let's say someone was able to talk her into it, right? You can't tell me that she ain't out here with the gushiest, gooeyest mac and cheese out here, bruh. At oh will. At will, blood petting, bruh. At will. And then you're like, oh, oh shit, I think I'm you done. She's she like, no, you're not. Round she two. She blood bend that shit away. I mean, not anymore. She doesn't have one. She's like, oh, you know what? I'm tired of this. Every She's like, yeah, fuck all that. She's like, blood bending. <laughs> Bitch, be gone. She just excretes that shit. Just, yeah. And Egg is just watching, like, ugh. What the you fuck? You know what kills me yeah. is that Aang being an avatar, he never learned bloodbending. He's just like, that's just, just too crazy. But he was like, fuck all that. I mean, Katara, she, all she had was waterbending. I mean, Aang could fall back on all the other elements. So he's just like, yeah, fuck all I'm that. I'm just saying, like if he learned, actually, um, who was it? There's someone Bro. later on in like the, um... Do you know how do you know how OP I would be if I had bloodbending, bro? I'll be a menace, like like bro, like bro. You seem guys, like a firebender. I don't think you're a bloodbender. I feel like I would be a bloodbender. Like I wouldn't be a waterbender, but strictly bloodbending. That blood makes bender, no fucking bending. sense. That makes like, I, I'm like, looking at you. Like I would like, I would be the guy that could like bloodbend, but I have no. And, then, and they're like, oh, so you're a waterbender? Be over here. What the fuck is waterbending? Like I have no concept of of what the fuck waterbending even is. All I do is bend blood. What kills me is that bloodbending, you can only do it during the full moon, but certain people got so good at it, they could do whenever they wanted. Yeah, didn't Katara do it to that bitch? Uh, whatever, Zuko's sister? Whatever the fuck her name was? Minozula? There we go. God, I loved her. Because she was unhinged, or because she, she just looked like, you know, Because she was baddie. unhinged. Okay. I love, I love unstable women. Mmm.
Mm. It's, that's, that, that probably explains my, my woes. I, that's exactly what I was... I wanted to say it, but I was like, I'm going to keep... I'm going to shut up. I ain't going to say shit. Like, that would absolutely explain my problems, where it's like, I, 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 I have a fetish for unhinged women. Yes, it's okay. It's okay. You like them broken. Ass. I do. Oh, I like the broken. Word. I like the broken. I like them wear glasses. It takes them longer to see that I'm not shit. <laughs> it's okay. It, it, it's better for everybody that way. It's quick enough for me to hit and quit it and disappear. Yep, I can drop the goo and you know hit the road, bro. What is it? Drop the load, hit the road. Yes, I think that's the spray by goo and hop on a canoe. Mm. I don't know about that. But yeah, I generally do feel like um, if you were Need for Speed. Okay, I'm done. I generally do feel like if you were in the uh, the world of Avatar, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, I think you would probably be a firebender. Oh uh, yeah, I, I would most likely be. I feel like I would most likely be a firebender or an earthbender. I cannot. You're an earthbender. Air or water. I, I, I could see you as an earthbender. Not gonna lie, it's just so just annoying. He'd run up to someone, and was like, "Oh yeah, get the fuck out of here, earthbender, like, the fuck out of them, to full Toph. Like, bro, Toph, Toph was my honestly my favorite character in Avatar. Like, like character wise, I loved her. Like, bro, like this little blind girl, right? Imagine being a firebender, right? Mm -hmm. You're just chilling on your ship, right? The ship's on lockdown, the door's locked, all that shit. You know, your metal ship, right? And this little blind girl busts through the door, puts on the door like an Iron Man suit, and shatters your entire concept of what the fuck Earthbending even is anymore. Like, she, she literally, she's literally wearing your, your door that was your fucking four-foot-thick door like an Iron Man suit starts beating the shit out of you, shattering your concept of reality. Because now you can no longer identify what Earthbending even is anymore. Are you talking about the time when she was in the back of the cart when she first did it? Or are you talking about the time when she was on the um the airship well, and she did she it? Was, no, no, no. She was on the ship. And she fucking... One. She's running and she rolls through the door and stands up covered in metal. Like, but, like if you... If it, he's like, I don't know if people remember that scene, but I remember it vividly. Where it's like, the firebenders, they literally sat there and just stared at her for a moment. Like, they were like, just flabbergasted. They were confused. You know what kills me? I was Is confused that... too. But if you think about the scene, right, she's doing that in the air where she normally has, like, no power. Yeah, but the thing is, for her, as long as her feet are touching something solid, she could read the air around saying, her. I'm not, I'm not saying she wasn't capable. I'm just saying that, like, she would never, one, like, by herself, unless she, like, met that group of people, she wouldn't, like, she probably would have discovered, like, a metal bunny. I believe that she's good enough. She would have discovered it eventually. But I, I think she already knew of it. It's not like she discovered it. She kind of just did it. Either that or she just winged it, ran face first into the door, and just well, the first saw time what the it, fuck happened. She was like, um, they arrested her, well, arrested her, they tried to kidnap her, and they put her in like a metal cage, and that was the first time she ever metal bended. She just like used her seismic sense to see the, the small little bits of earth inside the metal, and then she was like, well, that's still fucking earth, so I'm gonna bend the fuck out of that shit. And, you know, and then she was like, oh, I can metal bend now. Yeah, I'm badass. Discovered some new bending. I'm like, of course she would. Of course. She's like, yeah, that's like, a mineral. I was like, what? <laughs> See, she learned it on her own. Katara had to learn that shit from like from other people. Yes. I mean, like, Aang had to learn shit from other people too, but I mean, he's also the avatar. He has to learn like literal other elements, so that makes sense. No, I'm just saying she created one like this on yeah, her she own. She created in distress. Yeah. yeah created. So like, like, like all the people that Katara met. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. The people that created different shit. 
and and Katara learned it. Yeah, Toph is the creator. Toph is the one who creates this shit. Yeah, it's Kama just like, literally bloodbending rats and like on a fucking boat just so she could break out one day. Oh, that's also a badass story. But then her forcibly teaching it to Katara, so she's like, at least I will remember the ways of bloodbending. And then literally, decades later, later, like, an entire like family knows how to bloodbend. And it's just like their go-to. It's like bloodbending is good all the time. I wonder how that went down between Aang and Katara. Like, like, which one? Did, which one do you think made the first move? Like, do you think it was like a Goku Chi Chi thing, or, or if Aang finally grew some Goku balls? Goku doesn't know what like... sex is. He just, he just, he just wakes up one day. Bro, Goku was raped, bro. Goku was raped. All right, Chi Chi is 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 abusing this man. Like, I, I can't picture Goku understanding the concept of hey, let's get nasty. No, bro. I, I, I just imagine Chi Chi like luring him into the bedroom with like a bowl of rice or some shit, and then just turning off the lights, throwing like a bag over his head, fucking holding his like like regrowing his tail, then holding it still so he's paralyzed and just doing her business. Okay, you clearly, you know, want to write some fan fiction about Goku having sex and not let you do that. I don't no, I don't no, want to no. picture that. I don't feel like it would I don't feel like it would end well for anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially not Chi Chi. Like I imagine him going like Kyle Ken. I mean, oh, I don't know. Real question: Who do you think? Do you think Sakura started, or do you think Sasuke did it? Oh, Sakura definitely started. You think? You think he like did anything, or do you think he just laid there? I feel like it was like pity. <laughs> he uses season out. He's like he didn't actually have to do it. He he actually asked Naruto to make a clone for him. And he just used like a, a a fucking decoy. I bet you. I bet you. Yeah, that's, he learned Shadow Clone Jutsu, which is a very deadly dosu apparently. And he just, just for this one moment, he's like, all right, check Club YouTube. All right, he's fucking braids out of her. Great, I'm gonna go take a smoke or something. Well, like, my concept of why the um, Shadow Club Jutsu was, like, illegal was okay, so picture this, right? You know how Naruto could do the sexy, sexy Jutsu, right? Hear me mm-hmm. out. Let me finish. He could create multiple clones and they could be physically touched, right? Mm hmm, mm hmm. They kind of just do whatever the fuck he says, even if they don't want to, right? What would be stopping Naruto from uh, holding these clones hostage, beating the cheeks, and then walking away like shit was sweet? Like, who's really gonna stop this man? Because he's fucking himself. Yes, I mean, what's what's he doing wrong? Like, 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 what would you charge this man with if you were gonna arrest him for it? Bro, I'm really this. Yeah, it's obviously Kakashi's the, the sensei who knows a thousand jutsu, right? So he goes, um, yeah. Why does he never use a sexy jutsu? He did once. Sexy Jutsu or, or Shadow Clone Jutsu? Both. I'm like, bro, pull that shit out more often. Because Fibo Kakashi is kind of hot. Not even going to cap with you. I mean, Kakashi himself is kind of hot, but, you know. You know, <clears throat> you know, you probably shouldn't be fucking with me kind of way. I'm going to look this up now. I have to see it. Like, I've seen enough Naruto to know what happens, but I haven't seen every single fucking episode. Or maybe I have, and I just can't remember everything. There's so much I've seen all of it. There's so much. There's so much. I have seen every ounce of the Shippuden. Bro. Even the episodes when Naruto's clones were like... Like, every, like Naruto's clones were like Mr. Like Mr. Beasties. Where it's like, they're not used to being alive for a certain period of time, and it's like one episode... Naruto had like his clones alive for like five days in a row. They were just like, "Bro, kill us! We're not supposed to be around this long, bro. We're supposed to be around for like, like it's like, bro, we're supposed to be around for like twenty minutes tops. Like this is fucked. Like, because they run out of energy. Unlike Naruto, who could like replenish chakra and shit. The shadow clones they have a limited amount. They have what Naruto gave them at their birth. 
So they're just sitting here like, bro, we're fucking tired, dude. Let us I mean, go. On the flip side, he could literally split half of his chakra and give it to one like clone and be like, that clone's gonna live forever. He could. He could. I remember like during the, the ninja war, and plus considering Naruto has a lot of chakra, half of his chakra is a substantial amount. Like, considering Naruto has like a unparalleled amount of chakra, like Naruto could give a clone twenty percent of his chakra, and that motherfucker probably has more chakra than the next than the next average Joe or Josephine. Then the next Hokage. Next Hokage pulls up thinking he has a, a, a shitload of like chakra. I was like, no. I want you to know. The most chakra influence Hokage probably is Naruto. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Naruto. Like, sure. Honestly, I'm like, there are a lot of. I mean, his dad. Well, yeah, but well, that, well, that's also the thing about the Uzumakis, which is why um his mom was supposed to be the Nine Tails Jinjuriki because the Uzumakis are known to have extremely large reserves of chakra. He's just like, yes, I'm bald. Y'all can't mm, get them deep pockets of chakra, but you want some chakra? Here you go. Like, bro, it's like, bro. So, also, I have a question, right? So, who do you think initiated with Hinata and Naruto? Hinata. See, I thought the same thing. So I'm like, on one hand, I'm like, Hinata's kind of shy, but she's been waiting for this for a long fucking time. Long like, I don't think, I don't think she's here to, I don't think she's here to start bullshit, bro. I think bro. she's, she's, she's that way in front of everyone because she has to be that the reserved kind of princessy type because you well, know she's part I of. I mean, she is, she is an clan. actual princess of her clan, exactly. But I feel like the doors closed, bro. She becomes as deaf, full on as deaf. She's like, give me the meat. Oh, she's holding if you guys don't know who Azef is, you gotta watch. I, I mean, I mean, her daughter got her got the temper from somebody. Oh, I feel like if you want to say it's an Archer, an Archer had the temper when he's young, but like I mean, he had the temper when he was young, but it wasn't like a violent temper. Like he was just he was very much um, it was it was like a I'm gonna yell type of temper. His daughter is like physically violent temper. Like she like I forgot what it was. The little like it's, it's like the brother Naruto's son did something. And the daughter got so fucking mad, she punched Naruto in the stuff. She was going to punch the brother, but Naruto saw the death blow coming. The eight trigrams, one one hit. <laughs> the, the the eight trigrams serious series that uh the son was about to die. Naruto's like, I'll protect you, son. She hits Naruto so fucking hard that Kurama's sitting there like, no, bro, what the fuck, bro? Get your daughter, bro. She damn near killed me, doc. She almost killed me. Respectfully, half of that is one Uzumaki just chakra. The other half is just like you, she gave a bit of like the nine tails to her. That is true. I mean, do you know how many shadow clones Hinata probably took? Like, no, she probably held this man down and like forced him to create more shadow clones. Bro, she could probably like, see all of them except for the one behind her. She's like, she's like, the make more spot. shadow clones. The one. But in I, the blind I don't spot. have any more chakra. She's like, hold on, watch this. Remember how you taught me how to give other people my chakra? Yeah, hold this. No. <laughs> I'm tired of making shadow clones. They're not good for your back. Uh, Fuck my back. Uh, That's what I've been doing. She, you know what kills me? I bet you she, she was doing it in, like, in her Jakugan. Like, she wasn't even leaving. Oh, she was. Bruh, bruh, bruh. She bruh. was watching imagine, it real Imagine time her, her giving that gawk with her Byakugan activated. Bro, she was just like, exactly. Hitting all the chakra points to make sure he hit the maximum. Uh, like, oh my god, bruh. I'm so glad he got Hinata though, cause like I'm so I'm, I was so happy to see that, cause I'm like, if he would have ended up with Sakura, I actually would have been really upset. Like I I, like as a like as a kid, I was like with Naruto with the whole get Sakura thing, but moving forward, I'm just like bro, Sakura really sucks. Like I'm like as I got older and learned that people could be fucking shitty, I was like wow, uh, Sakura honestly sucks. She doesn't care about you. Like the one time she said she loved him was after you know she realized Naruto was you know that was him. Yeah, that's true. 
she was like, Naruto, I think I love you. And you know what Naruto did? Fuck that bitch. <laughs> I was like, oh god, bro. You gotta do your thing, bro. Fuck her, bro. You know what I'm really waiting shit. for? Um, obviously, I'm waiting for more Demon Slayer, but I also have more Jujutsu Kaisen. We need to see more more Jujutsu Kaisen. I, I think we need more of that. Just like, um, you know, anime. Is there any anime you're waiting for? Like patiently. Obviously, New Bleach came out. Well, yeah, I'm waiting, waiting for, for the dub. I'm waiting for the dub. Because you're a heathen who needs dub. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm mm -hmm. a heathen. Yes. I don't. I don't. I don't jack off to Jap to old old Japanese ladies trying to voice men. Um. Okay. Yeah. Man, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> no, bruh. Like, people think I'm capping. No. A lot of these motherfucking dudes are voiced by old, screeching Japanese ladies. You know, Not Kai was voiced by a girl. I believe it. I'm Kai. You sound like Kai. a bitch. Bro, he needs to get his ass beat. I'm like, if he had a he black mom. He needs to get his mom, ass bro. If he like, had I don't a black give a fuck. Mom. Like, bro, I don't give a fuck if he has cancer, bro. I beat his little ass. <laughs> Yo. This man is bugging. Like, yo, Caillou, I know that you, you probably have cancer and everything, but you know you're still a human being. All right, you're still a regular person. You can still get this ass Bro, his like dad was else. an enabler. His dad would do whatever he wanted. Bro, his like, mom was Caillou. his. Bro, Caillou's mom was so overworked because the dad just the dad was damn near dying. I can't remember anything helpful he did. Like, I can't think of anything he's done that was helpful. Like, it's usually just the mom being the parent. And the dad's just like, yeah, let's go to fucking McDonald's. And the mom's like, eat your vegetables. Go to bed. Wash your clothes. Take a bath. Right. The All dad. Right. If we're talking about moms, All right, let's, let's look, going back in our childhood, who are the, the MILFs of moms? The MILFs of moms? Like, back in our childhoods? Like, 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 like cartoon childhood. Mm, oh, Dexter's mom. God damn. Everyone thinks about Dexter's mom. Everyone's just like, oh, Dexter's I don't know why, but she had the dumpy for no reason. Motherfucking. Oh! Um. I can't really think of many, many moms. Like, there's not. I think that's the go to. It's Dexter's mom. She's just like, gloves on, tiptoeing everywhere. There was no reason whatsoever for her to be as thick as she was. Like. Uh. Was it Mrs. Vellum or Mrs. Um. I'm trying to think mm -hmm. of who's what other moms were there. Miss Bellum, there we go. She wasn't a mom. Do you remember? Do you remember Miss Bellum, Doctor Sarah Bellum? No, I don't. No, Sarah Bellum, someone else. I know Miss Bellum or Sarah Bellum is the redhead from Powerpuff Girls who worked in the mayor's office. Oh, was she? She wasn't a mom though, was she? No. I, I have a theory about Powerpuff Girls, and it's just like, the only reason why you never saw her face is because you never needed to. You don't need to. Men because men never, because like the idea is like no one ever looks at her face, it's always staring at her boobs and her, her and, legs. And, and, her, and her legs and stuff, like the rest of her body, like the, the, the yeah. part that's identified as the masterpiece here. Yes, like she'd probably be the prettiest woman ever, but no one never looks at her eyes, no one ever no looks one up at her. They only stare at her boobs. And her, Either her that bass. or she... Either that or she's freaking fugly, but... <laughs> no, I don't think she's ugly. I think she's equally pretty, but the fact that... Just the fact that you don't get to see her face is a commentary on how you can be a powerful woman. She's a secretary, not that powerful, but like... But she's she, the she mayor's secretary. Yeah, but she's a smart, and mayor's, intelligent and, woman. And the mayor's kind of an idiot, so she, she kind of runs things herself. Yes, she's a smart, intelligent woman, kind of running a town, Townsville specifically, and... It's more all anyone will ever it's look... Like a, it's not like a metropolis. Yes, but it's still called Townsville. So, um, 
You can literally all anyone will ever look at when he, they talk to her or anything is that her her silhouette. Bro, I have so many theories about Powerpuff Girls. I mean, how every that's villain's all, I, mean, another... I mean, that's all I ever looked at. That's all. I mean, that's I all they ever see. showed you. They were like, bro, you, I, know, I, you don't want to look at her face. Like, bro, like, you know, you don't I'm like, look at her face. I'm like, no, I want to look at her face. I want to see how beautiful she is. No one's ever said that. Not a single soul has I, ever said that. I'm like, that. I don't ever get to see her face. I was, see, I was ever into her like that. I'm like, damn, she's pretty. But like, why can't we see her face? Why is her neck super long? Her neck was yeah, always she, her, Yeah, long. she did have that fucking giraffe neck, bro. <laughs> she oh had her fucking God. pulling leaves out the tree. Like, that's the reason the ecosystem's fucked up. She out here eating bro. the fucking trees and shit. Me. But I feel that Powerpuff Girls, like, it was a commentary on, like, how every villain was someone you, you weren't supposed to like in society. And I just yeah. was just like, oh. I was like, oh. My favorite villain was him. Some devil-looking, transgendered, like, transsexual, or I don't know. I was oh, like, you mean yes, the crab man? Yes, the guy called the crab man. They're like he's just so evil. They didn't even tell you what his like what he does wrong. They're like he's just so yeah, evil. Yeah, he doesn't even he do like, that. that part, if you think about his it, voice is he's never kid. actually done anything wrong. Right? And he's a guy. His name is him, but he dresses like a female. Yeah, he is him. And they're just like high pitched. I was like, everyone's just like he's evil. I'm like, what is he? I'm like, what, I'm like, what did he do though? He's evil, but what did he do? He's his, evil. His, what has he done wrong? He's evil. It's because he's a trap. He is basically a trap, and they're, he's not a trap. Alstafo's evil. Alstafo's a goddamn trap. That <laughs> motherfucker's evil. I was straight before I met Alstafo, and now I'm not sure anymore. I'm just, well, him. Him was the guy who was just like, yes, he's just so powerful, just so effeminate, and just damn right doesn't give a fuck about no one. I was like, yes, live for him. And then Mojo Jojo, I was like, why is there a smart monkey? I was like, is this a commentary on black people? I don't know, never mind. I didn't think that as a kid, but as an adult, I was like, of course. These three little kids come in and beat the shit up of Mojo Jojo for no goddamn good reason. They're just like, Bruh, they, they can't. beat that, bro, they beat that motherfucker's ass, put him in they jail, so broke they were and so then, and then they, Bro, then they broke into jail to beat his ass again. So violent, like, bro, they were like, are we not here plot? You're like, not even sorry. Like, bro, beat that ass. They're bro, kindergartners I'm, beating people's ass. Day, like, day bro, like, like, bro, these girls are the real villains. Like, these bitches are evil, bro. They are. There was like a, a Christmas special. I was just like, I was like, oh no, they were to do some dastardly. They're just evil. They're, they're not evil, but they were kind of evil. Like, why, like, professor, why are you letting your kids fight crime? Like, come why on. Was, why was he making little girls in his basement? That's the real question. What the fuck is Chemical X? Why do you have Chemical yeah, X? Yeah, what the fuck is Chemical X? Why do you have that? Why is the government not arresting you? I was like, oh, he made some super powerful girls. It's all right. But the man lives alone, has a chemistry lab in his basement. And I'm like, he's out here making, he's fabricating girls in chest tubes. He's out here have no making little girls in test tubes. And then beyond that, okay, okay, hold on. Beyond the fact this this is a grown ass man in his basement making little girls, right? In his free mm -hmm. time, because he's, he's smart enough to do just fabricate life, right? That... Okay, what the fuck is Chemical X? Why does he have it? Why does no one care? Why does no one question him on the existence of these girls? Like, is Metropolis like Limbo or some shit where like the outside world is like, like non-existent? I don't know. Yeah, all these shows like the premise of them seemed cool as a kid. Never badass. Like the like the way it looked was such was such a cool thing to watch as a kid. Well, it was really cool, but then you realize that the, that the Powerpuff Girls were actual menaces and evil yes. because they were, they were pulling up and beating the like bro Mojo Jojo that episode where they beat his ass for making it's like you wanna know why they beat his ass and him to jail? You know what he did wrong? You know what uh -huh. he did? He he went to the store to go buy eggs because he wanted breakfast. They thought he was stealing. 
he went and paid for his eggs. They, they came through and beat that nigga's ass. They broke his fucking shit. Right, it's they a commentary on black people and how bro. being black doing anything gets you in trouble. Bro, they pulled up and broke this nigga's shins. Okay? Why? Because he just wanted eggs for breakfast. He really he wanted to make breakfast, right? He realized he only had one egg. He's like, I'm gonna go to the store and buy some more eggs. You know what he did? He went to the store, paid cash money, which I'm not sure where he got it from. That's not important. But he paid for the eggs. He probably stole it. He probably stole the money. I'm not gonna count. That's some racism. But, <laughs> some racist. But I mean, I mean, he's a fucking monkey. Like it's beyond. Be, uh, no, shut up. Listen, uh, hear me out, okay? Beyond it being like a thing, like 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 a like a a, a low key example of black people. No, he's uh, quite literally in the literal sense, he's a fucking monkey. Okay, where the fuck he's a he smart ass from? monkey. Though. Yeah, he's but where the fuck he get money? Who's paying him? Who's he, who's his employer? Who's he work for? Freelance work, bro. Yeah, but who's who's not calling the cops? Like, hear me out. Here's my thought. Here's my thought. Here's my thought. Uh, I'm going to stop you. I think that he's actually just as smart as um professor, and the professor takes the girls on him because he's afraid to lose his job to him. Yeah, that's true. But also, like, okay, so he beat his ass, right? Because he bought the eggs. That was cool, right? And then he he goes to jail because you know he's Mojo Jojo. Clearly, he's doing something wrong. He's the bad guy here. They're not mm -hmm. gonna question why the Powerpuff Girl, why these three little fucking toddlers just beat the fuck out of this monkey. Okay. <laughs> then, while he's in jail, the Powerpuff Girls, I forgot exactly what it was that happened, but some some epiphany happened, and they decided that he was still evil and doing something wrong in jail. So they broke into the prison to beat his ass again. And they decided that... uh. What they, because he's, he's, he's saying, he, the, he had a candy jar, right? It was just candy. It was just, it was his candy. All he wanted was a piece of fucking gum. Right? And when he reached for the fucking candy, fucking Buttercup is like, what you doing, tough guy? What? You want some candy? Uh, you want, you want one of these? You want another one of these? No? Are you sure? No? <laughs> they start beating his ass again. He looks like he's pleading for his existence to not get his ass whooped by these little girls. And these girls are just like, we finna beat the, bro, we about to do you so fucking dirty, we about to do you so fucked up, bro. I'm just like, yo, let this man live. Like, no one wants to talk about how evil these bitches were. Like, there was another episode when, uh, he had to, ba Mojo Jojo had to babysit these little demons. And, um, they beat his ass because they asked him to tell a story, right? He told a story about history. He got one minor detail wrong. And these bitches started quoting off like world history and shit at him while beating his ass. Then they asked for another story. And then after that, he told the story. They didn't like the story. They beat his ass with pillows. And then when they realized that the pillows weren't hurting him, they just used their fist. And then Mojo Jojo called the cops on himself to save him from these little girls. And he was so happy to be arrested because he was so tired of being abused by these children. These little, these, these demon spawns of hell. Gotta love '90s cartoon. Always had a moral to tell you. Well, you know, oh yeah, it was. was. I'm not mm -hmm. exactly sure anymore. Like at this point in life, what the moral was of uh, the Powerpuff Girls? Because I, I, as a kid, right, I'm thinking Powerpuff Girls good, Monkey, Crab Man, all these other people, bad the guys. The germs. Oh my god, I'm fucking germs. Doing doing bad shit, bad guys. Those are the bad guys. Bet Powerpuff Girls good. This motherfucker bad. Understood. Now I'm just like, what? exactly did they do wrong like 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 half the t like there were some times when mojo jojo was like on some different shit was like on demon time and trying to like you no know, destroy the fucking city and shit like that i mean i would too if i'm being treated just so disrespectfully constantly i'm just like fuck the system i'm breaking the system i mean if you think working. about it 
all he ever wanted, he wasn't nothing crazy. He just wanted the freedom of the, of the monkeys. Yes, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he yeah he was literally just trying to make Planet of the Apes happen. But no, they didn't want that to happen, which I I, I guess I, I'm I'm cool with. I mean, I don't really know if I'd want orangutans walking in my driveway trying to kill me. But you know, because you know, on, on one hand, like, like like what am I gonna do if I fist fight them? Like if they have a gun too and they know how to use it, I'm at a really big disadvantage. Because then I'd be like, oh, well, I'll take the gun from him and fight him. No, it's a fucking monkey. He's gonna beat my ass. I'm gonna lose this. Yes. Like, I'm screwed. You know what's even slightly more wild? Codename Kids Next Door. Yo, Codename Kids Next Door, bro. <laughs> you know, bro, do you know how, how terrifying I have to be to be an adult in that world, bro? Like, imagine, like, you're sitting here just minding your own business, and then, like, this fucking, fucking, like, fifth grader walks up. It's like, hey, blood. You think you can be an adult in my world? You're doing something evil, ain't you? You put, your kids asparagus? In, you put your kids in timeout, didn't you? Asparagus, huh? It's nasty, ain't it? Like, yo, what the fuck, man? And they say pull up with, like, fucking high-powered mustard guns that could barrel through your heart. <laughs> it's like, yo, what the fuck is going on, bro? Like, beyond, like, getting abused by these children, like, the amount of confusion that's going down throughout all this ass-whooping. Alright, really this. The dude, like, so the, the, the actual um, treehouse was built into a house. How does the dad not notice the fucking treehouse? Because the dad was number zero, and I think he just didn't care. That is true. Uh, mm. I think I, I think the dad just did not give a fuck. Also, how do they have, literally, how do they have a treehouse on the moon and the adults don't notice? There's NASA! Yeah, 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 is no one doing shit about this? I was like, them kids, like, how are kids so smart they can get to the moon, but they're out here doing dumb shit like this? I'm just like, hmm. Or the fountain of youth that was in the high school. Oh, that episode was stupid. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, you have a fountain of youth in the high school, and no one else knows about it. I was like, that's sus. I don't, I don't make, this makes no sense. And the, the, the bitch was so scared to grow up. I was like, you would rather be a five, like a fifth grader for the rest of your life than actually, I don't know. Grow up, get a job. I mean, part I actually, you know, looking back on it, I kind of agree. Now that I'm an adult, I'm like, yeah, she's right. Being an adult's ass, but uh, I don't know. I feel like if I could choose an age to be at, I want to be old enough to have sex, but not old enough to actually pay bills. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> the age doesn't make sense. I'm like, old enough to have. Sex. What age range are we talking? Should, should we just should, should, should you just not answer this question for like you know legal purposes? Uh, I'm just leaving that out there. Whatever age range you come up with, that that's on you. Uh. Like I'm just sitting here. I'm just like, uh, so old enough to have sex, not old enough to pay bills. I'm just like, um, listen. So that depends on the definition. The uh, math ain't mathin. <laughs> It depends on your definition of uh, old enough for who's nots and what's nots. Because some countries are like, yeah, well, that is true. you exist. You can, you're 13, you're allowed to get married in some countries. Yeah, some, I, know, I know like in, in fucking some country, it's like the age is like eight or some shit. I forgot what it was. I heard about it in Turkey. I, for, I forgot what, what Arranged marriages are common in other countries, not so much here. It's illegal here, kind of. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. So if someone got an arranged marriage for you, would you be like, yes, down no. for it? I don't want to get married at all. Much less to someone I didn't pick. Mm, but like, reasonably, you have to assume if someone picks someone for you, they got to be kind of okay. Not really. It's an arranged marriage. We were destined at birth. No one knows if a baby's going to be a shitty person. I mean, yeah, sometimes you know. Like, the Antichrist, you can clearly tell someone to be the Antichrist. Not really, I mean, who's... Oh! I mean, who, who decides that the Antichrist is evil? Besides, you know, people who are afraid of him. I mean, he, he could literally have done nothing wrong yet. And, like, you ever thought maybe he ends up using his powers for evil because he spent, you know, the first ten years of his life trying not to get murdered? When he's done nothing wrong? And then, you know, as an adult, they're like, why is he evil? He's trying to destroy the world. It's like, well, you did spend, you know, his entire childhood trying to, you know, stab him with weird knives you stole from the Vatican. I'm, I'm, I'm very just the image that you're giving of Antichrist and their pre, like the preteen years, just insane. Well, just, no, think, think about how oh fucked that lifestyle is. Like, <laughs> like, like, I'd be evil too, motherfucker. Like, I'd be trying to burn this bitch down. Biggie, like, thinking the Antichrist is like Loki under the radar. You don't know they're evil up until they come out and start like burgering everyone, and claiming that their their dad's coming to come rule the world. You, I dude was evil from day one. We knew it. We came out here. We knew it. We should have killed him when we had the chance. That's like, kill him when he had the chance. Bro, you tried to kill him when he was like two. You tried to feed this motherfucker rat poison. He's two. He eats anything. (laughs) He spent a year in the hospital. I'd be evil as hell. (laughs) Like, bro. Like, bro, you're not going to tell me that you can sit here and, and torture a child's existence. And think he's not going to be evil. I'll be like, like, I mean, like, I don't know. Look at anybody. You don't even have to be the Antichrist to be a child with a tortured existence and then end up evil. Define evil. Are we like, like classical evil, modern evil, neo evil? Where are we? Where are we going with here? Um, Fourth Reich, but led by a wizard that pulled on voodoo spirits. Evil. Wait, when you said fourth right, and then you said the word wizard, I was like, is this the KKK? And you were like, oh, you went far left. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because <laughs> you know the KKK got the brand wizards and shit. I was like, I was like, it cracks, cracks. Oh, it does not crack no more. Uh, damn, it no longer cracks. That is tough. That is unfortunate. <laughs> Bro. I'm actually low-key glad they're not as big as they used to be. Like, when I say low-key, I should be saying high-key glad. When I say low-key glad. Hey, I'm oh low-key glad they're not as big as they used to be. You know? I mean, I kind of wish, wish I could still get a little bit of... I wish I could still get a little bit of credit, you know what I mean? They do some good work over there. Shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> this motherfucker! I'm low-key kind of glad that, you know... <laughs> that they're not as big as they used to be. I mean, I wish I could still get some credit. I mean, that, they don't—they're not all bad. <laughs> My ancestors are on the wall. Just like, what did he say? Like, what? Did he, what did he just say? We gotta beat him. No, what I'm trying to say is that, like, of all the crazy shit that's happening and about like race in general, that like, um, obviously they're still around and some people are still part of the the KKK, Triple K, um, but they're definitely not as like big and powerful as they used to be, and I'm fortunate for that but i just feel like they niggas left one organization joined another you know no longer kkk but now i'm a neo-nazi or some bullshit like that that's true that is is factual i'm just saying they ain't lynching us no more i mean did you know the last lynching happened in the 80s 1980s last one that we know about true uh when i was reading about that shit was hard i was just like 
because it was one thing i don't know something about reading it and seeing the pictures of which was like i couldn't but what really got me is the way he dressed because it obviously happened in the 80s and you know how sometimes we dress in like kind of old-fashioned I'm like the dude was wearing high tops and he didn't he wasn't wearing like clothes that really dated that it was from the 80s it was like this dude could be wearing the same clothes like someone could be wearing the same clothes today and it wouldn't be out of place and that really messed with my brain because usually i feel like those things happened in the past and it feels like it feels so far away like even the 20 like it's 2022 and so like this happened like 40 years ago like intensive time but like given the fact that like for the past 40 years our sense of like fashion hasn't really changed all that much and like literally and I, like at least when it happened in the 50s and the 60s we don't dress that way anymore so it feels super far away but this should happen in the 80s i'm like it, i don't know it just freaked me out just to think about like how it made it made the act of it more real because it was like that could have been someone i know today because it was super easy to see like that could be anyone and because it happened in the fucking 80s, bruv. Like, we still bop to music from the 80s. It's not like we bop to music from the 50s and 60s, and like, like on the radio. Like, there's literally 80s music on the radio sometimes. I'm not Shit was that long ago. I haven't, I haven't listened to the radio in like five years. I had to, because I, sometimes I get in my car and I don't bring my phone with me, and so I have to listen to the radio. <laughs> I'm so sorry that happens to you, bro. That sounds so awful. I, I think it's my fault. Sometimes I leave the house without my phone. I'm just like, I don't want to go back for it. And I just keep driving. But yeah, um, but you didn't like, don't you like listen to old school like hip hop and shit like that? I do, yeah. Like, I think old school hip hop is mostly 90s, it's not a bit of 80s, but it's usually old school hip hop, which is like kind of the perfect period for hip hop was like 90s, late 90s, early 90s, kind of, there's some 80s in there, but. Well, like, the old hip hop I like to listen to is like Run DMC and shit like that. So yeah, he's a little earlier than that, but like, I don't know, it's just And like really... Kanye. Well, it's a name. That's a name. That's a name. Like I said, old Kanye. I can't do Kanye. Listen, I can't. I don't know what's going on with him anymore, bro. Like I don't. I don't even try to pretend I know what's happening. Did he I run just... for president? He ran for president last like a few years ago. He's just like, oh no, I'm for president. It's super late as that. I'm pretty sure I voted for like the the, the gorilla. There was a gorilla running for. It was, it was it was the gorilla that got shot at the beginning of 2020 before everything went to shit. Oh, like was it 2019 that the gorilla got shot? Harambe? No, what did Harambe? Harambe, die? that's what it was. I thought Harambe died a while ago. It was a while ago. Well, well, we we don't have Matt like more a while ago or than that. English more back further than that. A, a, a while ago, or yes, a goer. A lot longer a goer. Yes, further, further, henceforth. Further in the further in the, the already happened area. Yes, yes. Backwards into the past. This isn't like um back to the future bullshit right here. Right, back to the future also like, I was thinking about back to the future, right? We're not gonna talk about how like he literally had like, you know, the, the Al Qaeda like like terrorists pull up on him with AKs and just smoke his ass like on screen. And we're just like gonna not we're gonna act like that shit didn't just happen. Like, I'm like, gonna be honest with we're you. We're gonna sit here and pretend that, that this man didn't just get sm like the the rest of the movie's all funny and comedy and a little bit of heartfelt bullshit. Are we gonna ignore the fact that like in the first ten minutes this man got pulled up on and mowed down? I'm gonna be honest with you. Um I like know of them, but those are some movies I've never watched. I feel like those are movies squarely in the 
um culturally like i don't need to watch because like why is anyone gonna ask me about back to the future like really who you know that's true it's like if i came up to you have you seen boys in the hood yes people like i know you would have because you know oh why it's because i'm black you know you know like like you know i'm like oh you have to have seen back to the future i'm like i'm black i don't think it's like about repertoire shit to watch like i've seen medea but like you know it's like question, right? When you think yeah. about like like a Tyler Perry movie, right? Do you think you're like I'm gonna go see the the, the Tyler Perry? No, you said I'm gonna go see Medea, right? Yeah. Like, like do you, do you like look at it and be like I'm gonna go see Tyler Perry? No, you like Medea. See, you know he's in those he plays a character as a guy in those movies, which kills me. And I'm like that guy, the character he plays as like a guy as a man, so terrible, so annoying, so limpless, like has no dick. And then he plays with Dia. The bitch has more dick than anyone else on screen. I'm like, she's supposed to be a female. I'm like, why? But yes, Medea is an icon in her own right. Like, she's just like a presence. Have you seen like some of her plays? The plays before they became movies? Yeah. Yes, I feel like it's, I, it's I, a... I, I think the first one I saw was I Can Do Battle by Myself. Yes, all of us have seen that. I feel like it's a rite of passage to watch a Medea play. Before it like got good. I was like, you see her just joking and breaking character, laughing. See the boobs jumping up and down, like god damn, why do you have to see your boobs jump up and down? Like it was kind of just too much. It does suck mm-hmm. sometimes. I mean, and they're so floppy. So <laughs> floppy. Like, god damn, they're floppy. <laughs> Bro, she's always wearing the same rugged ass gal. I'm like, girl, put some clothes on. Why are you like, put, like, like, you just like go up? shopping? I know she always looked like she just Fuck. woke up. It was like she just got out of bed and like made like breakfast or something and she's out of here like, you gonna eat these grits, huh? Like, alright, Medea, I can't even talk shit about her. She'll pull up on me and start slapping me. Shut the hell up. The grits on the stove. They hot. Like, yo, what the fuck? I, <laughs> what I you mean by that? <laughs> she was a beat his ass. With the... I remember that from, um, oh, so good. Tires of angry black woman. Mm, she's like, rip it. Rip his clothes. And the bitch tried to rip his glove. She couldn't pull a rip off. She was like, really, bitch? Like, really? Rip it. Like, She's rip wild. Medea's like the evil grandma that we all have. I feel like the fact that we all love her is because she's so unhinged and she says the things we want to say, but we can't say. Like, like you gotta just... Because imagine having that person. Everything. Well, yeah, I don't know. I like Medea. I, I mean, I always like Medea because she's like literally my grandma. Like, like my grandma is the type that's just so unhinged. That she says and does whatever she she wants. Like everyone else thinks of like their grandma is like, oh, like you come to her house and she's like open the doors, like giving you hugs and kisses and bullshit. Yeah, no, my grandma opens the door with a fucking slipper and she's mad about some shit that happened last month at our house like a month ago. Dude, and she's about to beat my ass for it. All right, so my grandmother, Haitian as fuck. Um, she she does understand English to some extent, but she's Haitian as fuck. She's in her seventies, and I had to live with her for a year when I was in high school, which it turned out okay. But when I was younger. Um, I, I was the type of kid where I wouldn't do anything wrong. I had siblings who would, and since I'm the one to fess up to what the fuck was going on, I'd like, collect the punishment. You know, to avoid that, I would like fess up to shit, and then I would get in trouble for it. And their go-to was to pull my lips and pull it back and forth. Oh Why is that the no! Go-to? Apparently, because my lips are like quintessentially black, so I have big ass flat like black lips. Yeah, they it's don't. Easy, it's just, easy to get a grip on them, bitches. They just, she just grabbed them, yanked them, things like she was trying to start a fucking lawnmower. I'm like, no, like no, 
Like, why would you do that to a kid? And I'm like, it kills me then. Is that I found out that the person who did do it was a bitch, was my younger brother. I was like, dude, why don't you just confess him? He's like, why would I confess up? And he's like, it's not my fault. I was like, it is, because you did this but thing. But it literally and, is your fault. It's literally he's, he's, your fault. He's that kind of, like, kind of selfish little... Well, he was then. I'm not sure if he is now. But, like, kind of selfish asshole. Well, he'll do something wrong. No, he did something wrong. And your bigger brother, you know, takes the fall for you. But you can't even apologize to me saying that you're sorry that this happened. I was like, dude, I'm not even asking you to go confess. I'm just saying to say sorry. Wouldn't even say sorry, because he's that kind of, you know person and he's just like no this is your fault you didn't have to he's like you didn't have to take the fall you know i was like but if i didn't everyone was asking on beat and then you wouldn't like mad then weren't you like, been sad yep doesn't care i feel like sometimes being in a the bigger brother it sucks know, like yeah mm -hmm. sometimes Learned sometimes it quick. honestly fucking sucks because there's not shit you can do about you know that feeling of always having to be the defender but then the defender with with like no gratitude in the end yeah, you're just getting your shit cut down. You know, it's, everyone's like, be a man, be this person, protect us. And then when you actually do the shit, no one gives a fuck. And everyone's like, well, you deserved yeah. it. It's what you're supposed to do. What you're supposed like, to do is like, yeah, no, that's that's fucked up, man. I don't know. You know what kills me even more is that even though I never did this thing, right? And I, what my brother did was he, uh, you know, those like uh, box cutters. Yeah. Well, it wasn't an actual box cutter. It was like one of those blades that you put in a box cutter. He took those blades, and my, my grandmother had these wooden chairs that had plastic over them, but, they were, but the bottom of the legs were wooden. So what he would do was he would take one of the box cutters, and he would start, like, sawing off the bottom of the legs. But he didn't actually cut through them, but he didn't he didn't enough to add, like, a, like a almost like a decorative, like, line underneath them. You know how kids are. Sometimes they want to do something because they think it looks cool, that it'd be, like, artistic and shit. And he did that, but obviously my grandmother wasn't about that shit because you're destroying her... Yeah. X like, money chair. I've been creative. Nah, I'm about to get a creative ass whooping. It's like writing on the wall. It's like you obviously do it because you want to be special and cute and like, you know, do something pretty. But then your parents are just like, now you're ruining the wall. Um, And so, even though I took the fall for it, my grandmother, to this day, whenever someone comes around and she talks about me, she says, I'm a dumbass who went and cut, down, cut her chair down like some idiot. And I was like, I was like, I didn't even do this though. I took the fall for my brother who didn't apologize. And now I'm known as this dumbass kid who goes around cutting chairs. And she'll tell anyone. I'm like I'm like I could be tw I'm literally 25 now, right? If I go over there today, she someone comes over, she's introducing me, she she introduces me to them, and she'll bring the story up and so like look at this dumbass, he's a little dumbass. I can't even like look at him in the face. I'm like wow, like I didn't even do this. I took the fall for it, and it's still my problem. Less that's than like 12 years later, like that's the life I live when I go home. They never forget shit. They always bring shit up. Like it's so far in the past, but they won't let it go. That's life. That's life. That's what living in a family like that is but you know you don't ask you just no i just don't go home i, I just you now avoid the, the pain i just don't go home and i just call him on the phone i mean i just don't go home for well different reasons but similar i wasn't bring shit up my mom does the same shit too i literally bring like when i did bring friends home um, I totally forgot this. When I was younger, I used to write my mom, like, notes telling her, like, I kind of wrote her, like, um, comic cards, which is very kind of, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna full spiel. So, I pretty much, when I, my mom would be kind of inconsistent and kind of, she's, she's a single mother, and, you know, yeah. I can't really fault her. She did her best with what she Trying had. her best. Yes, but, like, there were some days where just, like, I actually get off my chest, I'd write a letter instead of, like, you know, yelling at her or something, or be, like, coming that kid that's problematic. So I wrote these letters, kind of explain how I felt, and then I could just give it to her and like and let the feeling go. I was like, here you go, it's how I feel, I'll move on with my life. And I never heard a word about it in the moment, 
But then literally um, three years ago, I brought my friend home, like some friends home, like for the holidays. And we're just hanging out. And the first thing my mom does bring up these letters, which I've completely forgotten about. And she talks about how I was such like a terrible kid, X, Y, and Z, because I would write her these letters about like how bad she was and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm one. I was like, what, 12, 13, 14. And then I was like, why, mom? Why are you going to bring this shit up in front of people and just like make me feel bad? Like, why do parents want to do that? Like, every chance they get, they just want to bring up old shit and just make you look dumb in front of your friends, like, or anyone they know. Or when they beat your ass, and the first thing they do is call their like like their friends and be like, "Oh look, he was a dumbass. He was dumb like this." And it's like they have no chill. They just want to tell everyone how bad you are, how bad they think you are, and just gaslight you and just spill your shit out on the road. I'm like parents, not well specifically those type of parents. Just like, mm. I like I literally can hear you talking shit about me. Like I ain't shit. I'm right in the next room. I'm right in front of my face. I'm right here. Yeah, I'm Thank right you for fucking here, guys. You know, it's like that that kind of dynamic. Just I don't know. It's always just like, why did this come up out of nowhere? Like, talk to me about it if you have some beef about it. But like, damn, right from like the like the potato, like the potato pie. Like we're eating, drinking tea. Like this one even bring the shit up. It's kind of like you know when I went home for Thanksgiving and like my aunt wanted to start some shit about my whole uh, marriage situation. My uh, they always thing, like this and that, and they're like, they're like, dang, tomorrow when you go find a girl that won't leave you. I'll be like, dang, auntie. When you go find a husband that won't beat you. <laughs> but yeah, that is the vibe. It's like everyone wants to bring shit into like what they know about you from the past. Oh, but when I do it, I'm the bad guy. Yes. And it's like if I fight my mom on it, I'm the bad guy because she's my yeah. mom. That's what parents do. If I fight my grandmother on it, because that's, you know, and so I can't. So I know that I can't fight them on this because it would look bad. So I just don't engage with them. I just move on. I'll just try to keep my, I don't know, but it's not, I don't know. It's bruv, like the shit they do, like not just the kids or just like the position you have to be in because you're supposed to be better than them, turn the other cheek kind of bullshit. I was like, no, yeah, you're, supposed to, this one. you're supposed to be the bigger person. I'm like, I don't want to be the bigger person. I want to be the little you person. Be a man. I want to be the, I want to be the any bitty fucking lawn gnome, okay? I don't want to be the bigger person, damn it. I fucking hate that shit. It's just like, but that's the kind of shit you have to deal with sometimes. You're just like, yep. And this is why I'm depressed, and this is why I have mental issues, and this is why I'm an introvert, because I can't this trust This is why no I drink one. religiously. And this is why there's a bottle of whiskey in my hand, but I drink whiskey straight. And people are, are scared of me because I drink whiskey without anything in it. I'm just like, it's just whiskey. And they're like, no, only people who do that are people who've seen some shit, people who are divorced. I was like, I've never been divorced, and that's all I have to say. And they'll be like, looking at me weird, like, this guy's crazy. I'm like, no, I'll drink Jack Daniels just the way it is. I mean, yeah, that's true. I'm like, I'm like well, well... I don't know if the whiskey's because of the divorce, or because I've seen shit, maybe because of both, but I like whiskey, it makes me feel better. I, I do feel like you have to be some kind of twisted inside to drink, to drink it straight and not feel like anything. I can feel it burning in, like burning me on the inside, but I'm also a masochist, so I just think it's a different form of pleasure. It's like, yes, hurt me, hurt me. Like, oh yeah, hurt me nice and good. But yeah, I don't know. Why do you feel like... Family can be such a complicated thing to, to go through, especially like this time of the year when you're supposed to go home, see everyone. It's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, it's New Year's. My ass is just like, I don't want to go nowhere. Got no one to go see. I'll just watch TV, eat pizza. Watch anime. Oh. Watch anime, yes. Because anime can never, you know, tell me I'm just being stupid or bring up shit from the past, like, unless it's a flashback, um, which yeah, I hate. Like, don't, don't you hate Anime is. Anime is really good, especially like like the reason I liked like the um, vo movie I told you about, the Silent Voice, because it felt like it 
it felt very relatable to me. Like, it, it felt like something I can actually relate to. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, everything he's going through, like, that, that self-hate. And then, like, the fact that you hate yourself for what you did, right, to someone else. I guess that, yes. Mm, and guilt. the fact that they don't hate you for it, that they're over it. They've forgiven you for it. That, like, like, like in theory, that's it's, it's good they forgive, they've forgiven you for it. It's not that, that issue anymore. But it's almost like the fact that they don't hate you for it makes it even worse. Like, like because it would feel like it would be almost easier if they hated you as much as you hate yourself. If that yes. makes sense. Like, 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 like part of part of you wants them to hate you for what you did because that's how that, that's how messed up you feel what you did was. Yeah, because like you know, if you're feeling guilty, you don't think you deserve this person's forgiveness, and sometimes you don't want to seek it out because like I want to put this pressure yeah, like, on you. Like you don't ask for it, you don't seek it out because you don't feel like you deserve it. You don't feel like that's something you've earned, you know. And that's that's normal. At least I feel like that's that's, that's how I feel all the time, actually. Like that's like, the, the person of my... who. I don't what? know. I, I, I get you feeling guilty because I, I can understand that you can feel bad about like doing something oh, misguided yeah, yeah. and unfortunate. But you're also the same person who will give people like uh so much malice and just disgruntled like energy for calling you on your day off. Like, why the fuck are you calling me? Get the fuck off my phone kind of vibe. So well, I'm kind of like, oh. Those are the NPCs I give that to. I'll be like, like, like when I've wronged someone like close to me, like my family or something like that, or, you know, a really good friend, and I've I've wronged them, like, in a irreparable way, like, an unfor- like at least what I, as far as I consider, a unforgivable way, that, I don't know, man, it, it gets to the point where it's like, I wish they hated me as much as I hate myself, it would make this so much easier, for both of us, well, at least for me. Um, hating someone does take a lot of energy, though, just to be angry, Obviously, you can have repressed anger where you're angry at someone, but you don't know it because you've never resolved that. But to be actively angry at someone, like to really wish them ill, you have to be one. It has to be like so close to the moment, but like to be angry nonstop, so much energy because you're constantly thinking about them. Oh, that is. Because you're constantly thinking like, about them. You're constantly thinking about what they did. And it's constantly you're constantly reliving that moment of what they did, and then and the whole thing sounds rough. Which which is why I'm saying where it's like for me, it would be easier if they hated me as much as. I hate myself. You feel by but, yourself, yeah. But thing is, it probably wouldn't be easier for them to hate to constantly hate me as much as I hate myself because you know, no, because be... them moving on is the best thing for them because like obviously yeah. bad shit happens and you know I can let it control me, but like you being the the aggressor or the person who enabled whatever bad shit happened to move on to, it's just like well I'm not sure if I deserve to move on if I can. Do like, I don't deserve to terrible. move on. Like like if I could do something like that, if I'm the reason this even happened, by what right do I move on? By what? Uh, on what authority do I feel like I have? I deserve the opportunity to, you know, be happy. Yeah, it's rough. I don't know. I think for me, the answer is therapy. Head out. Well, no, for me, honestly, my mental, my bag of mental like issues and debilitation and debuffs. Honestly, I think like mental, like having poor mental health is like having a debuff in a game. It's like you know, in Elden Ring, when you hug that girl who's like gives you a debuff, you have no idea you have a debuff. Yeah. It's like that, except um, you get so many of those debuffs and eventually it just becomes like, all right, this this move should be successful. Though it's before, and then you're just like, oh, now, like, this move that would hit for like 8,000 damage is not only hitting for 200 against a boss that has 200 million health. I'm just like, well, I'm really just doing nothing. I'm wasting time. That's kind of what it feels like to like really be mentally just unwound. Yeah, debuffed. But to be so mentally unwell, I think that sometimes you just need to 
take your time, take those potions, go see therapists, talk to your friends, read your books, and um, whatever it takes to kind of bring you back to like to remove those debuffs and like. And so to I remove think that like, feeling of yeah, like if you have like a what's it called a healer whose job it is to like be that support person. That's why support characters are so good in games. Because yes, you could be the attacker, you could be the sorcerer, the wizard, or whoever, but your healer is the one keeping you good and going, because if you're not your tip-top shape, giving out your tip-top damage or spells or whatever, and like, like, you know, perfectly, then obviously all that damage you're doing, all the stuff could be like negated because you're not at your best, to give a gamer analogy. Um, and he, that healer is whatever you do for your mind. Healing, you know... For me, I'm literally in therapy. I'm through the VA and BetterHelp and some other stuff. And without it, I don't think I... Only I know for a fact I'm probably worse off. And I have been worse off in different places. But that's... And I think doing that work to, to get the, rid of those debuffs and to find some buffs. And, you know, to find people and put them in your party who are actually good for your gameplay style. And the analogy is so strong. Um, And just to, you know... Because like, you, you know how you've got people in your party who just, like... Both of you guys are attackers, and so you meld perfectly, and so yeah, it's it just, it easy just fits to, your playstyle. It's like when you play with someone who understands your playstyle, understands the way you work, and how that like just that creates that synergy. That's the kind of thing you're looking for in real life. Like that, you have people in your group in your circle who can recognize that hey, maybe you're getting like hit really hard by a flank or whatever, or something wild just happened, and just like we all just need to regroup and readjust and reattack yeah, and having assess what the fuck just happened. Yeah, and sometimes it's just having that circle of people ready to do that for you, just like to help you support and just be part of the team. I, I really appreciate it. It's like you playing Overwatch and how like sometimes you don't have smart ass teammates and they just do dumb shit to you lose. Yeah, sometimes it's very it's... much that's mental health. I feel like it's just like it's it's all about the entire thing working together to make sure you're good. You were saying something? No, no, I'm listening. Oh, but yeah, that's what I feel like for me. I think. Despite not playing games that much anymore, I do feel like um, reassessing kind of who's in my party and like what works and doesn't work has been really good. Especially if you're feeling that kind of way of, God damn, why like I can't trust myself to do this or I don't you know feel like I deserve that. That or yeah, where well, it's feeling... like you feel happy, then like you sit there and you question like, do I deserve to feel this way? Am I allowed to feel this? Which is like another thing that happened in that movie, where it's like at one point. He's at a music park with you know, the the girl that he bullied and some of his uh, some some other friends and stuff. And he's like sitting there questioning. He's like he's like, am I allowed to be this happy? He's like he's like, do I deserve this? And he he has like this 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 mental breakdown again. Where he's just like, fuck, I don't think I deserve to feel this way. Like this doesn't add up. I'm a terrible person. Like he said, like even monsters. Like, he considers himself a monster. He, he sung this one song that like even monsters feel or something like that. And I'm just like, it does be like that. It sometimes it, it just it just really sucks, and there's nothing. I'm not saying there's nothing you can do about it, but it is it it's a very long process of. I, I do want to point out. Yeah, you're right. That it's, it's okay to be process. okay. True. I do want to point out that in that movie specifically, the what you told me because I still haven't seen it, is that the he helps out this girl who wants to commit suicide. I'm kind of giving away the ending, but like the the point is that like all of the people in that story who were I guess harmful to each other or somewhere or the other end up helping each other because. They're all in this group, and eventually, them adjusting and becoming a better team or party made them. I don't know. They didn't heal them per se, but like it definitely changed the outcome because it could have ended way more badly. It could have. I, I thought it was about to end terribly. 
yeah, and it's just the fact that there were people there who just wanted to be better and also wanted to help. And having, even though they may not have been perfect at the beginning, they all moved toward, like, they're moving in such a way and trying to be better that they were there and able to, like, you know, pay it forward and give a helping hand to someone else. And that, that's yeah. very powerful. That they're accepting, which, I don't know, just, just watching that movie, though, it, like I said, anime is what makes me feel things. And just watching that movie, I was just like, damn, this movie's actually really fucking good. I like this. I like the story. I like the concept of it. To the point where it's like he couldn't even look people in the eyes where like everyone didn't even have a face to him because he didn't feel like he could even look at people anymore. You want to call out this movie one more time so everyone knows what to watch? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie is called A Silent Voice. It's a really good yes. movie. I am a huge fan of it. I still haven't seen it, too. Um, but yeah, I think I'll definitely watch it. It feels like it's too emotionally demanding for me. I was watching The Good Doctor. I, I thought it was going to be. I feel like for me, I, I used to watch The Good Doctor, which is like a medical drama. And at first I was like, oh, it's pretty good. The medical stuff is pretty accurate. I'm not that much into medicine, but like still. But I feel like him having, um, was it autism or something? He was on the spectrum. And I feel like yeah, they started something. to like, he had something like his like story was so emotionally just like draining for me. I was like, oh, I'm not going to go on another emotional roller coaster about his backstory, about him being left alone or like, you know, being without this. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just literally struggling from the medical stuff and people almost dying. Then to be taken on another roll, emotional roller coaster, I feel like sometimes I, I don't have the bandwidth emotionally to like take on such serious stuff. Concepts. Like I, yeah, like, um, what was it? The Brooklyn Five? That When it came out on Netflix, I was, for me, that's a horror movie. Like, I, I, like, we started to say, like, horror movies don't really affect me anymore. Like, I'll be watching Pennywise, I'll be laughing at, like, suicide scenes, because don't, it's fucked up, but, like, shit like that doesn't affect me anymore, because yeah. I've been through real scary shit. Yeah, like, like, like for you, like, looking at, like, a dramatization, uh, like, like, like a, a drama version of it, you're just like, <laughs> That's funny, like, right, he, that's the way cool. he flopped into the, 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 his own blood was funny for me, and it was yeah, just like, like, that shit was hilarious. Everyone else was like, well, that's really sad and scary. I was like, oh, I totally I, I missed the mark I mean, here. I guess. I, yeah, I, I, like, I, guess it, I guess it could be, I mean. So for me to like for, to watch the Brooklyn Five, I didn't even watch it. I still haven't watched it because it's so scary. I don't want to watch a story about people being accused of rape and then being arrested and spending some 20 years in prison to only be exonerated later. And to watch something so, like, for me, that's scary. and It's so emotionally jarring because, like, that can still happen and still does. And I didn't want to watch it. I still haven't because... It would be so much emotional work just to like force myself to watch this shit and watch parents cry over their kids being locked up and I just couldn't do it. And yeah. I feel like kind of the story here is so emotionally heavy that sometimes you like you have to kind of be in the right headspace for some of the stuff. Like watching a horror movie for some people, too scary. And it kind of feels like that, where it's just too emotional. It's just too deep, too too real to sit there and just watch it. Like I might I might get through half of it and start crying, can't finish it. Like on the flip side, like we were watching um, the Tinder Swindler. Well, I watched it, and you never watched it. I think it was, mm, but like, kind of like that, like kind of how some people will watch it and think, like, oh my god, I can't believe these girls got swindled by some guy pretending to be like a mogul, and other people will be like, wow, this is really sad that they lost millions, oh, millions to a guy pretending to be like someone they loved. And I'm on the other end of that spectrum where I think those girls were idiots and got what they deserved. Yeah, you're totally Team Simon Levive. Like, and it's so sad that he hasn't reached out to you to appreciate your fan service. That he hasn't oh, reached out to me weird. to like make me his apprentice as I've requested multiple times on his Instagram. I mean, the man swindles millions from women, and I think that in some way it's kind of misogynistic. But like at the same time, is it though? Because because of... women do the same thing all the time. We just don't talk about it. one dude does it, and you know 
he makes up for all the money that women have swindled out of dudes over time and now he gets a documentary and he gets these special titles and he's misogynistic but when women do it they call dudes meal tickets for like tinder dates and shit they're not bad guys that is true i've i've read and i've heard stories i've seen on youtube people talking about their friends who at times will just use men and go on immediate dates just because they need to pay for food and they'd rather not like they have no serious intention of dating them they just want someone to pay for their food and yeah. so I, which that, that's a common true. thing but the thing is people don't talk about it because it's so common that it's seen as normal it's not a big, so, you know, moment. It's not like a, oh, this girl just used him for his money. That's crazy. All right, well, what's happening over there? But a guy does it? Oh, he's misogynistic. He's a monster. He's a terrible person. He should be locked up. That's literally the, the concept that, that's been brought to the table. I do think it's interesting that... Um Sorry. I do think it's interesting that women will bring their friends to dates without like letting the idler, without letting the date know, hey, I'm bringing a plus one, and I think she'll pay for herself now. I've seen it in such a way that like a girl or a date or a female, woman, whatever term we want to use that's appropriate, will bring someone, a friend along, and then expect their date to pay for everyone as if it's like a free-range like potluck meal. Like, no. You can't just bring someone, bring a plus one, and not clear that with the person, and then expect them to pay for everything. That's just a little it's disrespectful. Fucked. Yeah, because it is. Which that's happened really to me before. Like I told you about the time, uh, she who shan't be named. We were out for um, dinner, right? And she brought a, a friend with her, and the friend was like, at the end of it, right? I said, um, the, the the waiter was like, you know, basically asking about the how how the bill's gonna work, and I was like, oh well, she I'm paying for me and her. She's on her own, and she was like. You're not going to pay for me? Like, yeah, you're not going to pay for my friend? I was like, I wasn't aware I was supposed to. And I don't plan on it. And then when I said, no, I'm not paying for her, I, they, they did the next best thing that they know how to do. Start insulting me. Like, oh, Damn, well, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're broke, just say that. If you're not a man, just say that. I'm like, they're like, damn, I thought you were a real man. I'm like... Damn, that's crazy. But if I say go get in the kitchen making me a sandwich, I'm I'm misogynistic and sexist. I'm assigned yes. gender gender roles. I keep hearing this thing on TikTok about or I'm TikTok, just Instagram and all the media I'm consuming, about how women claim that they're just this um good badass bitch. And I'm like I'm not saying you aren't, but like just because you think what you're bringing to the table is good for them, it's not always necessarily good for them. Um and they're like, Oh, well these men are leaving me for hoes and shit like that. I'm like, you act like and what I'm hearing from, I think whoever it is, I don't remember who's talking about it, just that, like, women oftentimes see themselves upon this pedestal as if they're this God-given gift or there's beyond reproach. And that, like, what they think what they're giving men is such high-quality um, X, when it turns out X isn't even good for them or X is not even what they want. Like, they're selling something. It's like, if you go to a car dealership and you're going there to buy a truck and all they have are, like, Priuses, you're selling me something I don't even want or need. And, like, why would I buy that? Yeah, it's a high quality Prius, but I don't want that. It could be a, like if you're into diesels, gas guzzling diesels, and that's all you need because you literally have to haul shit miles and miles and miles. And you're trying to sell me a Tesla that can't do that. Like, why would I buy a Tesla despite it being a perfect car for someone like that? Like, I'm not here for a Tesla. I'm here for like a Ford 250 or something, you know? That's such a guy response. But, like, point is that sometimes girls try to sell and shit as if, like, that's what we want. I'm like, no, that's not what we want. I'm gay as fuck. So. It doesn't necessarily apply to me, but I understand the, like, the, the, the trouble. That sometimes girls are like, I'm the best thing you'll ever have, or everything. Like, no. I'd rather go back to my old girl if she wasn't trying to change me into something I don't need to be. You know? Yeah. 
to, I understand it. Men have it rough in a weird way because, like, they expect you to want X. They expect you to want this or that to act a certain way. The expectation is so high. And they act like, well, girls do have their own expectations, but I feel like part of it's put on them. Because I think girls compare themselves to other girls in such a way that, like, they feel like they have to be a certain way. Watching too much Instagram and YouTube. Men don't care about half that shit, honestly. We don't. Um, We're very easy. Like, I'm not saying we're simple as in we're simple-minded creatures. It's more like we don't take... It's not complicated to understand what can make us happy. We don't have a ridiculous amount or uh, amount of setup that requires us to be happy. Like me, I'm perfectly happy. I don't do... I don't have to do much. I don't have to do extravagant, go on weird-ass adventures all the time. The thing is, women, they need adventure, which that's perfectly fine. That's Mm -hmm. understandable. That's what they like. And, And then also, like, when I say... When I say, like, like, um... My mom asked me, she's like, do you ever plan to get married again? And I said, if I find a good woman. And, and I told her, I said, listen, when I say that, I don't mean some idea of a girl who's going to cook and clean my clean my clothes. I don't need that shit. I don't give a fuck about that. What I'm saying is I, just wanted, I, was, I wanted to be a decent person. Because 9 times out of 10, I mean, chances are I could probably cook better than her anyway. So mm. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I'd rather eat my own cooking. Two, I'd rather wash my own clothes because considering what I do, there's a special way this shit needs to be washed, so I'd rather right, do it myself. You're being extra right there. You don't have special clothes. But, I mean, I do. I don't I don't, I don't. know about you. What are you wearing but sweatpants? Come on, be, be honest. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I like my shit washed a certain way, right? I, I have... I have uh, <laughs> Bro's I have out these. here with the Tide Pods and the Damn fucking it. Downy. Like, oh, I gotta be put this way. You gotta put this wash. I have, I have needs, damn it. <laughs> easy but i get what you're saying like there's a lot of stuff that girls think that they're bringing to the table that's quintessentially theirs that like no a modern man has to do that shit anyway and i think yes like a modern man probably knows how to cook not just barbecue not just grill shit cook yeah we're, clean, we're, we're, we're not the house, grill. You know? we know how to cook you know entire meals bro like i don't cook for myself because you know i hate cooking for myself but if i'm cooking for, i only want to cook for other people which is what i've noticed like if i'm cooking for you or someone, I will put effort into it. If I'm cooking for myself, I'm like, bro, it's just going to my stomach. No one cares. But yeah, the thing is, like, you don't not cook because you're unable to. You just don't want to. Yeah. And, that, and that's for yourself. You don't need someone else to cook for you. You know how to cook. You just choose not to. Bro. Yeah, same for you. Like, I've seen you... You cook some crazy stuff. Like, you, sometimes you're trying too hard when you make food for yourself. But the fact that, like, a girl thinks that, like, hey, I'm going to come in here, slip in, get that BAH or whatever... Or just, you know, get that money, become, like, the home like, housewife, whatever. It's like, no, men want to be house husbands, you know? I want to be a house. I want to be a housewife, damn it. Go get a job. Yeah, go be go a doctor a or something. Like, what we want is what you used to have. We want that shit. We're tired of being the ones out there working and doing shit. Come here and take care of us. Go be a doctor. Go be a lawyer. Go do something productive. I want to be a stay-at-home husband, damn it. <laughs> Bro, it was like, all I got to do is clean the floor and mop and shit and get food on the table and take out the trash. And I can play video games all day. Mm. But no, I have, you, do, I have to do all of that now. And then I still go to work. Video games. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you cut your, if you're going to be, you gotta save me from the shit or make the shit easier. Because that's what I want. I mean, I think that's what most people want, I think. I, I don't think there's a guy out there who's like demanding a girl just like manicures, pedicures, done, hair done, no, everything. No, no dude to that. No guys like, no my girl doesn't have dude. Gucci, my girl doesn't have the, the filas, my girl doesn't have the fucking Yeezy slides, mm, can't have There's them. no, like, okay, so like, there's no dude, no reasonable dude who wants, who's looking for a relationship that'll actually last is looking for that shit. 
Like, 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 no dude is looking for a fucking Beyonce or some fucking supermodel, some always supermodel girl. Like, I'm not gonna lie. My personal opinion, I think most girls look best when, you know, they look raggedy, you know? Like, like, like they just woke up, hair's a fucking mess, no makeup on. One more, time. One more time for the studio audience. <laughs> when they look raggedy, bro. Like, I don't know. I, I, I think that shit's hot. Like, like, like no makeup on. Hair's not done. Girl's not even on yet. Her boobs are halfway slapping left and right. Yeah, she, her boobs are all fucking misplaced and shit. And I'm just like, she got drool on her know. face. Her I hair's think, a mess. She didn't wear like, a bonnet last night. I feel like, 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 well, like for lack of a better term, I feel like girls in their natural habitat are like the most beautiful creatures of the world. Like, I don't know. I, I like that shit. Personally. I respect that. I respect that for you. You know, because like, you know, because they do so much to hide that and they make sure that when you go out into the world, I understand that. Like, we all have to go out there and be a different person. And sort of yeah, you know, which I get that. That's be that's more normal. manly, or be more this, or be more feminine, or be the, you know whatever we need. And then you just go home. You're when you're home, you just want to not be that. And so I understand that they'll have to put on their makeup and get their hair done because they can't go to work looking like a mess. Because you know there is a, a little bit of an expectation from society that girls look a certain way. But I feel like most of that's imposed again, like I said, from other girls. Yeah, from like, other oh girls. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like, messed up. Your weave is out of whack. Is that like a wig? You're like no one's, no guy's saying that to you. And just like when girls say, "Yeah, we don't wear makeup for guys; we do it for us." That's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is perfectly fine. But I, I I get that. But there are some girls out there that are capping. There are some girls out there that are straight up capping when they say that shit, and that's not fine because you shouldn't have you shouldn't wear it for a guy. You shouldn't do it if you want to wear it. Wear it for yourself. Me personally. I wouldn't give a damn if some girls all dolled up for me. You you see how I am. I, I I'm a like I'm, I'm more of a what you see is what you get kind of package. Like I'm like if if you don't like what you got here, you're not gonna like what you got. You know on fucking Tuesday when I pull up looking like dog shit. Again, um, to reiterate, guys cannot tell. Most of them cannot tell. Yeah, most of us like don't eyes, care. Lips and face, Elf or Fenty. Like we don't know. Yeah, we, we can't tell. Don't we don't know. It's not that we don't. It's, it's not that we don't care and don't appreciate it. It's we, we literally most time cannot fucking tell. We literally do not understand the concept. It's, it's a con. It's a it's a conceptual conceptual problem. We don't understand literally, the idea. All I need is a girl it. to just be there. So like like to be like. All right. So literally, if you're going to date a girl, like what is top three? Like what do you need from them? Like what do you want from a girl? Personality wise, or uh, a question. Generally, what, like if you're going out, like. Is, like you're asking, like, like what I'm looking for. Well, one, she has to have a sense of humor, right? I just want to have a sense of humor. Two, it would be really cool if she was like a cool person, you know? Where it's like, and, and by cool person, I don't mean like, oh, she does this, this, and that. I mean like she is really she's open? easy like to she's talk open to. to. She's okay. open, really easy to talk to. She's not very close-minded about things. If she is, is like cool in the sense like oh my god she's like a celebrity or she's an Instagram model. No like, no cool no I don't need that, that shit. Like, like you know me I'm I'm not much of a social media guy I don't really care. If Bro, I my so lady... many memes you don't even respond to of course. But yeah yeah like no. like like I personally wouldn't care if my chick is some famous Instagram model I don't give a damn. Like mm-hmm. I don't I, I'm one I, I'm personally one for like I don't like people in my business so that's why I don't post to social media and I don't get on it a whole lot because I don't like people knowing what the fuck I'm up to. Because people can can and will use that against you, but that's not always the case. But the thing is, yeah, let me see. That's one. That's two. Number three. Mm-hmm. Even if she does, what, what, another thing, right? Where it's like, unlike my last one, even if she doesn't like my hobbies, right, or she doesn't, you know, indulge in my hobbies the same. At least, you know, humor me, or at least, you know, don't insult it. Where it's like, if someone likes something, right, and I don't happen to like it. 
I may not like it, and they may be aware that I don't like it, but I'm not going to insult them or their hobby because just because I'm not into it. Or I'm it's not going to, you know, I'm not going to. You hate it. Yeah, but I'm not going to, you know, constantly fucking demean you over your sinking. I'll, I mean, I make it abundantly very clear. You're very I, mean, I make it, I make it abundantly clear that I'm not a fan, but I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Bruh, stop!" But like, 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 I'm not gonna sit here and fucking raise hell every time and you know, start insulting you like on a real level, like actual insults. So, what I'm getting is, you want someone who is funny, because humor is attractive. I find that most people don't know that that like just talking to a person is. To make them way more attractive than just staring at their Tinder profile or Instagram profile. It is. Um, you want someone who's open-minded because, you know, we're into a lot of creepy, crazy shit. Some of us aren't, like, you know, a lot of the things we're into aren't, like, mainstream. And sometimes you just want someone who can, like, at least try things. And even if you're not into them, at least respect our interests. Yeah, where it's like, don't call it Japanese cartoons, for the love of God. Okay, you're really out here Japanese cartoons. I don't know like, why. If I'm it, out it here... upsets me. It upsets me so much. <laughs> yeah, like Japanese no. cartoons. Alright, for everyone out there, I will he's liquidate it up. your I will liquidate your family. Okay, alright. since he's bringing it up past past person um had such an issue with um just watching anime, which is so mainstream now. Like it is mainstream now. Like everyone kinda does it. It's on Netflix. Come on. You can get it on Hulu. It's so mainstream. You can and find it everywhere. Everywhere. Everyone's you talking about escape it. You cannot escape it. Dude, Megan Drake is talking about it. So Drake is out here posting pictures about anime. True, true. So Megan Thee Stallion, for Halloween this past recently, she dressed up as the bunny chick from um, um, My Hero Academia. Yeah, didn't Alicia Keys or somebody like that dress up as Beerus? I don't know who. It was some... um, anime is mainstream. All right? It used to be just like, you know how it is mainstream. So if you're out here calling Japanese cartoons or you don't, you're not down with it, that is fine. But keep That's those fine. salacious comments to yourself. No one wants to hear that fucking shit. Yeah, like, I don't need you demeaning my hobby or my favorite pastime. No, just, if you're going to talk bad about shit, keep that to yourself. Like it's fine if you don't like it. That's fine. I mean, I, I, what, I mean, one thing I have learned is that most people who don't like anime are people who's also never seen it. And that's no, she fine. definitely saw it. She just didn't. She didn't care for it. Yeah, I know. She she definitely she definitely <laughs> she fucking saw it. She, she definitely didn't fucking care saw for it. it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> anger, rage. Because <laughs> you were watching mostly hentai, or it was no, I wasn't watching hentai. I was watching regular house anime. <laughs> <laughs> I watch hentai on my phone at work in the bathroom. Wait, so you watch hentai on your phone at work in the bathroom, bro? How long are you, you heard here me for? A long time. So you heard it here first. If you're trying to watch hentai, not let your girl know about it. Watch it on your phone in the bathroom while you're taking a shit, okay? Or I go then to the boys' house. I go to the I go, I go I go chill with the boys and watch it at his house on the TV. Like, bro, like like I told you about the time that um that uh. My gang from Moody pulled up on me while I'm sitting in my living room on my couch with hentai cast to my TV that uh, I forgot my door was unlocked. And like I know I, I always tell all my friends, I'm like, hey, if you want to come over, you're more than welcome. I'm not going to send you home. Just be prepared to be ignored if I'm doing something until I'm ready to interact. But, you know, you're always welcome to come over and vibe if you just don't want to be alone. That's cool. This is the man. And, yeah, this is. He's so friendly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, it's for friends. It's for friends. Not, you know, everyone. This isn't, like, a general population thing. The NPCs are not allowed. But, other than that, uh, yeah, I'm sitting here watching hentai on my couch, right? And I don't know how long exactly they were sitting behind me. Elena's a terrible guard dog, by the way. Like, I'm sitting here 
watching hentai in my fuck in my fucking underwear. And then uh, I see Elena like looking somewhere for a minute. Then she like look back at the TV, and then, like we're just watching. Like like I just said, nothing's happening. I'm just I'm really literally this watching. Dog is this. known for barking at any like any like known sound. Like she normally isn't quiet. She's usually yeah. the moment she hears something, she's going off. Yeah, she's usually going off. But no, this one time in particular, she's like, you know what? I think I'm gonna be chill today. And I'm just like, all right, cool, dope, appreciate it. And, but yeah, so um, eventually I see her just like staring behind the couch at one point, and I was just like, okay. I look back, and they're just both standing behind the couch, just like, sup? I was like, uh, hey. Good thing you weren't beating your meat to hentai. <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't beating my meat. Like, I'm, I'm so glad that like, like that was like the, the like the moment like I was sitting there like. Kind of like what I'm doing now, since I'm trying not to fail No Nut November. I'm not beating my meat to hentai. I'm actually watching it for like the the, the episodes and like the plots and stuff. Whereas mm. like I watched this one where it was like this girl who wanted to be like a pop star and you know wants there's all these opportunities. You already know how this is about to go down. But yeah, and I'm watching it. At one point, it's like in episode three. I'm just like, yeah, it's really cool. She's fucking her brother, but does she get to be a pop star? I don't. I don't care about none of this shit. I don't care about none of this sex. Like. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. She's getting banged and all, but does she actually get to reach her dream though? She seems like she really wants this. Like, she's she's she wants this bad, like, like, like ridiculously bad. I'm stuck in the dryer. No, nah, what even in the dryer? Oh, do you, I'm stuck on this lyric. Bet you know what can help you out? This song. I'm just like, I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, cool. Um. Do you like at this point? Do you just like fast forward through the, the sexy bits, or you're just like, nah, I'm here for. for I'll watch the whole thing. You're here for notes, or you're just like, oh, he didn't do that correctly. He missed, you know, eight percent of that. Like you could have done that better. Oh no, I'm watching the whole thing. I'm watching everything. Where do you even get your hentai from? Like, where are you just streaming all this? Just oh, hentai dude. I don't watch hentai, so that just sounds weird to me. But okay, it's called hentai dude, or or, or hentai haven. Yeah, whatever you like to watch. No, see, I'm into Yaoi, but I'm like, why are they not making Yaoi? I'm like, they just gave up on There's, Yaoi. There, there is Yaoi. I know, but like, I'm not, uh, there is a lot of it, but I haven't watched any. Well, I hate most Yaoi. I'm like, oh, not Pink, not Boku no Pico again. I'm like, I've seen it like 18 times. Like, it's just Boku not no great. Pico is cursed. <laughs> I I watched all three episodes. That shit, that shit made me feel like I was about to go to prison. I, I personally, I feel like anyone who gets into anime has to watch it. It's a rite of passage. No, it's the, not a rite of passage. Rite it's of not passage. a fucking rite of passage. You it's sick bastard. See, people like you is why is why, they, why why no one wants to watch anime. He's like, oh, you want to watch anime? The first anime they see is Boku no Pico. They just never watch anime again. That's it. There's <laughs> no, that. no, 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 no. There's that. Like, oh, I think it was like, SAO, oh, and then it was Attack on Titan, and then after like you have to watch it after you've eaten some anime. Like you you're, like you're eating like some like you know it's like going to the potluck. All right, you go out there, you're trying like the um. I don't know. Give me some meals, bro. I need help. I'm at the potluck and I'm like mac and cheese. There you go. Yeah, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Some rice and the beans, beans. Some collard greens. Like you're getting these good rice. anime. And you're like want something a little more intense and spicy. Then you start watching like some intense stuff, like emotionally gripping stuff, like Death Note. What's not that? It's mentally elfin, gripping. Elfin. Uh, elfin lead. Is it lied or lead? It doesn't matter. Point is that know, some people say, some people say lead. Diaries. I say lied, but apparently lied is incorrect. You don't f them. Point is, this is our show. Um, we're watching all this like good stuff. You're getting this good food at the potluck. Then you're out here. You see the you see a few kids like acting special, eating some like, upside down upside down fruitcake. You're like, I want to try some upside down fruitcake. Lo and behold, upside down fruitcake is Boku no Pico. You try it, you're like this shit's disgusting. I don't ever want to eat this again. Fucking ass. It's like, why does anyone make this? It's like, why? Like, it's like fruitcake. It's like, who makes yes. this? 
Yes, who's asking like, for who's this? asking for this? Like, who's like asking for black this? licorice? Like someone, someone yeah, who hates like, the world. Like, like, like you need to tell me you took already nasty ass licorice and made it worse. Yes, that's basically. But I feel like you have to like to under expand your palate to understand the world. You're gonna have to have bad food to know what good food is. I mean, you, you can always bad, enjoy I mean, good how food. How bad does this food have to be? I'm just saying, like, it's like having raisins and potato salad. You have to try bad shit, and, and no. so you can know why bad shit exists. You're like, this is disgusting. Whoever made this, whoever tried to make this, whoever brought this to this cookout, should never come back here again. You've been uninvited to every cookout forever. You've been banished. Mm-hmm. The council has spoken, but like, it's that kind of level of um. It's like having prison grave, you know? You gotta, you gotta do it one time to know that you should never make it. I, I feel like I didn't have to do that. I feel like no one would have had to suffer that way. I feel like that was like un- undue suffering. It's like, you just wanted chaos. Like, like you just wanted to even eat it. And suffer. You didn't even eat it yourself. Elena didn't even try to eat it. This bitch eats everything. Like, Elena looked at it, she sniffed it, and just she went in the corner and vomited. That's the best part. It's the, it's like, you know, somebody's like, I ain't touching that shit. <laughs> Like, bro, you know it's fucked up when the dog doesn't even want to touch it, bro. Like, the dog doesn't want it? Bro, what did you put in this shit besides depression? <laughs> All my anger and worry for everything put into that food. But yeah, it just kind of feels like that. I feel like when you're watching anime, you're going to find the stuff you like. You're going to find stuff you don't like. I feel like you kind of have a good breath. It's like watching Tokyo Ghoul. Either you really enjoy that shit or you really enjoy that shit. If you don't like it, then you're weird. Yeah, if you don't like it, you're, you're fucked up. It's kind of like if you think... um. Mac, if if you if you go to Big Nick's, you think Wildcat sauce is ass. You're fucking strange. That's a very specific reference for people listening to this. But okay, yes. Um, it's like going to Raisin Cane's, and you're saying if, if you think Raisin Cane's isn't good, then you you're, you're problematic. Like I get the concept that people will be like, it's just chicken strips. The fuck up. They only got four goddamn items on their menu. It's just different variations of the exact same shit. Yes, and all the shit's bopping. And they are beating the shit out of other people. Don't tell me it's just chicken strips. Cause yes, it may it may be just chicken strips. I'm not gonna lie, you are correct. It is just chicken strips, and they only have actually they only have five items on their menu. Chicken, they have one, two chicken strips, three chicken strips, four chicken strips, six chicken strips, and then three chicken strips on a piece of bread. <laughs> it's better than Popeyes. Oh my god, it is. But yeah, that's pretty I much. Let Popeyes here say that though. Popeyes might actually kill us. But we're not gonna get sponsored by Popeyes. I was like, we're gonna get like, like, girl, be like, mm, mm. That's not, that's not wrong. I'm not talking about sponsorships. I mean, like, I'm talking about like our actual well-being. They might actually fuck us up. Well, pull Popeyes. Up chicken fingers, and be like, oh no, he would talk about ripping chicken finger dips. Say they good. That ass gotta go. Throwing at them, them hard ass like biscuits at us and trying to stone us to death with the biscuits. Through <laughs> the fucking those war crimes. <laughs> <laughs> they get the Geneva Convention, bro. Like, oh like there's God. no way, there's no way that that shit is legal, brother. It's like, if you go into war and you feed the enemy a Popeye's biscuit, you're going to jail when you come back. I you're wonder, going to do prison. You think, do you think Gordon Ramsay would eat a Popeye's biscuit? Fuck no. <laughs> Hell no, he would eat a Popeye's biscuit. That motherfucker wants to live, bro. He has too much to live for. He'd call him fucking donkeys. You know who you are? An idiot sandwich. Like, what are you? It's like, an idiot sandwich, what are you? An idiot sandwich. I'm like, this is the most disrespectful being on the planet. This is the most disrespectful motherfucking existence, bro. Yeah, he is wild. He definitely is wild. But I and the just... fucked up part is, he has everything he needs to back up why he's such an asshole. Like, he, like you can't tell him shit. 
I think it's I think it's cooking culture. I think if you're working in the kitchen, it's such high octane, and they they demand such a high standard for their food. Like, cause if you own the kitchen or not the kitchen, the restaurant, or you're the, the head chef, everything that comes out of the kitchen is your responsibility. So if you're sending out food that one isn't cooked, two doesn't taste the way it's supposed to, that's a problem. And he's cutting your ass, and so he wants everything to be like. I mean, they cook shit fresh. They're not like it's not pre-made. And you're waiting for shit to like be put in there. It's not like you roll into Popeyes and they pull shit out of the freezer, put in all that. No, they have to make the shit from scratch, and it has to taste fucking good. And if that shit don't taste good, he's yelling at your ass because the shit needs to be right the first time. He don't have time for mistakes. He don't got time for the mistakes. He's like, he don't got time for that shit. Kitchen. Either you get it right or you get the fuck out. And he, that's exactly how he's talking to people. He has to yell at them because all the noise in there of them the. The plates and the pots and pans clacking, people making shit, the fire and just all that shit. There's no way you're gonna hear him unless he's yelling at you. So yeah, I don't understand true. where he comes from, but at the same time, what he, when there, there was nothing going on, he stopped. He's everything. still yelling. He's still yelling. He's closed the Iron Chef like down. I'm just like he's still at a nine or a ten, and if he really just mad at you, he's at a fifteen. I'm like, nigga, are you are you sure you don't have a stroke or you're about to die, bro? You're turning red, yelling so much. He's the reason why I can never become a shell. I was like, I would never be good enough for him. See, like, I feel like, like, Gordon Ramsay's nice enough, right? Where it's like, I feel like if he just happened to show up on you, he's like, are you cooking something? I look and realize it's Gordon Ramsay. Me over here cooking some Ricky Day cast food in my kitchen. I'm like, uh, Something you made from no. scratch that you are just fucking around with. I was like, it smells real good. You were like, uh, this is not for Easter. Has <laughs> that uh, ever happened to him? Where he's like such a well-known chef that people don't want to try food like he's made. They've made like- because like... I feel like that would be definitely a thing. Like, that would be the case if it was me. Like, if it was me, I'd be afraid to let this motherfucker try my food. I'd be like, listen, man. Can't come to the house. Can't please. come to the cookout. Could never be anywhere. Please, please man. Let me live. <laughs> just let me exist, bro. I'm, I'm just trying to make some French toast, my boy. Come on. He's <laughs> like, this shit tastes like fucking ass. You call this shit French toast? You fucking donkey. You goddamn muppet. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's because you use some weird ass Wonder Bread shit to cook it. I was like, Wonder Bread? Hey, it should be fresh bread made by your own oven. Respectfully. Now, fuck Wonder Bread, though. It's such lazy ass bread. Wonder Bread is some lazy ass bread. It's good, though. It's easy. It's, it's nice to use. You need cheap bread to do a large scale bread shit. And, you know, large scale bread shit, bro? What are you doing? Like, if large... you're making. Don't worry about it. Large scale bread shit. You wouldn't understand. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay, it's like making like a, a f- like a, like a foot and a half tall sandwich with multiple pieces of bread. You need some cheap bread to get the work done. Dude, I feel like that's such a like a. I hate to say this for all the white people. It's such a white thing to do, like to make a sandwich and stack it that high. Like who the fuck? Whose mouth opens that big, bro? Well, the only people I've ever seen do that are white people, because like I'll keep seeing TikToks of people that like stack a sandwich that high, then they like covered it in like fucking some weird batter. And they'll cover it in like spicy Doritos or spicy hot. I Cheetos. saw that, and they fry that. And then shit they'll fry the... it, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, okay, I'm not gonna lie, it looks okay. It look, yeah, it does. But I don't. You've literally don't... made a ham and cheese sandwich and fried in Doritos, like cool. Like I guess that's gourmet. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think they're trying to be gourmet. I don't think they're trying to be fancy with it. I think they're just trying to, you know, make another an, another fat thing. Because you know that's that, that that's what we're good at. We're America. We're good at making diabetes and fat people things. Like Bro. going to Turkey and then like seeing like the portions of food they give you there. 
I'm ordering because like I'll order from a restaurant. And I'll order like I'm like yeah because I'm sitting there I'm trying to order some food. I'm like yeah, can I get the number forty six, the number twelve, the number eighteen, a number twenty two, and a number twenty seven? Nigga, this motherfucker looks at me like yo, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like he's like he's like oh I got a lot of friends huh? Nope, just me. <laughs> he's like he's like yo, what the fuck? Because <laughs> he'd make a face and he'd like and he'd make a normal face. Oh, so you got some friends huh? I'm like no no no, just my lonely ass. Just, just, just fucking me. I'm, I'm just gonna take all this food, and go back to my, to my room, and you know, drink alcohol and watch anime. Yeah, no, I definitely understand that. I remember when I was in um, the United Arab Emirates. Oh yeah. And going, going to go get food and like getting a burger, bro. They put a pomegranate on their burger. Pomegranate. Have you ever had that? Like just an actual burger with pomegranate seeds on it, or not seeds, but the, whatever the shit pops out of there. I have. Have you ever had a burger with dragon fruit on it? No, I've had dragon fruit on it, but I've had I've made dragon fruit like smoothies at home, so I, I can kind of get the idea. But I'm like, they've been putting crazy shit on there. I was like, I mm, I thought the Hawaiians and the Californians were weird, like doing weird shit with food, but like people out here, you know, so out there, but they love them fucking tea, bro. They're out there drinking tea all day. Bro, who knew tea was just like such a big thing? Only in like everywhere but America is tea so big. In America, it's coffee. Everywhere else, tea, 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 more tea. America's all about coffee, monsters, Red Bull, everywhere else. Would you like some tea? Would you like some tea? Come on, old chap. It's good for you. Bro. And they've been making tea in such a special, cool fashion, like like, those weird, like, um... It almost looks like a science experiment when they're making tea, but I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, also, I mean, I don't know, like, like, looking how coffee's made in other countries is really fucking cool. I feel like in other countries they do everything a little more interestingly. In America, it's all about how fast you can do it so you can sell it. To well, yeah, yeah. Well, well, America is about mass production versus quality. The America's over quantity versus quality. Like, I remember, like, while I was in Turkey, I had like some of the um, Turkish coffee, which their ta- coffee is fucking good. Like that shit. Is, I, I honestly wish because things like I, apparently I, you can't buy it and bring it back. You're not allowed mm-hmm. to bring it back with you. You have to order it online or something like that. But um. It was so freaking good because like the way he made it is like he had he put all the coffee beans well all the coffee ground he ground up the coffee beans himself put the coffee grounds like and, like looks like in like like in a regular coffee filter right okay and then he would boil the water have it like in a tea kettle and he would like slowly like in swirls pour the hot water onto the coffee into a cup. Yeah, that's, that's the way they usually do it. In and, other and, and, and he does it like per like per cup. Yeah, they have like not, you know, like a hot pot. It's like I was like, damn, that's actually I've, really I've, fucking cool. I've been noticing how people do that. I've noticed that it's mostly like overseas. When I say overseas, like not in America or the north, North America specifically, because we like buy machines for this shit. We usually get a Keurig yeah. or like an actual yeah, I have maker. A, I'm like, like I have a K cup machine. Exactly, and, and so we just do it because it's fast, simple, and we can keep buying that shit and just put it back in there because yeah. it's super convenient. It's fast, simple, but, hands off. I can just press play and it does it itself. Exactly, but everywhere else, like they they don't usually um have a lot of money for like any money. Like they could probably buy it because you it's you know they're in rich countries. I mean, but, also you have to think about like the culture, maybe just like the the tradition of doing it a certain way. Exactly, and just like in some places, it actually you it takes up less space, like an actual coffee machine. I have one on my counter. I'm getting rid of it because it's like so freaking big and unnecessary and bulky. I'm just like, if I could do that, just get a little cup, filter, and pour it, and you can put that shit away, and it's gone. You can only use it when you need it. I'm just like, some of the things we have in America, just for use, and just it's just so over the top and unnecessary. Bro, like, 
It is. Our a lot machines of it are is. just too much. Some some of our machines are just kind of just just crazy out there because, like I said, like it's all about how well, like you said, it's about how fast you can do it. Like, hey, how fast can you make a bunch of this? Well, we have this new machine that can mass produce a bunch of it. Well, is the quality good? I don't know. All right then. Yeah. They'll buy it. Which is all that matters at the end of the day. Will people buy it? Yes, they will. Cool. Finished product. We're good. Job well done, boys. Which that's no that's no fault against the people who are actually doing that job, but that yeah, that that's what's asked of them. That's what's required of them. So it's fair mm-hmm. that they do what they've been being paid to do. Yeah. But, mm. In a world where everything's all about how much money you spend on shit, sometimes it's nicer to go back to the old ways where shit was just, you know, straightforward and just honest. Straightforward, cheap, easy. But yeah, the old ways were better. I mean, not that I really know of the old ways of making coffee because I've never done it myself. But I have seen it, and it looks really cool. And I was, like, really impressed by it. And it's, like, something that makes me think. I'm just like, damn. I don't know. That was, like, one of the things I saw over there. Like, another one of the things I saw over there that made me think. I'm like, man. Other places are just full of so much culture. Versus back home. Where, it's not that, you know, America doesn't have a culture. It's more like because America doesn't have a singular unified culture. We don't have a culture that screams, this is an American. No, we're like, because even Americans, we're like, oh, this guy's from the Northeast. This guy's from California. We have state cultures. Which I guess makes sense, because it's like defined as the United States, not like the whole country is one. Like I mean, well, we're viewed as if the whole country is one, but every state has its own culture, where it's like, I'm from Louisiana. There's certain things about my personality that just screams Louisiana. Certain things about people from New York that just screams they're from New York. Someone's from Boston, you can tell. You can tell literally just by the way they talk. This just motherfucker's the fact from that Boston. They all own like a Celtic shirt. Yeah, and the fact that they all sound like they've eat they ate cigarettes growing up. Also, I just noticed why I said Celtics or Celtics. Oh my Celtics. God. I know. Someone's gonna get mad at me. I knew what you meant. I, <laughs> oh I, I, I knew what you meant. I'm just like I'm just gonna let it go. No, I'm just gonna let it go. Like, somewhere in Boston, someone's just like this motherfucker. Oh my God, I'm gonna go kill him. Somewhere in Boston, someone someone just loaded up their fucking Fat Mac. There's like, like Celtics. I see. The reason why I say Celtics because literally the word is Celt. Like Uh it says. mm, Never mind. I know why I said Celtics. Think about think about like Celtics, like celery. Yes, but if you look at the word, you remove the S. It is you don't say Celtics when you're talking about the Celtic culture. It's all the exact same way. But anyway, it's Celtics. I'm. I'm I'm the one wrong here. I take the L. I don't know if into these comps, but like this goes so dumb. He's a dumbass. You know I'm gonna just edit this out. No one's gonna find it. But yeah, everyone every state does have its own culture and every place has its own kind of vibe. Like, um the South. You know how the South is usually seen as a monolith of like, oh cousin fucking country. Yeah. I mean, obviously, people in the South all know that's like it's Alabama y'all referring to, but not all of us. But you know how Florida has the the Florida man, how like he's just crazy, like you know. 
Everywhere yeah. in America is just like a Florida man did this. Well, of course, it's a Florida man, you know. Well, I mean, well, yeah, it's a Florida man. I don't know what the fuck y'all expected him to do. I, I don't think anyone outside of like America knows what a Florida man is, and I'd be surprised if they did. Like y'all know what that is? That was like a very niche thing to say, you know. But yeah, like a Texan, you all know what a Texan is and how they live. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a Texan. Guns. If, if you're from California, <laughs> we all know who you are. You, in and out. Proud of a Prius or in Tesla. In and out. Okay. Freaks over Tesla. Nothing in between. In and out. That's all. That's all they are. Surfing left and right. Works at Google or, you know, something. Probably or some aspiring tech actor. Yeah, aspiring or an aspiring actor. actor. Some yeah. YouTuber. Someone writing a player, like a play or something. The Instagram model. I like, yeah, pretty much. But if you're a New Yorker, why did I say it that way? If you're a New Yorker, you're probably just like a hard, you know, just a hardworking, blue-collar American out there. Just if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Kind of vibe. Yeah, if you can make, if you can survive your first night there, you're, you, you, might, I, you might make it the rest of the week. Did I tell you I slept in a bus station in New York once? Yeah, you told me about that. You told me I, I, I forgot the context of how it happened, but it was pretty fucked. Yeah. Um, I think, it, like, so pretty much what happened was my older brother, I, I way back when, I was going to college in D.C., and so on the holidays, I would take the bus up to upstate New York where my parents were living, and so I could take a bus to, um, from Washington, D.C. to New York Penn, and from New York Penn, I would take another bus all the way up to upstate New York, and when I got to, like, New York Penn, my card was declined, because apparently I, I didn't have a job then, so I only had the amount of money that I had on my card, and so apparently, um... A year, a few months earlier, I used my card for to order an Uber on my brother's phone, and so he used his account to get enough ride, and ended up charging my card instead of his card. Um, and so it literally declined my account, so I couldn't pay for a ticket to go home, and so I spent the entire night in a sub, well, not a subway station, a bus station, just. I don't, I don't think I fell asleep because I couldn't because like where the would I sleep like everywhere was just gross homeless people left and right and I'm just like I could fall asleep I could stay awake I just literally sat in a chair well it was in November so it's cold as f it's kind of outside ish not really and it's just like oh my god but if you can make a night in the city just struggling and just have nowhere to go you just survive you really can make it anywhere because it's like it's New York City if you don't get shift, if you don't get shanked. You made it. That's true. Keep that thing. You know, don't play Batman's parents. How you got all that money? You get shot in the alley. Why are you in an alley if you have all that money? It's the real question, bro. Why aren't you in your car? We all oh, know he was in his car, but like. Oh well, they were in the alley because you know the, the the city was on fire and they were trying to get back home safely, and their car got hijacked and shit. So they were trying trying to run through the city and get back home. Got caught got caught lacking in the alley by some dude who was probably you know just wanted to like take their wallets you not know they that because they're they're rich and they don't have any cash on them because they probably have all their money in cash like on cards bitcoin that's why you have bitcoin anyway um you know they retcon that a lot sometimes the reason why they were in the alleys because bruce wanted them to be in the alley to go down whatever so the story i feel like they keep rehashing the story and changing it to make it more dramatic the first time it's like oh because of fire they can't do this and the other time it's like it's literally bruce's fault he wanted to go watch a movie he wanted them to walk down this alley he wanted this to happen. He made it's like, it. He's like, Mama, Papa, can we walk home today? Yeah, sure. Anything for you. Literally, it changes. It depends on my story. But long story short is, life is not worth it. Just fucking stay in your car. Don't go out. Watch, watch. Don't go to the movies. Who goes to the movies? Now, Literally. Now look at your kid. He doesn't even help the orphans. 
I mean, he does. He adopts kids and then makes them fight crime with him. <laughs> yeah, then treats them like shit because they're just they're literally just tools for him. That's such a fucked up trope. Oh my god, he's like he takes kids who have no more parents. He makes them do exactly what he does because he thinks it's good for them. He's like, fight crime. We don't kill. Justice for Gotham. Gotham is ju- ju- justice. <laughs> I'm like, like, okay. Kill son, man. yeah, whoop his ass. Okay, okay, dad. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go whoop his, ass. go whoop his ass, son. All right, dad. He's unconscious. I, th- I think I can stop now. No, we're not done yet. Finish him. What? No, no, dad. He's unconscious. Keep hitting him. No, dad, please. <laughs> Dad, I think we got him. You want to get what he's getting? No, justice for God. There were four. There were four Robins. One became Nightwing. The other became Red Hood after being kidnapped by Joker, I think. And then there was a third Robin who ended up being murdered, like literally marked, 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 like full gone, gone. And then I like the last, Red Hood. the guy with the guns, of course, he's basically dead. Well, no, well, DC. Based based on the fact that like Batman's like, no, this isn't the way. It's like, if we sh- if, if I killed the Joker, I'm no better than him. Oh, I'm sorry, Batman. I didn't know you committed mass genocide on multiple occasions. That's crazy. When did all this happen? I think I might have missed those comics. Oh, no, oh, no you didn't? Damn, that's crazy. If he Joker, he wouldn't have been around to do the stuff that he did to Red Hood. Yeah, honestly, it is, the thing is, Red Hood is the way he is because Joker captured him, did all kinds of fuck shit to him, tortured this man, made this man see the world for what it really was, set up through Batman's weird privilege hat, where he thinks everything can be solved with just his fist and everyone can live happily. No! Like, bro! Like, the Joker literally killed Superman's wife. And then the Batman, the man-bat... Killed the Joker. That was the only time he ever killed. So he killed the Joker because the Joker said he was gonna do it again, and he knew that if he did, Batman knows if he do it again, fucking Superman's gonna go ballistic and turn into fucking Homelander on these motherfuckers and start destroying this, these motherfuckers. When he killed his wife, he's like, "Yes, I was tired of losing to you, Batsy, so I wanted to play the game out easy mode." He was like, "Oh, was like, are you serious? Did you just say you want to play this shit on easy mode? So you said, fuck this regular rich motherfucker. I'm gonna go take on a fucking omnipotent." fucking sun-powered alien it kills me i was like this man oh my god i I was like that guy is goaded i don't care if he kills him that man will go down in history as being badass as fuck he said it to his face he said it to his face he's like i wanted to play game on easy so i killed his wife and his unborn child i want to play this game on easy mode i'm like all right bro Aye, man. I was like, oh. man, come on, dog. Oh my god. You said easy mode. Oh. I'm like, bro, I don't get why oh. Superman is Superman. He's like literally the face of DC. But then, mm-hmm. you know, here comes fucking Batman's fucking rich fucking bitch ass. He's like, yeah, Batman, yeah, Superman's my bitch. I'm just like, well, I mean, Lex Luthor kind of made, you know, Superman his bitch too. He put out a, a, a Glock and shot him, but the bullets were laced with kryptonite, so there was that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, Superman's untouchable. Lex Luthor, yeah, just pulls out a blicky and pops his motherfucker. He's like, he's like, he's like, contrary to popular popular belief, my friends, Superman is in fact not bulletproof. Apparently, <laughs> I was like, yo, the disrespect, the absolute disrespect this man pulled. That was absolutely it's incredible. That's why I have a hard on for Lex Luthor. I don't have a hard on for Batman though. I don't know why. I don't have a hard on for Batman either. Batman I like he's cool in his own way, but like I don't he's have right. like dude I want to take him like downtown and just make him cry. Um, I don't have like you know I just, he doesn't do it for me. Like he's cool, but like he doesn't do it for me. 
Uh, I, I think Batman's alright, you know? I think he's he's alright. He's cool. I just don't find him uh, as cool as he's portrayed to be. Excuse me. Yeah, I feel like, obviously his hype is half of like the ethos of him being Batman. And I'm just like, oh, he does some pretty cool badass shit, and I will say. Like, I think him or Iron Man, I'll take Batman any day. But, like, that being said, I don't think, like, in the universe of DC, I don't think, you know, he's all that. Like, he has written all that, but, like, he isn't all that. Yeah, I think, the only I feel man like who has Batman is really overhyped. Like, he's really given everything. Whereas, like, they're like, oh, well, he can do this, this, and that. I'm like, well, they have to let him do all this, this, and that, because otherwise, I mean... Who's he gonna? Who's he a threat to besides the Joker? Another guy with no powers. Like, 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 like. At that point, who is Batman if he doesn't have all these special tropes and abilities, all, all these special intellectual things that somehow makes him smarter than everyone else in the world? Like, who is he a threat to besides anybody with no powers? Like, he can only take on like common criminals at that point. And that's and that's why they've exalted him to like be this mastermind. Yeah, they exalt him to be this damn near deity that he's really not. True. Oh, God. Well, I think I like DC more than Marvel, though, just just because I feel like their stories are... I like DC's stories more than Marvel, but I think my favorite hero is probably going to be Iron Man. Uh, uh, He's literally Batman, but like... Yeah, but, uh, you know, actually, you know, cool. The time and, of, and, of, and, of and, the and you know, Iron Man doesn't delude himself into thinking that you know you 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 can live your life and not kill anything and everything works out. All right, fine, I'll give you that. They have the, they have the better moral like understanding. Captain like Captain America's like, if you take away your armor, where are you? He's like a brilliant ass billionaire. Yeah, he Boom. fucking did all that shit. He's like, he's like, he's, he's, like, like, he's like, like, what about you, Cap? You're a failed science experiment. Take that away. What are you? <laughs> not shit. Like, damn. I was like, oh, eat that, eat that. Like bro, like like uh, bro, that's a guy. I'm like, I'm like, damn, Captain America. You really thought you was about to, you, you really thought you was about to say, you you really thought you did something when you said that to him. You really thought you was insulting this man when you asked him that question. He literally, that's you're crazy. The science experiment of his dad, and he could undo you if you wanted to. Yeah, he, he could literally to. unmake you if he chose to. At any moment, he could unmake you, bro. Like you're a failed science science experiment of his lineage. He could end you at any moment. Like you're not special, bro. You literally just you're literally just a above average human that could throw a frisbee. Well, he has America's ass. I hated that line so much. I was like, oh god, I get like he's. Mm. I never quite got that because I mean, if that's the ass of America, we we really. I was like, really we have bigger thumbies from other men. Other, I was I'm like, like, if it was, I'm like, if it was Henry Cavill. If Henry Cavill was Captain America, I was probably like, yes, that is America's ass. I'm like, ass. bro, there's some dudes out here with some real dumpies out here, bro. There's some, there's some dudes out here with some some fucking Henry wagons. Cavill. Some dump trucks, but there's some dudes who need to get arrested for not having their CDL to be driving that fucking dump truck around, bro. Henry Cavill, like, like, I'm gonna bro, say like, stop. Meanwhile, we got this motherfucker. So I'm like, they're like, this is the ass of America. Oh you my know what God, kills me? Is that he's bi? He kills me because he goes. He's like, I don't care if, if if it's good, it's good. I was like, <gasps> it's good. Hey, it is what it is, my boy. It's like you can't you can't say that. I just put it out there, but like, it's you know everyone can get it. I was like, stop. This man is a villain. But everyone can. What's wrong with letting everyone get it? He says he he. I'm a god. Bi people terrify me because like if a bi dude pulled up and was like, "Hey," he pulled up me and my girls like, "Hey, give me that ass." I'm like, which one of his? Which one of us is he talking to? 
Is he you or me? Please say he's you. He said he both. Looks, he wants both. He looks, yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, no, nah, I want him first. I'm like, no, please take her. I, I, I don't, I don't want this. Please, <laughs> like, don't do this to me. I don't know what to do. I never had to deal with this before. You I've never had me. this scenario before. Yeah, how do you fight? Just... How, how do I fight off my male sexual attacker? Would you want to though? He's a tall glass of water. God damn. Yeah, that's the thing too. I don't know if I want. I don't want to find out if I'd want to or not. I was like, I, if I, Ronald I Reynolds said he wanted you, are you not? You don't say no. You're like, damn, I'm glad I was chosen. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> Whereas, like, I hope I never come across this scenario because, like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm a heterosexual male. But you know, I don't want to find out. You know that there's something sleeping inside me, and and it's, it's just me waiting to be awakened. You know, I don't I don't need that. I don't need that. All right, Kaneki. All right, Kaneki. I don't I don't need that kind of existential crisis right now. Honestly. Is, is what do you say, Sanji? Just gonna hop out of you and start killing everyone? That would be pretty. That would be nice if she did that. That would be really really nice of her. Like honestly, I mean, she was a great character. I mean, episode, I mean, season one, she was a complete fucking bitch. But I mean, then looking at it objectively, as you get deeper into the ghoul side of the story, it's like she was just doing what you know, I mean, ghouls do. Yeah, she eats people. people. Yeah. I mean, she's not the only bad ghoul out there. Yes, because I mean, that's that's the, that's the redeeming quality. Like she's not the only bad one out there, bruv. I mean, I mean, there are worse ones out there than her. At least, okay, just, at least she just killed the people and ate them. It's this like, girl, it's like, this like, other motherfucker will tie you to a chair saying. and torture you for 20 days. This is what you're saying. He's like, oh, Jeffrey Dahmer just ate his victims. You know, at least he's not Ted Bundy or, like, you know, some. Yeah, like, yeah, at least he's not Ted Bundy. Where, like, you know, he tortured them, then killed them. At least, at least, Jeff, at least Dahmer just lobotomized them and ate them. I was I mean, like, all right, bro. Like, he's still up there as, like, terrible people. You were like, yeah, he's redeeming in some way. You know, like... Ugh. I mean, on the bright side, at least he's... Uh, uh, allegedly, he at least seasoned his food. <sighs> okay. <sighs> I can hear Gordon Ramsay right now being like, <laughs> Donkey, shit tastes like ass. <laughs> he's you like, call this, ass? You call this shit fucking ass? This it's isn't like, ass? My wife makes better ass than this, and she doesn't even cook. <laughs> like yo, Bro. my boy. I'm not gonna lie, he took eating ass to a whole new level. <laughs> ass eating, ass eating in disguise. Boom. Wait, what the hell? But yeah, whoa! I'm trying to lost my train of thought. Something about ass eating. Boom boom, boom boom boom. But yeah, yeah, something about eating ass. Oh yeah, that's right. That Jeffrey Dahmer cooking ass, eating ass, making ass. Bro, you know what kills me more? It's just the fact that his victims, um, they can care less about them because they're obviously homosexual, so. And they were black. Yes, that too. Gay black men. On top of that, they were not only they were gay, they were black, and they were men. No one cared. No one gave a damn. And that's tough. I know it's crazy. I honestly, um, sometimes the introspection of gay, black, and men, the term men, sometimes it's like, well, if you're a white man, obviously it's not that bad. But like, I, I feel like that might be just like overstating the fact that like, I feel that in itself, that thought in itself that I just had is also problematic because obviously it's racist. But like beyond the fact that like, because um, yeah, just being a man in general is so just difficult, which we talked about. But I don't feel like it's difficult for everyone the same, like, you know, level. Like, there's still some privilege to being that, you know, person versus the other person. But yeah, being a gay 
black man. Man. In the 80s, in the height of the AIDS epidemic. That is true. Like, who would who would honestly care? Who would want to stop this? No one gives a damn. It's murder, she wrote. Murder. Rough. I mean, it could have been worse. It was worse. I don't know how it could have been worse. They could have ate regular men. White men. Might... White men. You know, white men. Just just straight from, like, their lovely, you know, two-and-a-half family household right off the street from the white picket fence. Two-and-a-half family household? Yeah, it's the wife and, you know, and the dog. Counts as a half. And she's like, that. oh, no, my husband's gone. He, he doesn't hurt. She's like, no one's there to pay the bills. And, like, you know... How am I supposed to pay the mortgage? He always handles the money. It's like, oh no, what do I do now? I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I guess you could figure it out. I don't know if that's the right answer. But... I mean, women have historically, because we all know, like how often black men have been in imprisoned or you know disadvantaged and so on and so forth. But the amount of families that were single families that had to rely on their mothers or other extended family to help them out, like they, if they can do it. These families of color can do it. I feel like I'm not gonna say that it's not hard, but I'm just gonna say it, like they've done it for generations just because of societal like issues. Then like you're inconvenient because you know your your man dies or something wild like that. Jeffrey Dahmer gets them. Um, I'm like, oh, if you need help, you know, black people have been doing it for decades, not decades, you know, like a, almost like a century. Come on. Yeah, we've been be figuring done. it out. If if y'all need advice, we got y'all. We can we can. Uh... Let y'all know how the fuck this shit is done. You feel me? But you know. So yeah. In case y'all need a little bit of uh, help about how to be poor. <laughs> and I have to actually, figure book, it out. There's a book called Nichols and Dime. It talking about uh, the plight of like being poor. I guess he wrote it. Uh, is it a black guy? No. It's a white guy? No. Well, who is it? It's a white woman. A uh, journalist be. wrote it pretty much from perspective. She decided to not do anything. Well, not do anything. Stop her. Like ma- she's still doing her main job because she's a journalist. But she wasn't living off the income of her main job. She went around like uh, the country, kind of not kind of, but actually went around the country and took on like these uh, low wage jobs just to live off the money she made working full time. Right. And she said that like most of the time she could barely do it. Or if she did do it, it was just not worth it, the mental health, because she's working so many hours. And then what's worse is that she met people who were being paid less than her because they were undocumented. So Yeah, where it's like, you ever seen that, um, it was a lady, right, who uh, happened to um, unalive herself because she decided to do a experiment because she was a feminist who believed that men lived on easy mode. So she decided to be a man for a undisclosed amount of time. And what she and what she realized when attempting to be a man is that sh- that shit sucks. It does. She was like, "Wow, you guys get no validation. Everyone's mean to you all the fucking time. Everyone's always consistently talking shit about you. You're attacked by everyone." I was like, "Well, yeah. How do you guys do it? Well, when you live like this, your entire existence it becomes normal." 
So I, I don't really know what to to. I, I wouldn't really. I wouldn't even know what to tell her in that sense because I mean, when it becomes like a normal part of life, that's just what it is. I will say that, like, obviously, I, I think that we all have our own problems, and they're not equivalent, but they are different. I think our the I issue think they're being... all different, and the fact that because we can't see the other side's problems. We just don't respect it. We have, like, no real understanding of, like, how difficult it is or, like, accepting, like, hey, like, we just know you have, like, a problem, but I can't really conceptualize, like, the difficulty of it unless I've been through it, too. And so I think, like, being a man and living in that, like, gendered concept um, and asking a woman to understand it from our perspective, and they just, they can't unless, you know, if you're trans. Even if you're a trans, like, um, man or just, you know, identify as a man. You're still not... I mean, you're, you're, you, you still wouldn't have known that entire life because you no, know, you decided this at you know, whatever yeah, age, X, Y, Z. That age, takes on its own, this, its own per- personality. But thing is, but you know, you didn't live, you weren't up, you weren't raised in that mindset. Like you wouldn't know the full story, the full scope of what that feels like. True. I also feel like they were like, and if you were raised, you know, as one gender, and then moved to another, and whether you that like that that switch. And that transition takes on its own different kind of issues that the, no one else can understand unless you've went through a transition to yourself. And so we all have these issues that like are like unique to us or unique to our own like kind of position in life, and just somehow we're almost incapable of truly understanding what you're going through unless you know we can be similar in a sense. Like I can understand why we might feel a certain way, all the pressure because we all have we all have our own societal pressures, but the but that actual pressure you're feeling and how it affects you and your mental health are all different because they're being applied differently. They're, they're different. Like, um, it's like, it's like being tortured. It's the best way I can understand this. It's like being tortured and we're both sitting in a chair like right next to each other. But the way I'm being tortured is different than the way you're being tortured. We're both being tortured. We're both feeling pain, but I can't conceptualize your pain because what's going, what's happening to you is unique to you. And what's happening to me is unique to me. Like they're pulling out my nails and they're ripping out your hair. I can't necessarily understand like your hair being ripped out because my hair is not being ripped out, but they're pulling out my nails. And you know, we just, we know we're both in pain and we can at least accept that we're both yeah, going yeah. through shit. We can understand really, that we're both in pain, but the the scope and the depth of the pain is different just, than we could understand. Yeah. And even if we were going through the exact same thing, so like we still have fundamentally different like experiences. And so I just think that like sometimes we compare pain as if like we're trying to say my pain's worse than your pain. And I think it's they're unequivalent. It's like apples and oranges. And if you think even if we use the same word, we're talking about two different things anyway. They're uniquely different experiences. And so I, I get that like the guy experience so often overlooked i want to say it's overlooked it's like in a sense because we're like kind of a majority and often the male experience is like the the experience in power but that in its own self like being that person who has to be in power or like that situation of being the breadwinner or whatever brings its own unique responsibilities and challenges that most people don't want to have you know no one really wants to be that person that has to feed like an x amount of food for a family of four or something like that no one wants that level of Pressure finding out that you got laid off and you still have to pay for like help your family out. Like, you don't want that kind yeah, of energy. Yeah, you got to see her break it to your family. Well, daddy no longer has a job, so mm-hmm. we got to yeah, figure something out. Or just do whatever it takes to make ends meet. Or conversely, if you're a single mother who kind of has under, who could fundamentally understand that kind of position, but also to be the breadwinner, the breadwinner and still the mom and like live that kind of duality, it's also it's uniquely different that like I don't think uh, we could understand it per, per se. If you were a single father, because that in its own way, you're a father, 
and you kind of really understand your world to be slightly different. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I think you're right. Like, 100%, it's all rough for everyone in different ways that we'll probably never truly understand, but, like, fuck it. I think we should really stop just being like, fuck, I have it worse than you, or your experience is just not... Yeah, I feel like the constant, like, comparing it, which, like, which, like, one thing I always say was, like, I believe, like, 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 they'll be like, well, Bay, are you a feminist? I'm like, no. I mean, I guess. I believe in equality. I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe women belong in kitchens. None of that shit. I just, but I, I don't like the agenda, or, like, I, I feel like the movement of, you know, the feminist movement is overshadowed by the ones that make it all about hating men versus actual, you know, change for women. Those are the ones that make that movement not liked. Because there are some of them that actually want, you know, changes for women, and that's fine. I agree with that. Women deserve better. I do think there are some societal disadvantages they have. While I also believe that there's a lot, a lot of advantages that I don't, I'll never get. They do have societal disadvantages, but it's the ones that make it all about hating men and not an actual movement or actual thing about change for women that undermine the whole movement. There was this girl I was listening to on TikTok and YouTube. I think I've talked to you about this, but for the sake of the podcast, um, I don't remember her name. I think it'll come to me and eventually I'll bring it up in a different episode or whatever. But she was pretty much saying how women have it easy compared to men societally because they always have like a um, a social net to catch them. A they can get married. Net? Yes. What she's saying is that women, if they get married, they have men to take care for them because it's kind of expected and generally marriage that the man is the breadwinner. Not necessarily the case so much anymore because women actually want to go have jobs. They're not, you know, housewives forever. Definitely you know. cool with that. I would be so happy if my wife was a fucking doctor for them, or you know? a lawyer. I would love to stay at home. That'd be dope as hell. Yes, that is dope. Um, I can tell my friends too. Be like, be like, hey, my wife's a fucking lawyer. Get fucked. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for women who want to go get their bread. Um, but she's saying that like women don't necessarily have to go get jobs because they're kind of raised in the sense that a man's supposed to do these things. They're supposed to take care of the household. And if they don't like that man, they can get a divorce and get half of his money, even though they're not necessarily working. And so they have that safety net of alimony. And then yep. if they have kids, they can go also get child support too, in the sense that they can they can have a kid, and the man may not want the kid, but they can choose to have the kid and force the man to pay. But if the man wanted the kid and the woman doesn't want it, the man has almost no say in the sense of the um that thing. arrangement. And so the man has no this, no legal right to protect the life of his own child until the child is born, and then they might have parental rights. But the woman always has um was always given favor because the the court or law really sees the woman as the primary caregiver, and so. At most instances, if they looking after a child, they'll put the child with the mother over the father, unless there's obviously exigent circumstances showing that the the mom's unfit to be a mother. And so that's only if she's have, like a fucking drug addict or something. Like, like, like lots of I've seen that like the father's given the custody of the kids. If it's like an extreme case of the mom is unfit, like a ridiculously extreme case. True. And so there's that. It's the sense that like in society. Um, right now as it is, like the, all these social structures created to protect women, not that I don't think they should exist, but it's like it has given women a, like a sense of um, agency in such a way that they can just move in and take things from men and, and men don't feel like they're getting anything out of that value. Like they literally don't feel like, hey, is it worth getting married to the girl who's going to take half my it's money not. away in a two it's years, That's why men don't want to get married anymore because don't now all we can think about kids. is like, if it doesn't work, like, like yes, I love this girl, right? But if it doesn't work out, I lose everything. 
everything's gone. I don't, I don't, I don't get it back. Like it doesn't matter. Gone. It doesn't matter like what Mention amount gone. of love there is. Everything so, I've worked for is now gone and, and and is given to her for for what? Just because what she married me? Yes. Simple and so as that. The, the social structures that we've created to protect women, so they can end up in a safe relationship or have something if they have no care or you know um fallback because they've been at home mom or housewife. Um, has been like long standing and so long and just like been there that to the point now that woman um pose like a risk to men like they're like a financial risk or emotional yeah. risk so that like they unless you're bringing x y and z you don't your risk doesn't make sense for me to pursue you or to want to be engaged with you in the way that you want me to so more men are not having kids not want to get married and just don't want to move into that stage of like um being tied down by like a like yes, we can get married, and like I love you now, and I might love you forever. I hope I do, and we might be together forever. But X, anything can happen, and then I can be put in a position where what I started with, I end up with nothing or less than what yeah. I had because it becomes a risk. Because it gets to the point where, it, like at this point in society now, being married to a woman is now a financial risk and liability to a man because we run the risk of losing everything while we while the woman runs the risk of. I don't know, not having a decent marriage and then getting everything. True, and, and which that, I'm not saying that's, that's the case in every case, but that is the the case in majority cases. It, like majority yeah. cases, the man will not win this case because the, the the structure is designed to protect women, not men. He can care less about men because it's kind of expected that you'll just make more money or yeah, lose, it's, you know. it's expected that as a man, oh, I'll just figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. I'll I'll I'll, I'll work through it. I'll just man up right because you know that, that that's what i'm expected to do i'm expected to just man up and deal with it but that's and you know that's that's, that's not, not a fair say concept that those things shouldn't exist but i'm saying that because they exist and because of how they're used we've now reached a point where people just are are not are aware of it and so so aware of it to the point where they're just they're planning around it like all right i don't want to get you know hemmed up in this way and so yeah i think that like I'm not, I think it also, I guess the person I was listening to who said this, it says it changes the way women think about men and how they approach them. Like, they become less, like, about the romance, more about the predatory nature of getting something from men and extracting yes. that necessary, like, you know. They're not about, like, the women become less about investing in, like, the relationship and more about being in it just long enough so they can get something out of it, like being a gold digger in that sense. And so, and... Because all they have um, to do. Mm-hmm. Just stay in it long enough so that the legal shit pops in. I'm not saying all women are like this, or rather, it is a safety net to protect them from like whatever happens in a relationship. But in the same sense, it can also be used to set them up in the future if that's all they're really after. In the same way, like you know, in the military, how people get married so they get more BAH, and then mm -hmm. you're married, and then three or four years later they get divorced and they get half of whatever you're making, or alimony, or you know, X, Y, and Z. So. It's a rough world to be living in, necessarily, to kind of, to be a man and to have to deal with all this ennui and nuance of, like, how to do it correctly, how not to, like, end up in a place where things are working for you. screwed. Yeah, and it's hard to be sort of happy as one, because, like, yeah, you can have hobbies, you can go to the gun range, you can drink, hang out with your friends, and work, And but it feels like, um... If you can't really invest in like your relationships, like romantic relationships, because you feel like they're kind of they're really built about taking money from you, and they're not necessarily about like the romance in its own sense and like stability, I think it kind of means that like even that stuff that's supposed to make you happy or you know build a family and stuff 
kind of just seems like pointless because it's just like I can't even do that without you know it backfiring on me. Can you know? Yeah, because it gets to the point where it's like, why even bother with it? Like, if all it's gonna do is just cause me problems and cause me headache, heartache, and you know emotional damage, why waste my time trying for something that doesn't benefit me? It only benefits them. Like, you can love someone all you want, all right. And you can mm-hmm. want them to be happy all you want. But at the end of the day, if all if all you're doing is just serving, like 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 nobody was put on this earth to be a slave to someone else. Nobody was, and I firmly believe in that. Nothing will ever change my mind. That if all you're doing is serving someone else, that's that's fucked, and that's not how it should be. That's that's fucked up, and that's that's should be fucking illegal. You should leave, cause cause like it gets to the point where it's like. If, if if I get no benefit out of this, but you know her happiness and she gets this and that, then there's there's no point in doing this because what what do I get out of this besides you know the risk of losing everything I've ever worked for in the blink of an eye to someone who put in no effort, time, or energy into anything I've I've obtained. I mean, besides just being along for the ride. I mean, when you say it that way, hopefully they've helped you in some form or fashion. And like being supportive and like helping, help, holding it down, you know. Hopefully, but if they really are just you know dead weight, then you know it's kind of sad because then you can't cut them loose because they're just gonna take half of everything. Yeah, yeah. It's the point where it's like, because like, okay, one thing I've learned right while I was talking to my brother, right, mm-hmm. where it's like we've me and him have both noticed where it's like the relationship. Mm-hmm. Only time a relationship's ever in danger. Is if the female, if, if the woman is unhappy in a relationship, because nine times nine times out of ten, the guy is just gonna suck it up and be like, "All right, cool, shit sucks right now. We just gotta figure it out." The woman, the old, the relationship's only in danger of collapsing when the woman is truly unha- when the woman's unhappy, because she can just cut it off because she knows at the end of the day, there's no risk to her. She she she's not gonna lose anything from you know the loss of this relationship. Because, you know, she already has everything. And now, it gets to the point where, like... Because it, it, it gets scary. Like, like think about this, right? Where it's like... You've been married to this woman for... I don't know. T- let's say 15 years, right? She is now eligible to take all your fucking shit. And now, mm-hmm. it gets to the point where, like... You're trying to keep this relationship together. Not because you even want to be with her anymore. But because you don't want to lose your shit. That's why now. Like, 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 like there's, no, there's no more love involved in the relationship. It's just... You don't want to lose everything you've ever worked for... You know, to her. So, so now you're basically a slave to her to do whatever she wants to make her happy, so she doesn't, you know, derail and dismantle your entire fucking life. And I, I don't know. That's honestly a concept that scares not only me, but I feel like a lot of men. And that's why a lot of us look at the idea of getting married as this ridiculous concept. It doesn't work for us anymore. It's like that's why you quote unquote say I ain't loving on these hoes. Yes. It's not that I don't want to. I can't afford to, and I, I, and I mean that. And I mean that quite literally. I literally cannot financially afford to love to to love to, to love someone. Like I did once, and I spent. You know how much money I spent when that shit went over, and I got off easy. How much was your divorce? How much was it? How much I spent in total? Mm-hmm. Six hundred dollars, and I got. And I was getting off easy. And do, well, how much? Didn't you still have to pay for her car and stuff like that, or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not counting the months of me paying her car note for her still because she had no fucking job. <sighs> but because, you know, a part of me, even though it wasn't working out, you know, still cared. So I didn't want to just leave, them, leave her high and fucking dry, you feel me? She had to Never mind. I'm not talking about it. But yeah, but, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that I 
ever had any delusion of, oh, we're going to get back together. I didn't want that at all. That was a terrible concept for me. But, I mean, it's not that I, like, my goal was not wanting her to suffer, you feel me? I, I, like, like, I didn't want her life to turn into a living hell. I just didn't want to be with her anymore because it's kind of like you know I I described it to um my my, my sister as kind of like uh tigers right so like I'm from Louisiana I'm, I'm an LSU fan I'm, LSU would have like a uh, tigers on campus I'm like mm-hmm. I love tigers I think tigers are cool as hell but I also am well aware that it's not healthy for me to be in a cage with a tiger doesn't mean I hate tigers I just know it's not healthy for me to be around a tiger that's how I described it. Where it's like, I don't want this tiger to get hurt. I don't want this tiger to get fucking executed. I mean, after the Japanese cartoons, maybe. But, um, up until that moment, uh, it was all good. I was just like, cool. I don't, as long as this isn't my problem anymore, I'm cool with that. And then, like, the only thing that, the only thing I hated about it was that, like, the fact that I was, like, paying for that, that her card note was still in my name. Mm-hmm. Is what gave her the ability to uh, consistently still call me and talk to me because that's all we would. That's the only thing. That's the only business we had left together. That's the only thing we had left that 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 binded us. Imagine having a kid and then it's, still. Yeah, that that was my worst nightmare. Like when she was when she called, I was like, I'm having a kid. I was like, Oh, fuck! <laughs> He's like, It's not yours. Oh, thank God. I was like, oh. you know what's crazier? She could lie about it and say it was yours and put your name on the birth certificate. She could. That's the thing too. That's they have the not gonna hit on women all together as a monolith. There's not all. It's, it's, it's not all. There's a very small minority of women that will do that. But it's the fact that you have the ability and the power and the wherewithal using all these words, the audacity to just the volition to go do this, to go put a man's name on a birth certificate, and then. Claim that there's theirs, then go get child support. If you don't, you know, if you don't show up to court, they can give her uh, the right to get child support and garnish your wages. They can by, because um, they didn't show default. up. Yes, by default, it's called a default judgment. I'm aspiring legal profession. This is not legal advice. Um, it's a default judgment means that if you didn't show up to court, the, the literally the judge is going to rule against you, not because it's right or wrong, but because you just didn't show up. And if you don't show up to these court dates, you will lose automatically. Show up to your court dates, yes. y'all. And if they do that, then they can start garnishing wages. And if you don't ask for like a, a DNA paternity test, they can continue doing this because you have no legal standing to say, "Hey, that's not my kid." Because legally, the judge is saying that is your kid. You can come here to say it wasn't your kid, and therefore you have to pay for this kid. And once you go there, then if you actually want to see this kid, you have to talk about custody showing up and like if she wants you there or not. And they always have like um, I guess authority or what was the one I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm gonna say with the word authority. They have the authority to say, "No, I don't want him around my kid. I don't trust him. This or that. I don't think he should have visitation, even if that's not your kid." And I've seen, you've seen, you've seen the stories where we find out at 18, the kid was never his, and he spent 18 years paying for this kid to find out that it was never his. Yeah, kid. It, 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 and the fucked up part is, you know what happens? Nothing. The mom knew. The, the mom. Nothing happens. The, the, the moms know. No, no, nothing happens. The mom doesn't have to pay anything. Like, I feel like, I don't know, like. Like there should be some where she's like you're paying like, there should be support. something where it's like hey if this motherfucker every ounce of child support that he paid for a kid that wasn't his should be paid back to him by the mom why because she knew she knew and she took this motherfucker's money for years stress this man out literally had this man in shambles for what so she can go do her fucking nails get her hair done if you don't hang out with this, the girls if you have a child when they're at the hospital. They're, I'm pretty sure, generally, I'm pretty sure. I'm not a 
This is not legal advice. I'm saying again, not legal advice. But I'm pretty sure you can ask for a paternity test that, like at that moment. You can. And you it can. should be free. It should be free. And and it, you know, for all it's those not free. About, it, it's a part of the um, hospital bill, but you can't ask for one. And that might moment. as well ask for it. If you're gonna get charged for it, might as well ask for one. It's I think it's it's, it's, it's 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 a lot cheaper than the actual birth itself. Well, obviously, damn. It's very much worth it. They literally have they hands in the girl's vagina. How would it not be cheaper than that? Bro, they just draw some blood. Bro, anyway, bro. I'm just happy. I'd, I'd be out here fucking. Uh, uh, go ahead. All I'm saying is, if you're in the situation, or if you're worried if the kid's not yours, get a paternity test. And boom, I've literally seen. Um, I saw this like over the. I think it was a court drama. It was like a one of those like family court things where this woman doctored a paternity test to make it look like it was the man. And then she knew it wasn't. And then yeah, because she that, that was it. Did she like work at the paternity lab or some shit like that? Yeah. So she knew someone who could doctor it for her. And then the judge was like, "Well, this looks sus, and the names don't look right." So she had another paternity test done, and then it was just like, "You are not the father." And she was like, "Damn." She's like, "Fuck," and he was like, "Yes." She's like, "I needed like, his money." She knew who the father like, was. Yeah, she, she knew who it was the whole time, but but because she couldn't be with him because he didn't want to be with her, she chose someone else. And she didn't even do it like she did it for the money. Like she just for the money, die. yeah. I'm not saying all women will do this to you. Not all there women. No, of, no, no. I have a lot no, of great female there's friends. A very, there's a very small minority of women that actually do this, but those are the ones that get all. It's, it's, it's like the bad cops, right? It's a mm-hmm. small minority of the police force, but they're the ones well, they make all up the for like eighty percent of the problems you experience. Yeah, yeah, they're, but they're the ones who get all the publicity because that's that's what's seen. Whereas like the the woman like like that I'm talking about is not all women. It's a very it's like maybe I don't know. I, I would say at most maybe what ten percent of the female population, maybe maybe ten percent of 20. them. I want to stick with twenty. I think I think the 20? eighty twenty rule because like in, in, in science and math and, and just nature in general, there's this concept about like twenty percent of like the peas produce or the trees produce eighty percent of the like the, whatever you need, and it's kind of like a pattern in nature. So. Just say there's twenty for twenty percent of the women who do the shit, they're kind of for eighty percent of the problems who experience. The other eighty percent of women are like hella chill. Yeah, where it's like yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense about twenty because it isn't an alarming a number of them because I have so like I I personally ask girls right I personally personally talk to you know random women girls I don't know and ask them you know certain questions I'm just like what kind of guys are you into are you into nice guys and stuff like that and they're like no. And then I'm just like, well, why is that? Because nice guys will, you know, do whatever you want, you know? They're, I'm like, well, no, those are simps. And they're like, well, nice guys do whatever you want. We're looking for toxic. We want someone who's going to, you know, fight back and yell at stuff. And then I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this, right? And then the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, these are probably the same women that will go immediately and say on, on social media, be like, why can't I find a good man? There are no men. All men ain't shit. I'm just like, well, you literally said you like toxic men. You literally said that you don't want a nice guy. You say you don't want someone who's going to treat you right because that's boring, because that's not adventurous, because it's not fun. Well, how long does fun last until, you know, you're in your fucking 40s and you have nobody? Oh, my and, God. There's an Amy Winehouse song about that, about a girl um, in her broke-ass shoes. Something like What's it called? Pump, pump shoes? Fuck me pumps? Yes, that's the one I'm thinking about, the fuck me pumps. How she's pushing thirty and no one likes her anymore, and she's trying to get up with these like basketball dudes, but like they only hit her for the one night stand, and she never—they're never gonna leave their like wives for her. And here you are again at the club in your fuck me pumps, trying to get laid with another guy. Yep. I was like, yes, Amy Winehouse, you're right. I fucking love that song. Don't be that person. I mean, if you like, you know, hanging out and living your life. But here's the thing, right? 
want to be single, do that. Here's the thing, right? We're not talking about. I'm a shitty person, right? I date girls on Tinder for the one time. You feel me? The the hookup connoisseur. You're the the woman. I I, I, I date girls on Tinder for the one time. I don't remember their names, but thing is, I'm honest about it. I don't pretend for anything. I own up to the fact. I don't up to the fact that I'm a fucking degenerate piece of shit monster. All right. I don't pretend that I'm some greater purpose. I don't try to make cheating and all this other bullshit sound profound. I'm well aware that I'm a shitty human being, and I don't pretend I'm otherwise. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I, and I'll never pretend I'm otherwise. But there, but my problems with the people that will pretend that what they're doing is okay. I'm well aware that what I'm doing is not okay. I'm not gonna pretend that it is. I'm not gonna pretend that I'm this nice dude who deserves all this happiness and shit. Hell no. I'm a fucking monster. I'm a degenerate. Right? And I feel like... I don't know. I don't know how to put this. Where it's more like my problems with those that act like they are the end-all be-all or some God-given gift to people, right? We're like, no one's a God-given. I mean, okay, okay, hold on. Let me rephrase that. There are some people that are God-given gifts to some people, but the people that believe they are God-given gifts to the world are absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like, I think those people need a vicious reality check. I mean vicious, my boy. I mean something absolutely foul. Something absolutely life-changing. Oh, God. (laughs) Something that's actually absolutely going to rock their concept of what the world is. But that won't happen because that's just not how the world works. And that's fine. That's fine. I've come to understand that, respect that, and accept that. That's perfectly acceptable. Alright. Get that. Alright, well... (laughs) We've been at this for almost three and a half hours. And so, I think this might be a great time. Just, you know... Call quits. Call it, give our closing remarks, and fucking dip. Give closing remarks, bro? This is not like a sermon. I have no closing remarks. I'm not a preacher, bro. Alright, if y'all us the pastor three and a half hours later, everyone's like, I'll try to go eat, bro. It's four o'clock. Bro, I'm trying to go home. Us the black church. The black church just always be wild. They always try to get us there early and they always want to make us leave late. I was like, why y'all want like why? Why? Like, yeah, make like, this shit short. Why churches are always short to Church the point. starts at seven. We're there at six we're there at six fifteen. Yeah, and they're out here just church like, ends at church ends at nine. We are there at eleven a.m. I'm like, bro, come on, bro. Don't get me started on the New Year's like um Eve or Christmas. It's always New Year's Eve or Christmas Day when they're at church and they're like, praise God, all this shit. They be doing that shit at four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, bro, why are they bopping here so hard and dancing all this shit like it's in the club? I feel because they're so old and so Christian, they can't go to the club, so they go to church so they can act like they're at the club. Bro, it'd always be hot as hell because everyone's dancing and mouth breathing everywhere. Like, please stop. And then that one choir that never wants to stop singing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they oh. just don't stop. Like, every time the preacher's about to say some shit, they're like, yes! For the rest of my days! And I'm just like, yo, guys, come on, please, just let this motherfucker speak so we can go home. 
Come you know, on, Pastor Rude just always yelling. Why are you out there sweating, bro? Like, why are you sweating? Yeah! <laughs> Motherfucker sweating his ass off! I'm just like, bro, how you be, I mean, bro, how you be sweating like this every Sunday, but you still 489 pounds? Like, bro. They always have the rag and they just pat the fuck off the Yeah, back. they get that one, like, that one godforsaken rag that God has abandoned. It. Like, they, they, they pat themselves one side and they was like, it's too wet. Flip it to the other side. Also too wet. Look, bro. Just stop. You've been out here for too long. Bro, bro is, like, that, is that one rag that God has abandoned and given to this man? And it's just being abused by this man. It's just never-ending abuse. And the rag's just like, for the love of God, help. Somebody, please. I'm just like, oh, no, oh, God. That's why. It's cool. When's the last time you went to church? Of my own free will or at all? At all. What year is this? 2022. <laughs> it's uh, about to be 2023, bro. 2018. <laughs> okay, alright. About like. That was at four all. Four years? Four years? I was, only because, I was only because it was for my grandma. My grandma wanted me, because I, I knew a lot of people that went to her church, because, you know, growing up, I went to church with my grandma a lot. And they wanted to see me after I, I, you know, I joined. And, you know, just to humor my grandma, because, you know, it's a grandma, you know. You, you never know how much longer she has left. So, mm, I humored her and went with her. And that was the last time I went, back in 2018. I think the last time I went was for... Uh, awake of a coworker, and that was I want to say 2018 also probably 2019 no 2018 which was weird and then before that probably BMT but then I went to any church god damn I just didn't See, want to be in the, bra- the barracks I just wanted to get BMT, out BMT I went to the atheist service I went to the Buddhist service the Buddhist service is actually really cool I actually found that really interesting I went to wake up the a- the atheist service was just just as weird as every other religion I've ever seen, where it's like just worshiping. It wasn't even something. about atheism. It was just it like watching TV. It was literally like watching TV. No, but the one I went to, they were like praising Crave. They're like praise the Crave, and I'm just like, oh my god. Well, that's because I, like, I bet you it was the Airman who did that because they love Crave because it's the best. Well, yeah, because it was Crave. It was the Airman. I was like, yo. Well, no, it was a captain. It was a captain that ran it. Well, yeah, captains will just like it's the one chance to connect with Aaron. Like, we don't normally like you know when you leave here, you're never gonna talk to a captain again because f them officers. But like, yeah, fuck them, bro. Yeah, I, I for me, I think um, I feel like I went to tech school. No religion ever. I was like, I'm free. I don't have to force to do anything. Back to being a degenerate watching anime. Yes, um, exactly. That's what I did. <laughs> I was like, no time. church, no, no religion. Get, I could be a degenerate alcoholic gamer who watches anime and hentai. Hell yeah! I think I didn't have a, a laptop yet, but I did have. Um, I think I might have had my old laptop. I did buy a book off the Amazon off of Amazon called the Bible. It's just a book full of pages of anime thighs. I'm like, I found my religion. It sounds like you hey, going to hentai heaven. Is that where you're watching hentai? Hentai dude. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Everything we say, really it, throws cool. me, it throws me off. I'm just like, all right, I just need to process. It sounds like it's a, it's a hentai person. Like I'm gonna send you a link after this. I'm gonna send you a link. Matter of fact, where's my phone at? I can send you a link now. You know what? I'm just gonna post it. I'm just gonna post it inside the fucking synopsis. Actually, hold on, hold on. Before I do that, let me see you. A, if you're gonna do that, let me send you a link to the fucking uh, silent voice. I think like a 
pirate it until we can tell people, hey, go watch it illegally here? Yes, actually. No, we give the Crunchyroll link so you can spend money. No, it's not on Crunchyroll. I tried. Well, blink Crunchyroll for the reason why you have to watch it legally. Because it, um, because because I, I pay for Crunchyroll. It's neither on Crunchyroll nor Funimation. I'm just like, guys, I try to do this legally, but you guys force my hand. See, I'm a degenerate. I watch anime illegally. Unless it's on Hulu or um, Netflix. Which I don't do anymore. Anyway, back to what I was saying. You threw me so off track, bruv. Oh, now I forgot where... I, I wish I could just record this for where I left off. Mmm. Hentai. Something hentai. Yes, hentai dude. So when you talk about hentai dude, it sounds like you're... It's a drug dealer, but only sells hentai. Well, yeah, he's a drug dealer that sells hentai, but for free because he's a man of the people. Okay. Yeah, so you're just like a fentanyl like drug dealer. He's like, here's some fentanyl for free. Everyone overdoses on fentanyl left and right. It's an ethical drug dealer. Mm, there's no such thing. Yeah, there is. There's plenty of ethical Pharmacist? drug dealers. No, no, there's no such thing. Yeah, there's plenty of ethical drug Name dealers. Name one. Name one. Me. Who are you dealing drugs to? You? Don't worry about that. That's the... That's part. Of the, I don't tell people who I'm dealing the drugs to. That's. I want you to know the, the FBI will have this recording. They'll be able to subpoena this. The FBI is welcome to come fucking find me. They know where the I GBA stay. Is on They're the outside right now. I I made eye contact with them like an hour ago. They think they're slick. I'm just watching them. They think they're fucking birds that sit on power lines or just you know fucking intelligent and 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 stealthy. No, I know those motherfuckers are charging. You can't tell me that birds just chill on power lines just because they felt like it. No, they're charging so they can keep recording. I know what they're about. If they were if they were gonna come get me, they could have came and got me. But no, they is about it. Conspiracy theory you got from 4chan. I don't know who that is, but probably. Oh my god! All right. Anyway, I just think it's hilarious that you think you're being watched. Well, yes, we are done with our. Uh, or servant of AA. Alcoholics answers dumbass shit. Sometimes shit you don't even ask us. If y'all have questions, we have answers. And if you don't have questions, we still have answers. And if you don't have answers, we might have questions. I'm not going to continue this rambling of bullshit. Oh, uh, but session zero complete. I wonder how long. I'm going to have to listen to almost four hours worth of audio to splice and dice. It's not going to be fun. The pain of editing. You could hire a guy. To listen to four hours worth of audio? <laughs> just pay somebody. Yeah, I need to listen to this podcast for four fucking hours. I think this is why it's a session zero. I think I think once we um, figure out like what we actually want to talk about consistently, we can just stick, stick with the topic instead of going off on tangents. And then that way it'll... Um... Honestly, I feel like tangents are pretty fucking dope, honestly. I mean, that, that's literally who wants how to, we talk. Who wants to that's listen the... to that for hours on end? Niggas just going... Left, somebody, right, up, somebody down. who's somebody who's doing menial tasks. Like I feel like I, I always find the best people that I like to watch and listen to are people that I can listen to as background noise. Where it's like I could chime in every now and then and hear about what they're talking about, but it's not like I'm hearing some like you know, I'm not hearing them tell a fucking tale. For True, because you feel like you you've missed like important shit. Like I think in our conversation, it's so out of left field. We, we circle back to ideas. That's yeah. like you can hop in at any point in time, and eventually you're sucked into the story, like the, the bullshit. Yeah, well, where it's not, it's not like a consistent story that's happening for four hours. You missed an hour of it. Now you don't know what the fuck's going on. If it's just random tangents, it's random shit. You can chime in at any moment, and you can get the gist of what's going on. Or maybe we just start a new conversation. Yes, what he said. 
All right, I'm gonna hit the stop button. Three, three, three hours. I was, I was like, is that three minutes thirty seven seconds? I was like, no, that's not thirty seven seconds. Wait, where's the timer at? Oh, it's three, three hours thirty seven minutes. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah, I'm gonna stop. Well, this is our usual phone call.